PKA 547. Here we go. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Postmates and Blue Chew. We've got a highly requested guest back after a long time. Ice, thank you so much for coming. A lot's changed since the last time you were on. Yeah, it's been, how long has it been? Like three years, two, three years, something like that since I've it, been on with you guys. It I wasn't be. a felon last time we spoke. Oh, it's been forever. <laughs> that's a, you know, yeah, I would have put money right. on Ice being the felon. Like, it, he was the, the the odds-on favorite. That would have been an interesting bet, though, because I was staring down the barrel, and he was just oh. out of the world. Okay. What do you mean? Well, you know, if we, if, if he'd bet three years ago, which whether it was you or I who was more likely to become a felon within the next three oh. years. <laughs> yeah, I'm, the odds would be. I'm still not a felon, so, I mean, ah. step up your game. That yeah, I mean, the, the, the last time we had you on was in the middle of your, like, heyday of just all of this crazy shit going down on every stream. Everybody was tuning in because you didn't know what sort of wild nonsense was going to happen. And uh, I think that was – I think even at that point, uh, Twitch had been like, a little, a little too much nonsense there, my friend. <laughs> We're not allowing <laughs> you on. So you've been just YouTube for the last few years, right? Yeah, YouTube for four years now. Very nice. How's that? How's that been going? Because I, I went to your channel, I watched some stuff. You've really adapted and changed your content from that wild, you know, out of control stuff. Has that been difficult? Like, did you see a huge exodus in people who just wanted you to be a dangerous shithead, basically? I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people wanted wanted to see, you know, they want to see crazy shit, but yeah. it's uh, it stopped. Uh, you know, like just it just wasn't uh, sustainable as anymore. To be honest, it just became way too much, and I just couldn't handle it. So no, uh, but go in, go deeper on that. What makes it unsustainable? Was it no longer profitable? Was it making you <laughs> unhappy? Was it sending you to prison? Like wh where where was that headed? <laughs> oh man, I mean, yeah, it was not making as much money as I would like. Right, I had a huge overhead, paying a bunch of people, paying for a website, paying like other streamers. I just, you know, content was very expensive doing events. It was all just very expensive. And it was, uh, you know, so of course I made money, but, uh, you know, the overhead was just fucking huge. Um, but it mainly the stress, I mean, the really? sustainableness stopped because I mean, I just got meant like just fucking mentally stressed out, man, too many people just wanting too many things. And it just became crazy. I had no privacy, mm. no fucking time off just 24 seven crazy shit it seemed mm -hmm. like there was a lot of drama and i know some of that drama is probably like pumped up because it's, it's fun for the internet but like was there actual drama that was like bugging you at night you know you go to bed and you're like fuck i mean yeah i was there, there was people, drama there's people in my lives who don't even have real fucking names there's like bug-eyed joe <laughs> bug-eyed joe thinks i owe him fucking three grand and the whole stream only made three grand and he was only there for 20 minutes what the fuck am i gonna do am i gonna have to fight this guy tomorrow <laughs> yes you know, a fight would do well on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like real drama. I mean, it was kind of like some of the drama was kind of like annoying. Like it was all like, of course, uh, manufactured for the stream. Yeah. I mean, I was never personally too mad at too many people. A couple for sure. But most yeah. of the time, the viewers just enjoyed something. So I just ran with it. Um, but I mean, of course, there were some people that I just disliked because uh, they were causing me to have drama with my viewers or like i was having like uh you know they were trying to like press me about some shit and i just didn't like that i never liked getting you know pressed by people mm -hmm. yeah do, do you do you still have any kind of contact with blade i haven't talked to blade in like two years yeah man why is that 
I mean, I'm sure you guys can guess. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, are, actually, I, I'm probably not as filled in on the details yeah, we as didn't, you might guess. I, I, I mean, I, I was like super into your stream for a long time because um, it, it was just getting shared around so much. Like, like you mm -hmm. had a real viral fucking thing, and that's the key. Like, like that's what I like to see when somebody's like figured out that little. No, we make this so that people want to share it, and then you don't yeah. have to advertise. Like, that's that's the key to shit. Um, but I was getting I was getting it so much, and every time I'd queue in, god damn it, if there weren't people handcuffed. Or there was some hot chick showing her ass, or there was somebody getting literally cucked in a fucking uh, motor motorhome, or like you got, or, or getting a motorhome was getting trashed, or somebody was getting pissed on. It was just always just so much drama. It yeah, was, it was wild. But I don't yeah, remember it, exactly what like may have broken you and Blade up. Um, I mean, Blade, you know, I, I left on a good note with him when I left That's good. California and I moved to mm -hmm. Texas. Um, but he, uh, you know. I mean, he just got a little bit out of hand, and I just didn't want anything to do with that, you know, with him saying the N-word and, you know, ah. throwing dogs and just all this different oh, shit. Oh, that's right, the dog-throwing thing. And then he drops <laughs> – and, and then the rape stuff, too. Like, like that – Oh, yeah. That was weird. That but was weird. That, that was definitely, like, a big, like, I don't want to have get anywhere near this, you know what I mean? That yeah. was – See, that dog shit. clip is, like – it, it's like leading up to the dog throwing. Like you can see the guy on the couch sitting next to him being, I don't know who that was, being like, oh, we're a couple of crazy cats on stream, aren't we? We're wild. We like to do crazy stuff. And then he throws the dog and the guy's just, Oh, what, do you, what do you think we're doing here, man? We're, we're not that crazy. Full Al Qaeda. It was just funny to see the guys like, we're we're wild. What the fuck are you doing? Right, yeah, and then fall apart. Dude, something about that dog wasn't throwable either, right? That was like a pug or something like that. It was that. a small little dog yeah. or something, yeah. Dude, that dog that does not dog. recover from... No, if he had thrown a squirrel or a cat, I'd have been pro-animal throwing, right? Sure. Those things can <laughs> handle a fall. Yeah. But that dog... <laughs> he threw one uh, I think the, inter the internet would still freak out if he threw anything, let's be real, but... Well, the internet is sure. But those little yeah. dogs are the worst to throw because they already have a fuck ton of back problems. Like, he's like the, that, if that thing lands wrong, like, the rest of its life, it could be crippled. Yeah, oh, really? and, and, and the rest of his life is going to be very short because I'm not dealing with Because it's already got asthma and all sorts. You don't want to have one of those dogs where they're like little little puggy. We taped a, we taped wheels to his ankles. Dude, and now he, nothing makes me sadder. Really? Oh, but nothing, you see, it's happy. It's happy to have its mobility back. Let me just explain something to you. Nothing in the world is sadder to me than one of those fucking little dogs with, a, with wheels on its hind legs. That's the saddest shit in the world to me. And and like, like like I'll literally fucking tear up when I see those like YouTubers like oh we 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 spent the eighty seven cents to get little Jerry here some wheels and mm -hmm. they strap this bullshit wheel system on little Jerry who's been dragging his fucking cock and balls around asphalt for the last three years Aww. and all of a sudden he's just like oh am I re am I normal now this is great and he's fucking running around with his front legs yeah. Fucking no, that's he's having a blast. That little Wait, dog is it's, a blast. it's the best day he's had in three years in this scenario. They you just kill Jerry immediately. Why Jerry would he have a... You know, the rest of Animal Kingdom doesn't agree with your I have a misplaced freckle, I'd rather die scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe not, but I, I just Why does so it need bad. wheels? Because, because like, it's back like, like paralyzed. Like, have oh, you seen really? those dogs? Like, the back legs are crippled and they like, can only drag itself. And so, what they do is they kind of harness the crippled legs into a wheelchair and then it uses its front legs to walk and it pulls its little, little broken body. It's like a little chariot now. Why, like a little... why would you Why would you want a dog like that? 
Well, you don't what? want it. You don't, you don't, it's like if your dog gets crippled. <laughs> I mean, people aren't out there taking a tap. Oh, it's not born like that. Like crippling their dogs. Like, like it's, this it's is a dog that's had an accident. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said they're born like that. It's 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 dogs that people like Blade have tossed across a room. <laughs> and now you have to get them some fucking wheels. I'd get spinners for mine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I get deluxe spinners that blow bubbles when he stops. Oh, I'd, I'd have it be able to do that stuff that, like, you see those those cars in California do, where it like bounces, like, it, and it plays music along with it. Those high riders that'd be Put sick. Some hydraulics on your fucking hell yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I back to the the streaming thing. You're talking about how stress was like even more than money or anything. What got you to quit? Did it get to the point where like the thought of going live every day, you were just like, like a bit of dread where you're like, like just stress and concern about what might happen. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was right before I moved out of California, I dread, like, I just didn't want to go live, bro. Mm -hmm. Cause my, like, it was just so bad. Like I just had so much, uh, like my viewers just didn't like me at that point. And I just got a lot of hate and I just didn't want to go live, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and do like just, it was so hard to deal with, you know what I mean? It was very yeah. stressful and it's, it's, and I have to do like, you know, very interesting content to keep people excited. And I, you know, the stress of people hating me, if the content just wasn't good enough, was just, uh, it was just very stressful. I feel yeah. like you beat yeah, too hard. Like, like, I feel like you, uh, you, you went from like, I don't know, like, like, I like the stunt where you're like in the, the plastic bubble. I think that yeah. would have worked really good during the pandemic. Um, but, but like, um, you went from like little stuff like that to like, all of a sudden there were people locked in a closet. Right. And I was like, oh man, I think he skipped a couple steps here. And then all of a sudden you guys were in a motor home and it was mobile. And I think when someone hears that, they're like, well, who cares? But something about you guys being on the road was, well, it was interesting to me. It was, you know, it, it was interesting because it was, you know, I, I, I picked, specific people that i knew would make it interesting some yeah. people had clashes with each other like you know i picked ebz and hampton brandon to go on there together because they fucking hated each other i'm like this would be great so you know of course it's like reality tv you just pick people that you know are gonna cause uh, some drama and like make it interesting and whatever that i was like holding it all together and uh yeah it was uh very ridiculous <laughs> yeah so what, yeah what was the impetus that made you stop like was I it mean, a slow grind to a halt, or were you like this? No, ends? I mean, I I had this um this project that I was doing called Scuffed, and we were gonna make uh, Scuffed.com. We we're gonna make the streaming platform, and uh, you know, and I had some investors, and we got a you know we got a mansion in L.A. and uh, everything. The investors though decided to drop out because um, I mean I don't really know. I think they got doxxed. I don't really remember. But uh, yeah, so when they dropped out, I was super pissed because that was the one stipulation that they told me. They said, if we get docs and we're out and it took me, you know, it took me a year to find investors for this project. So and, you know, that was what I was aiming for for a long time. I wanted a streamer house. I wanted a streaming platform so I can, you know, turn the CX network into a more legitimate mm -hmm. thing instead of just like some, you know, website that I host or whatever. But so after that, uh, you know, failed because the investors pulled out, I just like I was just over it. You know, I mean, what what am I what am I supposed to work towards if all of my opportunities get get halted because yeah. of my, you know, community being too crazy? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like, I, I just didn't know what else to do. And I had no motivation. I just said, fuck it. Like, it's just not worth it. It's hard to sit there and dance for people who don't, I don't know, hit it back a little bit and give you some kudos for the I work mean, you're yeah. doing. I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, I, I had, uh, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to remember everything that like, I mean, I guess I just uh, wasn't putting on the content that I needed to put on during that time. But I was going through like depression and shit and like a lot of different issues. And I couldn't go live as much as I wanted to. So I just like stayed in my room all day. But people got very upset by that. And, you know, when they're upset. They they rally to try to ruin things. <laughs> so oh, maybe we call him yeah. a bomb threat to his apartment complex. He'll have to go out. That'll be fun. <laughs> Did they do that? I mean, yeah, at the mansion, I got, you know, the police called and like all this, you know, I got bullshit. Like the police came like every day, bro. And like, you know, fire department and whatever. Just if I wasn't going to go live, I got fucked with heavy, heavily. In a lot of ways, like, like I think Sucks. so LA's wild, right? And it's and it's got tons of opportunity and tons of places to, to stream from. But in a lot of ways, I feel like Texas could, could be more better suited to like the shit that you were doing a couple years ago, right? Because like... I don't know. I got friends out there with like um, like eighty thousand acres where you you just go. Nobody's coming out there. Nobody's I mean, coming to like. That's true, but bro, L.A. has the fucking weird motherfuckers. They have the. That's true. That like you have to be a certain kind of person to do a certain kind of thing for clout, and people in Texas just don't care about clout the same way they do in L.A. So true. You, gotta, you know, a lot of the Andes that I had, bro, they just would do anything for clout, and that's you know, of course, they're going to be great for the stream because they can just do stupid shit with me. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I was just thinking more from like a, a safety sort of standpoint where like whatever you're doing is not going to get interrupted or like like somebody's not going to yeah. throw a fucking kibosh on it. By And I don't get that. It's like, hey, we're, we're doing a thing here. Like the alternative to us doing this thing that, that we've got planned is just the police showing and we don't do the thing. And I look at the camera and I'm like, well, you guys ruined the thing. Like, I don't know well, why they would prefer to see that than like the thing. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess most, I think most of my viewers had that mindset, you know, it only takes one person to call the police, but yeah, a lot of my viewers, uh, what I don't think they understood was that, uh, a lot of the hurtful stuff they said actually did bother me and maybe less motivated to stream, you know, of course. So the police and that bullshit, like that was, you know, I can deal with that. I turn the stream off, I deal with it, turn the stream back on. I try not to let that shit bother me. It was more so when. I would get attacked by people because I didn't provide the expectation they wanted. That really like hurt my feelings. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. The internet's a mean place. I think, I think that a lot of the people on the internet are already coming from a place of hurt and it's easy for them to like throw those, uh, throw that stuff at you because they're, they're like, oh, I'm hurting. He might as well, he should hurt too. Uh, I think that's, I think that's a little bit of it, but at the same time, it's just like, come on, you're running, you're running this for everybody. You're running this for everybody. We're, we're trying to have fun here. This could be a, a place of positivity. Yeah. And, and people handcuffed together in a closet. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, I like the closet streams, bro. They cost me nothing. And it, Dude, and I it, love them. They cost, <laughs> me, they cost me nothing. They made like 10 grand. I fucking love the closet streams. And, and I would watch them and like there would be like multiple streams. There'd be like four streams. And one of the cameras was on that fucking like little bot that you had and the bot oh, yeah. had like a steak knife duct tape <laughs> to it so like and i want to say that like the audience could take control of it if they donated maybe and no, so no, they can like, drive it yeah yeah so they're trying to so they're try, so there's two different kinds of ice poseidon viewers there's the viewer who wants to poke somebody with a steak knife on a robot and there's the ones that want to get up under the girl's skirt 
<laughs> and then there's that one wild card who's like, I want to get under that girl's skirt and stab her with a knife. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I told, I, I warned any girls that were that had skirts on. I said, listen, I have this fucking robot. You should put like some shorts on or something. Like I don't know. But the knife thing, yeah, I loved when the fucking robot. I love the knife. I love. I mean, it's not, it's not going to hurt you too much. It's what you should have had is a, it should have had syringes <laughs> all around the perimeter of it, just in every direction, just just syringes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want it to actually like hurt people. <laughs> ah, <come on. laughs> but that, that would have been that would have been wild. I had a taser on one of my robots. That that was that lasted for like a month before I took it off. I like that too. Like, Did anybody actually get me. tased? Some people got tased. Yeah, it would be. I think it was. Um, I don't really remember. I think it was twenty dollars to for the to activate the taser. So you sneak up on someone and you, you could tase them. <laughs> That's actually like Taylor for your stream. Would you wear like some sort of a shocking device and put a dollar amount on what it costs to randomly set it off? Dude, that's that's. I'm stressed out thinking about that. <laughs> what would the dollar take, amount be? What would the it would dollar have amount to be, be? High because there's a couple guys. Hundred dollars. Sure. And it's five seconds. No. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a no, long that's shock. That's an incredibly long shock. I, I, think you uh, I think you underestimate. I think you underestimate. I think you underestimate people who have money, bro. Like, they would hit the taser all day. All oh, fucking day. Nonstop. I, I'm trying to think. I'd like, be afraid. I'd, I'd be too afraid to do something like that. I don't so, know. So, Imagine some sultan from the Middle East gives you $10,000 worth of shock. That's 100 seconds if it's one no, second. Dude, yeah. I, did this, <laughs> I did this fucking sleep stream. All right, I think I had it at. I, I had this, the second sleep stream. I had $50 uh, for, for the paintball shot me at close range. And that shit fucking hurts. Somebody donated $1,000. And they were just like, take 20 shots right now. I'm like, I, I had, to, I just gave the money back. I said, I, I can't do that. Oh, I take 20 right now. Like, like, like I, how close was it? How close? Like, what distance? Point, point, point blank. Oh, dude, that would bro, suck. Bro, I, I still have scars on my back. What kind of protective equipment do you get? Do you get one of those? Like, I don't think it's shirt, dude. I was shirtless. <laughs> so you, just, so you just have scars all over your back because that will give you like little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some neosporin on that bitch. Look, I've been lit up like that before. It's not so bad. I, I got, li I've been lit up like like that for funsies. Okay, like like, uh, give me a thousand dollars. Let's go. But every bro, so it, often, Facebook just, is like, hey, just... Woody, here's a memory, and my I'm like, my forehead's all puffed out. My chin is bigger than Jay Leno's. I've been shot up in everywhere. Woody, Woody has the worst luck. <laughs> so... Like like for for those of you who who wonder why we haven't done a paintball event, Woody hates them. Woody hates them. And look, 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 look I, that's not me tr tr trying to throw any like shade on Woody. He, I, if, if I had Woody's luck, I'd hate him too. Cause, cause we're there all day. We don't get paid well. We, we don't get paid well. We're really there for the love of the game kind of thing. Except Woody has zero love of the game. So we're hot. We're sweaty. We're stuck in a hot room. We, we deal with fans all day. And look, after the first 30, it gets a little annoying after the first 100 fans of like telling the same stories and the same like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you, too. Yeah, there was that time I did that thing that was funny that you like. It can get a little a, a little much because you're already hot and sweaty and you're in pain. Mm -hmm. But Woody gets shot in like the worst places. Like, like I've played paintball since I was a child. Like since I was 12 years old, I got my first gun and we played in the woods. I love it. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do. I've never been shot like Woody has. And I've been shot hundreds of times. I like getting shot. It's like, oh, you got me. That stung. Woody gets shot like 
in the cornea or something like that. Like, I got like, a shot in the forehead really from like 18 inches away by someone on my team because he was startled. <laughs> you were wearing a mask? He I did right have a mask. Like, the mask like went from here to here. Yeah. And he shot me just right there. Yeah, we we Woody's got Woody's got a tall head, and uh, and when we have like um, I think I we were so, <laughs> you do you got a tall head, and uh, we were sponsored by this company, or I was anyway. So I had like a lot of I don't remember where your mask came from. It may have come from my sponsorship. I don't remember exactly, but I didn't buy it. Wasn't it dye? Fair enough. Yeah, they they were either dye masks or they came out of ANS gear. Check out ANS gear. Good stuff. They don't pay me anymore, but it's good good fucking gear. Um, but really low profile shit. So they make the mask as tiny as possible because it's like for pro players. Because the idea yeah. is like if your shit is a millimeter smaller, then maybe that paintball like deflects off of you instead of breaks and you win a game. You know, like like mm -hmm. so everything is about like, all right, you won't get blinded, but you might get hurt. And a lot of people that wear those masks that really only come down to here will wear like a headband. Or like a full bandana, like a do rag type situation. A lot of people do beanies too because beanies, of the bounce. That the bounce, seems. Yeah. Could you put? Is there a rule? Like, could you put something soft on the front yeah. of the plastic of your mask? Oh, like even more so. It? What What a lot of guys do is they take like um, I don't know exactly what the material is like, but just imagine shoelaces. Like they yeah. they take shoelaces and they 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 put them in the like this area of the mask, like the chin to like ear area, and they drape down. So they have like these these strings hanging down here. And when a paintball hits them, it really decelerates them. So like if they do hit up here, they, they usually bounce. So like yeah, there's all sorts of stuff like that. So and like, like my, a, my jerseys smart. and pants are just full of padding and stuff. I didn't wear a hat cause I don't do well in heat. Like I'm always, you know, in your group of six guys, it's only like 94 out, but there's that one fuck who can't handle it. Yeah. Who's <laughs> melting and like deal. He's a heat casualty. You got it. That guy's me. So to throw like a beanie on in the summer when it's 95, I'm already struggling. Yeah. And, and look, we were going all day, right? Like, like, like we were getting up early in the morning, getting out there and we were running around and playing paintball all day and you were 40, you know, like, like that's, that's <laughs> back in my younger days. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, you, you were 40, 42 or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not nothing. I was 25 or 27 or something. Probably 44. Like at, at 25, you can you can like fall off of a fucking cliff and get up and dust yourself off. You don't give a fuck. You guys are that I did that yesterday. <laughs> What's but I'm confused by this because Kyle's saying I'm I was 25 and what he's like I might have been 44. It's like well that that doesn't work out because it wasn't four years uh, ago. Wait, it was four years ago. Then Kyle, you'd have been 30. 31. It's at least five years ago. I was about to say, was, is Woody 20 years older than no, Woody is uh, 13. I'm 48 Woody's currently. 48. I'm 35. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then Taylor is uh, 30, twenty. Yeah. You're thirty now. Yep. Yeah. So old ass man now. Or I guess the youngest on the show. You guys are the old ones. Yeah, I'm pretty young. I'm 26. Hey, you still got all your fresh years ahead of you. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, it's all downhill from here. Yep. So did you guys watch that uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul fight? Because Kyle and I watched it in our Discord last night. I know you watched it, Ice, because I, I popped by. I saw you did a live reaction. What did everybody think of that? Oh, you guys should have told me I had the wrong microphone on. Oh, we're just does now that, realizing. Does that sound much better? So much better. <laughs> oh, man, sorry. It sounded fine to me anyway. At His least, like, voice is so deep. I just took it to be what he sounds like. He's got a real like. deep voice, right? He doesn't look like that. that he, but he's got a super deep voice. Like, you could do yeah. radio or something. 
He's that <laughs> fucking black guy from the last for the Green Mile. Like, oh, just, oh yeah. yeah. Please, can I? Uh, I'm in a lot of pain. Like, you're like the, you're like the retarded black guy from Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he could heal, bro. He had superpowers. I'll take it. That take my that. hand, boss. Yeah, but he couldn't heal himself when it mattered. No, he couldn't. He couldn't stand up to the electric chair. Let's go, no. Alabama. He had like yeah. very minor healing, a bit like mice, uh, you know, hairline fractures. Not, not a I giant saw, man. I could have used the other day. I can't remember which state it was. It doesn't matter. It's definitely a southern state. It's either Texas or North Carolina, something like that. But they were making it so you had to choose between firing squad and the electric chair. Firing, firing squad. squad for sure. Firing yeah, squad for sure, percent. right? But here's the problem: you don't have me behind the rifle, okay? <laughs> They just pick a few guys out and only like, I think most of them have bullets, but one of them doesn't. And so like, if they miss and don't hit your heart, you could be bleeding out for a while. Like it could be really, really painful. Like, How like, far are they shooting me? Can I just choose the distance? Like point blank. In the, it, like I watched a movie about this and the movie was about an, it was like a documentary and they seemed like they were like the distance in a shoot, indoor shooting range that like the farthest distance, like way too far. Like we what should be in the same room together. Like we should be like yeah. in a bedroom together, like with rifles drawn. I mean, I would like to think they pick people who know how to aim a gun. You know, there's six of six of them. It only takes one bullet to kill you. So do you guys know one of the guns isn't loaded? So What's they that? have uh, moral, like, so they don't think about it later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everybody pulls yeah. the trigger. Maybe everybody knows. Oh, so everyone pulls the trigger. I don't, yeah, I don't it was get so that they don't feel guilty. They, they can think that they were the guy that didn't shoot oh that's not how blanks man. work though like you can feel the difference like, like that's always been weird to me oh. like you so almost leading into it they might think they're not but they know after maybe they, they they trick them to pull the trigger and then they know <laughs> yeah yeah so so if in that circumstance the you only people who wouldn't know if you had fired a live round were everyone else like you would know and the guy like, shot like, <laughs> like the, well he doesn't know if that you're <laughs> he doesn't know shit he's dead yeah hopefully but uh, but yeah, electric chair seems so fucking scary to me. And then there was this other prison, and they were switching to Zyklon B, and I'm not even joking. What is that? It's the stuff they gas the Jews with. Oh, okay. Oh. Wait, I thought we we already there Supposedly. are already uh, there's already uh, <laughs> states that do gas chambers. What were they poisoning people with up till now? Um, it's a uh, I don't stuff I don't they give the animals. Why the Sodium fuck would you want to get gas? That's terrible. I don't know. Like uh, how, how quickly do you die in like I think Oregon does gas chambers for it takes, I think it's like twenty minutes or something. I don't think it's twenty minutes. I think it's many seconds though. I think it's I think it's a minute or two that it I don't takes know. I watched a documentary in the gas chamber. It's like a few it's at least ten minutes of like choking. I'm pretty sure. If that's true, that's terrifying. Do they have I video did, of these people like slowly dying? Oh, no video. oh yeah, they live stream it. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of <laughs> fucked up shit on the internet. Wait, who live streams it? Would you watch that live? He was joking. No, oh, okay. I, I wouldn't watch the live. I'm just saying that I would if I were if I do had. Do you think the they should ex. live stream it? Here's a question: Like, do you think it would be at all a deterrent if we live streamed executions? I, yeah, I, I, of course. I, I think that live streaming the executions is actually not a bad idea. It's a good deterrent, and then it proves that it's not botched. Like, it will put pressure on the on the prison to not botch the, execu the executions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But then if it does get botched, then it's going to be a fucking shit show. Yeah, I think they get botched a lot, a lot more than we know. Um, if if I were dying, if I were getting executed, I should say. I don't think guillotine is an option, but that would be my number one pick. Because guillotine to me just seems so instantaneous, you know, getting your head just instantly lopped off. That's my number one pick. 
interesting that like all the modern solutions just to me pale in comparison to what they had back in the French Revolution. But um, after that, the far problem with firing squad is they shoot you in the heart. They want to open casket. That's why. I want it in the fucking head. Okay. <laughs> I want it in the fucking head and they don't do that. Um, so that's kind of out for me. I don't want the electric chair because I saw the green mile and I'm afraid they're not going to wet the sponge if that's even a real thing. Um, and the gas chamber seems scary. So I guess it's lethal injection. After that's it, what it, you want. It, this seems like a bullshit method. Even on Wikipedia, it says it's the gas chamber is the most dangerous, most complicated and most expensive. And they use uh, hydrogen cyanide. Doesn't mm -hmm. say how. Oh, wait. The gas is visible to the condemned, which is, oh my God, like the gas is, here's how it works. So you're sitting in a chair, you are strapped to a chair. Yeah, you're literally strapped down. No, 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 you're strapped to a big boy chair. This is metal. It's, just, it's much like the electric chair. You're, you're just strapped down to this thing that's bolted to the floor. And underneath that chair, like if it were a toilet where your asshole would be, Underneath the chair part, there is like this mechanism that drops one part of the hydrogen cyanide mixture into the other. There's like mm -hmm. a, a vessel of liquid, and then it drops this pellet into it, and they mix together when somebody like pulls a string. It's very much like some sort of a fucking, I don't know. It, it seems it seems jerry-rigged. But some of the, they, uh, they mix together, mm -hmm. and then the fumes like... Start it's like the Diet Coke, Mint, Diet Coke Mentos trick. It's a Mentos They tell you, they apparently they tell the condemned to take, quote, several deep breaths to speed unconsciousness when they get in there. But nonetheless, the condemned person often convulses, drools, and also may urinate, defecate, and vomit on themselves. Oh, no. So it seems like a really dirty... In and then also this, following the execution, they have to purge the chamber, and they have to be, like, super careful touching the person because they're still fucking cyanide. Because they're like, coated in cyanide. Like, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> this is like yeah. a boondoggle for, like, a fucking gas chamber company that's, like, the nephew of a this senator. This is big cyanide. <laughs> this is yeah, big, big cyanide big fucking... Cyanide. That's all this is. Because we use cyanide. The for correct it. answer is lethal injection. You can't change my mind because I've done I can. it twice. I don't know, bro. They're not professionals. The thing, They're not it? doctors. So the first thing they give you is some sort of like an uh, they anesthetize you. Mm -hmm. Some people believe that you are fully conscious and going through incredible pain, but unable to move or show that pain as you're dying. I... Has anybody ever survived enough that they could report back or no? Yeah, but Lazarus McGovern. Well, I mean, the sometimes thing, they misadminister mis stuff. So the thing is, I, I think we've all had fentanyl. I know I have pre-surgery. It's fucking glorious. It's the best day of the year. Fentanyl day. It's great. Love it. And so they load you up on fentanyl, and then they give you this other stuff. I put two dogs down, right? And if you've never put a dog down, here's the process. First, they give her an IV, and it's, you know she's scared. And then they give her the fentanyl i think it's what they give him mm -hmm. and she's just sleepy she's awake she's a she's happy she has her head on your lap you're petting her ear it's sad you're saying your goodbyes and then they put maybe sodium pentanol i don't know what the next thing is and they just sort of you know the breathing slows and it yeah ends. it stops their heart or their, or their respiratory system how much does it cost to put a dog down i don't remember more than a bullet more than a bull. That's where that's where I was yeah. heading. I've always just shot dogs. More than I've a shot. strong grip. <laughs> 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 you waste a bullet on a dog. Oh, <laughs> all you need is a good grip. 
<laughs> good grip. Yeah, no, it's sad. I I, uh, I have strong feelings about being there for the dog. Like you love yeah, this dog. This you know this dog would do anything for you her whole life or his whole life. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to make it easy on you so the dog faces this alone? Yeah. Don't be a don't be a bitch. Yeah, be sit there. there. Be with be your there. dog. Pull I've never trigger. I've never gone through that before with my own dog. Like the way you've never I, put a dog down. No, I mean just the way it worked. Like my childhood dogs died. My only like, one has like, killed dogs. I, I was too young to have to be able to go along. Like one of them died, and then yeah. one other childhood dog died. When I, I, was in I college. killed lots of dogs though. Look at my uh, my uh, <laughs> my fiance's childhood dog. Like they had this lady come over, and like her entire job is putting dogs down. It's a terrible job. Every and they she does it like house to house, and I was like, first of all, I was like, this is like a really respectable, nice thing to do. And second, yeah. it's like you have the most depressing job because like she showed, and I was there like with my like her her sisters and, and the fucking siblings and everything, and like this poor little dog, poor little buddy was laying there, little dog, like clearly he hadn't been with it, blind and deaf for a long time. Fuck. And like this lady's like down, like on her knees, like petting him. Like, so here's the process. We're going to, you know, and everybody make sure you give him lots of attention. Uh, this is very important. You know, I, we're going to go at the rate you're comfortable. And it was really sweet. Like you could tell this woman has a caring heart and she does this a lot, but it was like, it's not even my dog. And it was so fucking, it was, it was <clears throat> a, almost a new level of sadness. See, like watching the dog die. Like the dog wasn't moving as it died because it was already so old, but like seeing the injection oh. go in and then her going to everyone, like he's not feeling any pain anymore. All that pain in his back, it's all gone now. He's just enjoying you guys are here with him. And it's like, I, I hate this. Like, yeah, this is their science to keep him alive. So, I mean, it would... could be worse. They have like, yeah. have you ever seen how they uh, euthanize dogs in shelters? Uh, probably brutal. It's different they... than. Yeah, they, so they have so many dogs. They don't just mm -hmm. lethal inject them because there's so many dogs. So they bring these dogs to this farm, and there's like a gas chamber, and you just throw like 40 dogs in a gas chamber, and they just get gassed. Oh, is that true? Are you? Are yeah. You... No, I swear. There's YouTube videos about it. You can look it up. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I got a couple oh. of them favorite if you want links. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know it. I always gro so growing up because that's we fucked would, up. We it would is. always like if a dog got hurt or whatever, we would. Do whatever we could to keep them alive or like get them not crippled, you know. Like we had dogs that one dog tried to jump through a fucking industrial fan one time and cut his fucking leg off. And it's like, all right, we we can rebuild him. We can make him faster, <laughs> stronger, better than he was before. We have the technology. And uh and I remember the the vet like did something stupid, like like he's like, Yeah, maybe we can stick it back on. And it's like we look under the bandage and there's maggots in the in the bandage, and my Aww. dad's like my dad's like screaming at the vet it's like, like you piece of shit like you're ne we're never bringing an animal here again we're telling everybody what you've done here you're not you shouldn't be a fucking doctor of a fucking fuck all and we took it to another vet and they were like yeah they, they did a bad job we're gonna have to take the paw and like like, oh. like you know so but so they didn't have to take the paw we gotta take the whole leg at that point up to the shoulder because like having half a paw doesn't work yeah we're not paying for a bionic arm i don't we're, this is not happening okay this is the mud on the farm he's not getting a bionic arm they're twelve thousand dollars you just paper mache it <laughs> so <laughs> but when they had to go dad didn't want to do it and he was like will you do it and i was always the fucking executioner because like to me like having hunted and stuff how ghoulish Getting shot is just better than getting injected with something because it's just over. It's just yeah. over. It's just over right fucking now. So I've shot so many dogs. I've How shot many ballpark? What do you half mean? a dozen. Half a dozen dogs, maybe like three cows. 
Well, the something had to go. Whenever something had to go, you know, I'd do it. And your dad made you do the dirty work like that? He didn't make me. He he was like, I can't do it. And I was like, I, don't worry about that. I got this. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because like like he would be like real upset. And what range like, are you shooting the dogs? Point from? blank. Just I'm putting the barrel on the top of their head. Oh, and they're I don't just know not if I moving. Could do that. that sounds what, uh, you're, you're what caliber? The dog. 22, oh. 22 or something like that. You don't like you don't want to make a mess, right? Like like you know rattles like, around inside, kills them extra dead. It goes right through their fucking. You know. <laughs> I saw that on a movie. It's true. Yeah. Oh, you know, do, you, and I, do you like look at their face and that little lovable face is a big fucking eye blown out? No, no, it doesn't blow their eye or anything. They just they don't twitch. They don't move around. They're just all right. Now you're gone. Now you're gone to that nothingness, which is that all sounds, of our lives. That sounds really humane, honestly, like as a way to do it. The same way that like the injections there, you were petting and then just instantly dead. There's no fear or suffering. He didn't know it was. Yeah, coming. they don't know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm literally petting the dog and like feeling real shitty about what has to happen. But of course, just, you can't hesitate. You can't really think about it. You're just like this has to happen. Like, like he's in pain. He's all fucked up. Like sometimes it's a dog who's like been disemboweled, right? Like the dog's guts are hanging out. Oh, like got, a coyote got him or something? Getting crushed by something, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you got crushed by a car, and this isn't the kind of crushing that you take someone to the vet for. This is like it'd be like getting run over by a tank for a mm -hmm. human. You know, like like your his guts are hanging out. He's all fucked up. He's in incredible pain. It's like ah, oh, you've got to die. No, it's what I would want. I don't know. So it's what I did. <sighs> yeah. The, did, you guys, did you guys know that they still do the the hanging in U.S. Yeah, a couple yeah. states. Yeah, a couple states. I would actually prefer to get hung than anything else. You think so? As long as, they, as long as they do the drop method, where it like snaps my neck and I don't strangle. Yep. Oh, the drop method scares me. I want to strangle. I want to be oh, drawn and so quartered. Wrong? I want to be killed like William Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why would you want to get strangled? That could last like minutes. It doesn't minutes. hurt. I've been strangled. Not by a rope you haven't, Woody. Are you insane? How different is it? Incredibly it different. I disagree. It, I wildly different. You've I never mean, been hanged either. I've people seen videos like, of people being hanged, and I've read like testimonials of the hanged. <laughs> like, the first no. time? first time no it's like, like if you get dropped so there, there, there there's this old in in the wild west there was this uh formula they would use the guy's weight um would be factored in and th so that's how they knew how to make how long to make the rope because if you make the rope too long his head comes off if you don't make the rope long enough it doesn't break his neck and he strangles to death which is horrible to witness it's very painful and it lasts for minutes it's not like a blood choke that's literally being performed by a human who's expertly cutting off the, uh, the the two carotid arteries or whatever on either side. It's a rough rope like that you're hanging and dangling from that's tearing mm -hmm. your skin and 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 you're able to get little breaths. <laughs> I haven't heard a problem a turtleneck can't solve. <laughs> a turtleneck. You'll <laughs> just die even slower. I don't know if you've seen the... Now I, you're itchy I, while you die. I, I, can tell you, I can tell you firsthand the federal prison system does not provide turtlenecks. Now you feel like you're being choked before you get choked. Hanging yeah. seems like... You know what? That seems like it should be a loophole. If the hangman doesn't do it right, it should be like you survived and you and you get to continue. And I bet that person would be scared straight or think it was like a divine intervention so they can continue to rape. Uh, they know. used I to do that in medieval times. Like if you survived... If you survive, that's a bad idea, bro. If somebody murders my fucking family and they let him walk. Oh, I'm gonna go after him myself. If you shut it down, you have to get the right length of rope. <laughs> <laughs> do your own, your own justice, your wild west justice. Yeah, dude. 
So you need methods to- of execution. It turns out every single state has lethal injection as the number one thing. But if you want to be hanged to death, you better do something fucked up in New Hampshire, Washington, or Delaware. And firing squad, you got to be uh, a bastard in Mississippi, Oklahoma, or Utah. Otherwise, you're getting, you're just getting the injection. It's weird that Texas doesn't have fucked up ways to kill people. It looks like Texas is just lethal injection at this point. Kyle's muted. I don't know if he knows. They don't have the chair anymore? Uh, electrocution doesn't say. Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee are all the electrocution ones. What's Georgia do? Georgia is uh, lethal injection. North Carolina? I want to know. North Carolina, no, no lethal injection. Reason. Oh, my favorite. If I was a serial killer, I would just kill people in a not a death row state. <laughs> I wonder if that's why people do it in California all the time on like the the highway killers because they know they'll just go to jail forever and probably. I'd rather die than spend my life in prison. Yeah. Any of y'all ever been to prison? No, no. I'll take your word for it though. Yeah, take my word for it. (laughs) What's what's so bad about it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, Kyle, walk. What's so bad about it, man? There's there's nothing fun to do in there, man. It's 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 not fun, but it's it's it's, but i think i'd rather die i think i'd rather die than spend the rest of my life in prison because like you can see cars driving down the road dude and you look at those cars and you and you got and you have tv so you can see like other people having fun Mm -hmm. so it's like maybe if you were on like there's this movie i can't remember the name of it but it's uh it's where they take prisoners and they just throw them on an island and on the island there's like two groups of prisoners there's ones that are like cannibalistic and hardcore and the other they're like made a peaceful community amongst themselves (laughs) I'd almost pre- I would prefer that to like just living within four walls with yeah. barbed wire around them and and but because you, you can see those cars driving down the road and even in those sixty days I did we'd be sitting in the TV room and you could look through those glass windows and you could see cars driving down the road and mm-hmm. I'd be thinking like man they're probably going to do some fun shit like yeah. maybe they're just going to like Burger King or something you know or or they're just going to like work like but I bet he's got, like even if his job is like construction or like 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 he's gonna be out in the hot in the sun today like palling around with his buddies like he can drink a beer after if he's if he wants to every word you're saying is exactly what it's like to work in a cube environment (laughs) (laughs) every once in a blue moon i'd be driving at 2 p.m i'd be like what kind of magical lives do these people live how are they outside (laughs) at 2 p.m don't they have to work where are they going what are they doing is it a vacation all the time yeah, yeah, I'd rather die. I'd rather die than spend. Um, I, I don't think I'd. I, I don't think I could do twenty years. I, I think uh, you know when they, when I was looking at sentencing, I was going to either run or kill myself if 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 a certain year got laid down. I think twenty <laughs> years, and I was either running and then killing myself or killing myself. It was one or the other. Where, what was your What was your plan? Like, if they would have laid down and said, uh, "Please stand, uh, Kyle Lamar Myers." We're sending you away for 22 years, you know, or whatever the fuck it is. Like, you obviously go home. Like, what's your plan? You I'm must have had, like, you, no, no, no. The run. You run before yeah, yes. you kill yourself. Oh, is, no, where do you run first? Florida to escape the state? I was thinking you're either, fresh out of guns. No, I was thinking either Mexico or Canada. I was thinking either Mexico or Canada. And then from there, try to go to somewhere without extradition laws. So, so like, maybe go to Mexico and, uh, and, uh, and then try to, like, get on a boat, like, pay someone with a boat to like get me to some island somewhere that didn't have extradition. I hadn't done any research. Like you should have called your buddy. I think there's a 50, 50 shot. We can get a paramotor to Cuba. 
I didn't want to involve you in my federal escape plan, <laughs> Woody. Uh, you got a family. You don't need to be alongside me in a in a in a, in a boat. Know, we always Cuba. need stories for the show. <laughs> you were facing twenty years, and then you only got sixty. Uh, yeah. yeah, essentially. So the way it worked, I, I've told this a bunch of times, so I'll, I'll be kind of quick about it. But like, um, they were charging me with a lot of stuff that I just wasn't even close to guilty for. But it's still like. Do you go to trial for this? You know, like, like it, so I pled guilty to like um, uh, possession with intent to distribute, which I didn't do. I didn't intend to di distribute anything. I just possessed. But I did that because I was being charged with so many other things like um, trafficking. And um, um, there were all these uh, because I owned guns. They were making each gun this enhancement charge that like each gun was adding like two or three years and up to 10 guns. And it was like crazy. So it was like 20 years worth of guns and then 10 years for supposedly destroying the serial number on a, on a firearm, which had just been painted. It wasn't destroyed. We'd have probably beaten that in court. But do you risk the rest of your life on that you beat that in court? So like, yeah, I was being I was being charged with up to like 25, 30 years, something like that. Wasn't but you pled guilty in like just 60 days? That's well, it? I well, we, we cut a deal so that I could plead guilty to two of the of the smallest charges and they would drop all the other charges, which was their 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 goal the whole time. That's how like hmm. district attorneys and prosecutors work. Like they they charge you with like a hundred years worth of shit because they, they want you to plead guilty to a year's worth of shit, which is what I did. And I could have gotten six months and like five years of probation and they gave me 60 days and two years of probation. The intent to distribute. I thought that was like a Tinder date or something. Like it's not intent to sell, which is what most people hear when they hear distribute. Am I, did I make that up? No, it's an intent to sell. It's the same thing. Um, and it was oh. based on a text message on my phone where I, I wrote my my girlfriend at the time and said, hey, you want to smoke a joint tonight? <laughs> I, I literally like, like, like I was like maybe filming a video or something and like she was like at her job and I was just like, hey, uh, when we're done with this, let's get high tonight and like watch Trailer Park Boys and yeah. eat Taco Bell. <laughs> like I literally said something like that. And they were like, aha, he intends to distribute some marijuana to his girlfriend. Wait, this all started from marijuana? Yeah, yeah it's, it, that's, that's it's, all it, it was is. always like, marijuana. Yeah, I had half an ounce Bro, of marijuana. Are you fucking kidding me? 60 no. days for a marijuana? In federal prison. Bro, that's some fucked up shit. Oh, that's the least of it. You have no idea how much money it costs. <laughs> I, I don't even want to know. No idea how much money it costs. A staggering amount of money. I bet at some point, like, did you and like part of your brain be like, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna stop counting how much this is costing. Oh, I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even know some of the numbers. It's around half a million. It, oh. but it's <laughs> oh, for like lawyer fees and shit. Yeah. Uh, lawyer fees and seized property. It's around half a million. What the fuck, plus or dude? minus 150k, bro? Where the fuck do you live? I don't want to go there now. Georgia. Georgia, but it was federal charges. So they nah, that's that's weird. That's so weird. Why though? I just don't get it. It's so weird. I don't either. Come on, Biden, free our man, Kyle. Ice. But anyway, yeah, I would rather die than do 20 years in prison. You yeah. changed up your content. I see your fans still stinky poo poo heads. No, they're pretty nice now. Yeah, I mean, there's some trolls, obviously, but for the most part, my fans are pretty nice. They, uh, I mean, you know, I had to do some cleansing, so yeah. I cleansed and I took a year off. I streamed on Mixer for a couple months, and uh, then I came back to YouTube, and everything was more easily manageable. And you know, I could ban the people that were like shitty and whatever. So. And there's no reddits or anything so they the shitty people don't didn't even have anywhere to go to like uh, be shitty so that really helped subreddits called it was like it started as ice beside and then ice beside mm -hmm. two and then it did become something different like a meme 
I don't know. I mean, there was like some other like forums that popped up, and that's what Blade was a part of, and all this uh, stuff. But uh, I never really wait. Blade was a part of a forum that was negative towards you. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, he just like streamed with them. Yeah. Oh, that's like part of the reason I was like not really fucking with him at that point. But uh, it was a bit of a betrayal. Well, I mean, he just wanted to get money, right? Like he just wanted to stream, make money. So I don't really blame him too much. But it was like. Yeah, it was a, it was pretty shitty, like from my perspective. Yeah. Right. So he was streaming with content creators that were giving you shit on that service, or just taking advantage of like kind of excised ice fans who still wanted that negativity, and they were kind of looking for a new home. Yeah, you know, Blade, Blade never talked shit about me, so I, mm-hmm. I totally like you know I appreciate that. That was very nice of him because uh, everyone around him was talking shit about me. <laughs> so yeah. that was that was nice of him. He's good that way. Yeah, he's he's chill. He, I don't know. He doesn't have any enemies that I know of. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice guy. It's just unfortunate that he got wrapped up with some crazy shit and he did some crazy shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know what he's even doing now. I don't think he has a YouTube account oh. anymore. Yeah, his um, channel got uh, got banned or deleted or something. I don't know why. Been- I think it was for, I mean, it's it probably just for like doing the shit that he was doing. I said Blade doesn't like Blade. everyone likes Blade. Well, he's been accused of some rough stuff too. I forgot for sure. Some very second. rough stuff. Yeah. We watched one video. The the back of the RV. No, it was all above board. It's like, dude, you were blackout drunk. You if there weren't video, you wouldn't have remembered that happened. I'd wager. Like the, like you were you were so drunk. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I I haven't heard anything from him. I want to know. I'm curious. I'm I'm very invested in where he goes from here. How's his health? Well, it's because we like last time we had him on the show, he was saying like, oh, I'm, cu- I'm cutting out drinking for a while. And then I feel like I saw a clip just like shortly after that where it was like him streaming in- incredibly wasted. Uh, <laughs> he had so- claimed to be sober for some period of time mm-hmm. and our fans immediately disproved it. Like they're calling 10 days, but four days ago we saw this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like it- I mean, I do. I follow him on Instagram. So he posts on Instagram sometimes and he, he does you know, now. Yeah. I mean, he has like a girlfriend and he seems like he's trying Getting to be together does he have yeah. a job i mean i don't know he only made one post on instagram saying he was sober with a photo of like a fridge full of coca-cola addicts lie There's a picture why, would lie? why would an addict lie about their because they're embarrassed hmm. i mean i yeah. guess that could be it yeah they're either embarrassed or they don't want someone to to slow down the consumption i would guess yeah, they don't want anyone getting in their way of mm-hmm. you know, between them and their drug. Yeah, it's sad. Addiction's <sighs> a very sad thing. Well, I didn't yeah. even know he had had this account. I've talked to him. No, I'm sorry. I've talked about him to real life people, and every time I'm like, then he would take donations for shots. They're like, ooh, because there is a a slippery slope with that regard. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You're just gonna be fucked up all the time. Yeah, you yeah. can't even do. They, they shut that down on Twitch. Like I'll have people occasionally be like, "Dude, twenty bucks if you take a shot," and it's like, "No, no." Like if I say yes to that, like that's straight up against terms. You can't consume a drug in exchange for all right, thirty bucks to show me your feet. I get people saying that all the time. You can't show feet for money either. (laughs) Not that you'd want to see my disgusting fucking feet. Yeah, (laughs) Twitch has some very interesting rules. Y'all can see my feet. It's it's a it's a Patreon goal. Well, imagine if everyone was just getting drunk all day on Twitch. That'd be a very bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And if people oh, speaking uh, of Patreon goals, we're gonna do a Magic the Gathering tournament next Saturday. All right. So anybody who wants to jump into some Magic the Gathering tournament, fifty dollar Discord link down below. 
make that happen. It's going to be a good time. And all you guys listening who are in the $50 Discord, show up Saturday. We're going to start doing the – I'll start taking uh, entries uh, tomorrow. I'm going to make a big bracket. It's going to be fun. Yeah, huh. we've, we've got way more people into Magic the Gathering on the Discord now that Kyle's jumped into it as well. And I'm a bit of a tastemaker. You're, he's a bit of a tastemaker. I, I for, That's for true, months, actually. I'm like, I'm playing Magic, and I get maybe six, seven people. Kyle downloads the game. So, dozens suddenly. Just, <laughs> hey, who, who wants to play? Taylor, will you teach me? The he does that. He's a taster. <laughs> hey, boys, it's Rust Month. And everyone's like, shit, how do I start? I don't know. <laughs> Dirty's investing 400 hours of the next 450 into learning the game, and he gets competent. And Is people- Dirty good at – Matt, you're muted, Kyle. Is Dirty good at Magic? Um, I can't tell. I, I I hear he's got the white deck, and that's why he wins, and he gets to five. And I, no, he, I don't he know. Knows what he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's magic's a bit he, like paper rock scissors at times. Um, there are some complex decks, and at tournament play, you see these really complex decks that are able to face many different kinds of decks, and so they're not like a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. And he sort of picked a jack of all trade. Uh, he sort of picked um a deck that is not a jack of all trades. It's really good at like two things it, 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 it's 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 making these big creatures and gaining a lot of life but that's easily counterable so is he good at it he wins a lot because he's got a really strong deck that he mm-hmm. uh, he downloaded off the internet like we all do nothing wrong with that but um at, against like two of my decks he beats me every time against one of my decks he'll never win so it's just like you know it's a rock mm-hmm. paper scissors kind of scenario yeah often it is uh i'm having i'm having a blast with it it's uh, a couple people are very fucking good in the discord um, who know fucking everything about the game. We have a top 200 mythic player. So for anyone who doesn't know what that means, he's top 200 on the planet. (laughs) How many people play magic three? It's it's the most popular (laughs) trade card game on earth by a lot. Yeah. It has to be more popular. Well, the most popular silly card card game from here. (laughs) (laughs) The most popular card game for fucking weirdos. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how many players there are, but there are I'm I mean, I, I, I'm I'm so low ranked that I haven't even gotten to the point where they tell you how many what your actual rank is. I'm like a mm-hmm. platinum two or something like that. I don't know. For him to be top two hundred mythic is absurd. Like like the content creators, occasionally you'll have a content creator who's like top ten mythic or something like like, like the, the best players in the world who make content for this shit. They're like, yeah, I'm top five hundred mythic. Let's go. And then, you know, they're incredible players, but he's top 200. What, what is the mythic? I understand top 200. Ah, okay. But... So it's like, I, I may get this wrong, but it's like bronze, silver, platinum, emerald, uh, maybe diamond after that, and then mythic. So these are tiers. So I he's see. top 200 in the highest of tiers. Yeah. And so obviously to get from like emerald to mythic, it's a lot harder than to go from silver to so gold. I went from bronze to, yeah. I went from bronze to platinum in a day. And I've been stuck at platinum two or three for like several days, like like winning five or six in a row and then losing five and six in a row. Like you have to win like multiple games in each tier to progress to the next tier. And it's difficult. Is yeah. it like uh, Hearthstone? It's yeah. Hearthstone is based on magic. It's like uh, uh, it's a it's a lot more complicated than Hearthstone. So it's just a lot more keywords, uh, a lot more uh, stuff to keep track of. And I played Hearthstone at one point. It was fun. It's just I didn't like how they removed. Like, it just gives you resources on your own. You can't 
really impacted that much. And I didn't like that. Because uh, like resource management and augmentation and ramping is a huge part of magic. Like trying to go off early before your opponent can. I've been having a blast with it because I've, I've been a magic player. I've played it a ton for a long time. And so to have everybody into it and just popping into the Discord and having like two dozen people who all want to play, it's awesome. And uh, as always, when Kyle gets into something, he's getting very good very quickly. Um, I... It, ev thankfully everybody's like playing meta decks for the most part in there and so it's pretty easy like if i see the first card someone plays i'm like okay i know what their strategy is going to be for the most part like i know exactly what turn they're gonna oh this guy's gonna be like going for a five like a turn five explosion if i can weather that i'll destroy him oh it's an and, ultimatum deck all right here yeah. we go and nobody but me is playing like green aggro and so that's been working great it's real off meta i don't see it a lot i see a lot of uh I won't get into like the nitty gritty, but yeah, we've been playing a bunch. Um, so if you guys are listening and you're into magic and uh, clearly are a virgin, uh, come play <laughs> with us. We have a good fucking time. Um, I'm, I'm streaming it in there like every fucking day for like two or three hours. Yeah, and, it's fun. Uh, we just hang out and play and I'll play with you as much as you want because it's fun. It's fucking fun. And uh, I don't know. It's a good time. We're gonna do, And we're going to do that tournament uh, over the weekend. Last night we had a ton of us in there. We were all watching the Logan Paul fight. Did you, yeah, uh, did you watch it, Ice? Yeah, I bet five hundred on Logan, and I was fucking. Oh my pissed. god! <laughs> to win? Well, it, yeah, I, I I bet that a uh, five hundred bucks that Logan was going to knock out Mayweather. Yeah, there's Goodness. no judges, so I think you're betting on the knockout in either yeah. case. Yeah, yeah, I bet. You know um, who won the fucking bookies? Did they just get all the money? Yeah. No, well, if you bet uh, a tie, then you really won because eight to one. And the tie is basically just nobody got knocked out. And oh, I would have bet that easily. That's what I that's that's what I was essentially betting because like I bet uh twenty bucks that um not five hundred, I bet twenty bucks that uh um he would not get that Logan would not get knocked out because I did not think that that it could happen. He's just too big. Um I and I didn't think Mayweather would want to go hard enough to actually get the knockout because I think he's afraid that Logan is gonna catch him. Because if Logan catch caught him hard enough and knocked him out. Um, we got a couple of black guys in the Discord. Uh, Chocolate Thunder was like, <laughs> "That was hilarious." Chocolate Thunder was like, "This is for our people. You can't lose to this white boy. You cannot <laughs> lose this white boy. Do not let us down, Mayweather." Um, <laughs> he was looking at it like it was like a race war, and then like in that first round, Jake or Logan Paul like really started using the fact that he's ten inches taller to just bully him at the end, and then it panned to like a bunch of black people in the crowd, like oh, like laughing and clapping, and Chocolate Thunder's like. Why are you laughing? We're losing. <laughs> We're losing. Like, he's like all mad about Not it. one of those shots got through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, on. There was that one time oh. where Logan is just like, like hit yeah, him like this. That's like, the like, time. Yeah. And he's doing all, he's all rolled up. Logan's punching him on the arms, on the elbows, on the forearms. Mm -hmm. Mayweather walks back hurt. like that. You just punched a turtle shell. It does nothing. Yeah, nobody got hurt. I didn't think Logan really got hit all that hard. I would take that beating in a heartbeat for far less. It makes you realize yeah. how boring boxing is. Like by boxing round three, it was like, oh, this is a cardio competition. This oh my God. Well, yeah. to be fair, I've watched a lot of boxing and uh -huh. most of it is entertaining. Mayweather just fights in a non entertaining way. Mayweather is very defensive and he, you know, just gasses the other person out and then he goes in and punches them. Like he's he, Mayweather's the most boring person to watch box. I've heard that. I don't yeah, know anything I, about boxing. The but. reason people watch Mayweather is because it, it's the same reason that um, people it's it it's the same pe reason people watch Logan Paul and Jake Paul. So it's a match made in heaven. It's like they want to see this guy get hurt. They want somebody to shut this guy up. This guy's been talking too much shit. He's been flashing too much money. He's been showing off diamond. I, I love that Logan came out with a diamond co coated Charizard around his neck. 
Like, yeah. like apparently that card is worth like two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars before he put the diamonds on it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's such a cool internet culture Dude, nerdy thing to be uh, thrown into prime time. I, I, I have I, so I much it. to say. I, I, okay, I like Logan Paul. I don't know. He hasn't gotten me to hate him. Uh, the Charizard thing was fine. The commentators were terrible. Super duper over the top terrible. All they could do was insult Logan Paul, and it was pissing me off. And it's not like I'm super attached to Logan Paul or anything, but they, they just, oh, he's so tired. It looks like he did four TikTok dances. Oh, fuck you. That's not funny. That's not good. That, how did you get this job? You're awful at it. Who well, they're even- just. They're just biased towards May, like they wanted Mayweather to win, and they, they, I think the audience—they were like pandering to the audience, right? Like most of the people who bought that fight, probably a Mayweather fan, but more so than a Logan fan. Logan is as exhausted as him after four TikTok dances. Is just not good fight comedy. Yeah, they weren't they, funny. They they weren't no. funny and they weren't educational. I, I guess I'm used to the UFC fight commentary where they're actually watching the fight and commenting right on what's happening. The fight they're, they do their very best to be unbiased. And, you know, they let, they let you know, like sometimes on TV, I can't tell which shots were the real big ones and which shots were sometimes I can't tell if it's a miss, you know, like the, the, the clip and a miss are pretty similar. And the commentators do a really good job of letting you know, like how this thing is going on. I'm watching these guys and I'm not getting anything from it. I, I can't tell. I can tell who's more aggressive. I can tell if the obvious shots are landing, but garbage, garbage, I'm, absolutely you, terrible. I'm so glad I didn't pay for that shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I would suggest if you want to watch a good boxing match, try to find go. Just watch like a real professional match. I've with, watched uh, them. I so, oh, so often find them disappointing. You know, they just. It, it seems like the shots don't do any damage in MMA. One shot changes everything. In boxing, mm-hmm. a one shot is not how you do this. It's cumulative. You break a guy down. You wear him out, and it it's dull by comparison. Yeah, I, I've I've seen some good boxing matches, but. Every weekend I see a good UFC match. Like that's the difference. Like 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 I, I can I remember um watching ESPN and I don't even know who was fighting because I don't know boxers' names, but I remember there was this Mexican guy fighting a black guy and it was wild. And it ended up with a knockout and they were just ferocious and lots of punches being landed and the footwork was fucking cool. And one of these guys was lightning fast, but the other guy was fucking mega lightning fast, and it was so fun to watch. And I was like, this is like a one in a million boxing match, I think, because like you get this level of fun and excitement every night with UFC. Like not every not every car, not every um fight. Like so like like there was a fight in the last card where a guy just hugged the other guy in like doggy style position against the fence, and they just walked around the edge of the uh cage for three rounds in a row. And it was so dull and was so was it the boring. Mexican guy hugging a black guy? He almost got disqualified. Is that the one we're thinking of? I don't recall the races. Um, I think it was too. They weren't. There wasn't a black guy. Like, like maybe like a, oh. maybe like some like Slavic guys or something like that. But, it, but I was just thinking like, this is not the what you want to show anybody who's watching a free fight night card. Like, like the ref should have been like, whoa, whoa, guys, nobody wants to watch this shit. And even and even the, and the commentators are great in there. They're like, look, he won the fight. He didn't. Bisping. Bisping's great. Bisping doesn't pull any bullshit. He doesn't give a fuck. I don't think he cares about that job because he's just <laughs> like, he's just like. Well, he won the fight, but he didn't win a single fan. I don't. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. No one liked it. Yeah, take your win and go home. You won't be back anytime soon. And it's just like, yeah, exactly. Because Dana didn't like that either. Nobody liked what you just did. You hugged a man for fucking 15 minutes in doggy style position. 
because the other guy was a little bit faster than you. And it was a situation where one guy had come down a weight class and the other guy had gone up a weight class. So there was a huge size disparity. It was bullshit. But most of the time, you're getting fireworks. You're getting like blood and guts and 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 just people getting knocked the fuck out and like crazy like kicks you only see it. You thought you would only ever see in a movie. I don't know. We've, yeah. we've, we've harped on this before. Like boxing sucks and UFC is the best. But it's boxing just, is just more of a technical sport, you know. Boxing is more of like a like, like a thinking sport than a fighting one, in my opinion. It's different. It's, it, it's different. I, I I don't know if I agree with that point, but I do agree that it's completely different. And 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 like I'll tell you what I hate when I'm watching boxing, and it happens ten times around when they start hugging each other, and then there's nothing to be done because of the rules <laughs> of boxing. Like you, that's the point in an MMA fight where it's like, uh oh, he's got you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Logan Paul, I don't know why Mayweather didn't knock him out. I didn't know why he wasn't able to Probably seize can. on those opportunities. Well, I don't know why he didn't hit him. So Logan Paul's de- defense just seemed to be stand behind that length. You Hands know, he's got here. he's got all that length. His hand, dude, he was so defenseless. Every time he threw to make himself even longer, he would throw. He would like bend forward, and he was yeah. off balance. He's open in the middle. He's open in the, the other side. Like the, there were giant holes in his defense, and Mayweather was just not taking them. He wasn't executing on anything, and I don't know I why. I don't think he can. Maybe, maybe Mayweather. I mean, either he can't, or he. I think he just didn't want to. I think he just didn't take the match that serious. He's just there for fun. He wasn't really trying to hurt Logan Paul. You know what I mean? But I guess. But then they tricked me. You know, like they're trying to give the fans their money's worth, and then they don't. You know, yeah. look, I'm in a boxing match, but of course, I don't want anyone to get hurt. It's a boxing match, you fuck. Like it, I know it's an exhibition match, but everyone was there. You sold that it was going to be a fight. Yeah, and you guys have been talking like like they don't they don't get me. They they they, they never get my money. I pay for like ninety five percent of the UFC cards. Uh, like like I'm, I'm I pay for the ESPN Plus and everything, and I buy most of the cards that I watch. But I'll never pay for a boxing match. You just won't have. I'll go to somebody's house. I'll go to a bar. Or I'll just watch it elsewhere, but I'm not going to pay for that shit. And if it's a crappy stream that gets taken down halfway through, I don't really want to watch that badly anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was Makes bad. Sense. It was bad. I'm looking forward to uh, some of the UFC fights that are coming up. Nate Diaz is about to fight. Um, I always like watching Nate do his thing. Fighting Who's Anthony Nate fighting? Edwards. Anthony Edwards, black guy. Oh, Eve's Edwards, maybe. I thought it was Anthony, but I could be. You wrong. might be right. I'm going to look it up. You I are the name wrong. expert. <laughs> I hope you're right. Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards. Ne- neither of us were right. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always like watching Nate fight. Um, I like that cumulative don't give a fuck attitude where he's just walking forward. He's like a he, he he's like some sort of a boxer from a different time. Like he, he's like a fighter from like remember uh, in that Sherlock Holmes movie with um uh with uh Robert Downey Jr. Where they're like doing this bare knuckle street fights, where like the crowd is the ring, like he he's cut from that cloth. I feel like he Nate gives Diaz. off this attitude, like he's insulted that other person thinks he belongs in the ring with him. Do you, you're coming to fight me? You know that you can't win. And you've disrespected him by showing up. You've disrespected Nate Diaz by accepting the fight. You should have been too scared to do such a thing, and and he is going to show he's. He slaps you. He slaps you like a bitch. He slaps you with his hand because it's insulting. And it's like, huh. and now anytime he slapped him, he, he could have landed a punch. 
but he chose slap because fuck you. Yeah, and- that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm looking forward to the next weekend of fights. I think it's this. It's coming up weekend. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna do something. I think I'm going on a trip this week. I haven't. I haven't quite decided yet. Um, you know, uh, Ice. We're doing this on Monday. We usually record the show on Thursday, but uh, but. Woody's on a trap on, on a fucking adventure right now. That, that's what we'll transition to. We'll talk about the adventure a little bit. So Woody has decided to have an adventure. All right. He's got a motorcycle. Um, and uh he's got kind of a touring motorcycle. Uh, that's not the right word. What's, adventure. what's the adventure, adventure motorcycle? Oh, those whoever named that was really they did a good job. Yeah. Fucking jerking <laughs> Is it a normal- what, what are we gonna name it? Uh tour- touring, uh travel, adventure. Adventure. The bad are most of our uh, owners gonna like you know, drive around on the weekend and come back home. Adventure to start. What do they cost? Twenty thousand. So <laughs> not mine. Not his. So Woody's. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why you go all out. Get one of those fucking Africa expedition bikes. Like, Heavier is not better. No. So you're taking a bike across like the, the country whole or something. Fucking country. And here's the best part, man. He ain't riding on roads where he's going. <laughs> they don't need roads. He's going dirt roads and trails from North Carolina to is it Oregon? So it used to go to Oregon. They've changed it. Okay. Now it goes up to like Idaho, then swings back to Wisconsin by the Great Lakes. Fuck. What a terrible route. Not <laughs> <laughs> in a straight line at all. Yeah, well, it used to be this straight thing. They call it the Oregon Trail, believe it or not. And uh, But now it just goes from North Carolina down to Miami, Florida, and then we hop on a boat to Cuba. All right? like, it's like outlining No reason the for it at all. No reason yeah. for the boat trip. It, God, that's a real. It makes this like a group thing. No, so so yeah, they're the apparently this guy found dirt roads that kind of make a horseshoe around America. They'll probably connect what? it in a few years. Yeah, so it's me and one buddy, um, and we left. Now the in North Carolina, it's mostly paved, so we did hit. We did get off road the day before yesterday. Uh, we both crashed, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so there've been three crashes so far. Oh, one no. with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How fast were you going when you crashed? I'm thinking. So I was probably going like, it was a gravel road. I was probably going like 25 headed into the curve. But <laughs> damn, what the fuck? So here's the deal. Picture it's a gravel road. Under the gravel is super hard packed dirt. So when the gravel is loose on it, like there's mm-hmm. not a lot of it, it kind of operates like ball bearings, which I can deal with because it's a predictable kind of slide movement. When the gravel is deep, it kind of works like sand. And I'm either not skilled or it's impossible to really turn sharp and deep sand or even slow down much in this like loose gravel. And it's like six inches deep, four inches deep, something like that. So I'm headed to the turn too fast, which is half of the primary mistake like one of the lessons learned mm-hmm. the other was um all the thick like the deep gravel accumulates towards the outside of the turn which is both the low side and where it gets pushed by people driving on it and if you stay on the inside of the turn it's not so deep wish i was there but i wasn't instead i was by the cliff side so um i got slowed down all the way to like five miles an hour and it was clear that the bike was going off the cliff. So I made this move where I sort of deposited the bike on the road and jumped off the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I fell about, I said six feet. My buddy said eight feet. Take that for what it's worth onto a pile of rocks, rocks like this, you know, like human head bigger than good landing. 
<laughs> so, um, and I get down there and I'm doing this like systems check, like how fucked up am I? And I've got a finger that's like all out of place and isn't bending right. And I'm like, what is happening here? Oh, there's just a tree branch in between my fingers. All right, that, that much is cool. And then I try to get up and my body's not working correctly. I'm like, whoa, like spine damage? Like, what is this? My carabiner, I have a carabiner that holds this like in reach rescue. Yeah, one second. This is a Hurry 40, up. This is a 48 year old man with a family. Why is he choosing to do this? <laughs> we don't know. We don't Ask know. Him. Ask him. So this little thing is a camelback. This had hooked a tree branch, this little carabiner, uh -huh. and I couldn't stand up. And I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like spine damage or something. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. I can't, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It's just something hooked to a tree. <laughs> why, why are you, why do you, uh, why are you putting yourself in such danger? Good adventures come with adversity. So, You're like um, off-roading near a cliff and like jumping off bikes. It's a lot of adversity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So self-imposed. I I just sort of climb back up the cliff, and uh, it's funny because I don't remember like the fall. You know, like it, I I remember the decision. Like, all right, I, I see how I can do this. I can save the bike, and then you know I'll fall, whatever, and climb back up. That's that was the best idea I had at the time. And um, there was no choice where we both stayed on the road. That would have been option A, but it wasn't there. And uh, I'm like, man, I, I totally got away with this. Like, the bike's not damaged. I'm okay. I wear kind of protective gear. You know, obviously, I have a helmet on. But even, like, my pants have this, like, high-tech foam in it that turns into a plastic shell the moment on impact and my jacket has that and i think i landed on my back a lot not only is there a wide spine protector in it mm -hmm. but i have a camelback like a, a water bladder on the other side of that and um I man i was fine really i hit my thigh it's sore but it's better now those uh those biking uh outfits are they actually do help a lot then huh yeah yeah they really work um there's different levels of them but you know the one i had on was pretty protective I, uh, my buddy fell twice. Once was nothing. Uh, it was, it was like a switchback road private. Like this led to a bunch of houses up a mountain and you know, on, if you take like a stairway that has a turn in it on the interior, it's almost vertical. And on the exterior, it's not so steep. He was on the interior side and his GPS was telling him the turn when there was no turn to be made right there. And it kind of just had him task saturated and he fell over. He felt terrible about it, but it didn't seem like anything to me. I mean, I'm like, bro, we're dropping the bikes every day. And he's like, you haven't dropped yours yet. And I'm like, I'm just behind schedule. Give me a yeah. chance. <laughs> and, uh, but his, few next, days in. his next turn was his next crash was a bigger deal. Um, he didn't make it right. We're on this, uh, <laughs> we're, going, ended. we're going downhill on a road called tail of the dragon. And, um, I forget the stats. Maybe someone can look them up, but it's something like 384 turns and 11 miles. You're in the Smoky like, Mountains, eh? In the Smoky Mountains, yeah. And um, I enjoy that turn. Like you get a, a vibe when you take the turn at the right speed. Like you're leaned over and the suspension kind of sinks down and the traction is working and you're taking that turn. And I'm just going from turn to turn to turn. Normally, I'm the slow guy. 
And when you're the slow guy, you've got three choices. You can either try to keep up in the turns, which is dangerous, and that's the worst move. Mm -hmm. You can try to catch up on the straightaways between turns, which is a little less dangerous, but it's not the right move. The right move is to ride your own ride. So 318 turns on this thing. It's not long. I don't know how long it is. So um, I told him about this. I'm like, there's a good, bad, and ugly choice. The good choice is just ride your own ride. 318 turns and 11 miles. There you go. That's a lot. It's a lot of turns. You're just constantly feeling the traction. And uh, he doesn't do that. He feels the pressure to keep up with me. And again, I'm not trying to act like I'm really fast, but I'm faster than him. And so he's like going above his talent level, trying to stay with me. And uh, there's this like when you're a new rider and you approach a turn too fast for your talent level, it's almost like you don't ask the bike to make that turn because you're afraid it'll say no. So he doesn't turn sharp enough. He runs off the side of the road. He runs on the road for a little bit and then crashes. His uh, armor is like torn up. It has some holes in it now and his bike is damaged. Like the windshield's oh. busted. The oh. clutch lever is busted off. Oh. There's, <laughs> there's a guard that like protects the clutch lever and, and some other stuff. And uh, I didn't see it happen. I was in front. But when he didn't catch up to me, I turned around. And uh, at that point, like he, he was sort of standing next to his bike and mm -hmm. assessing the damage. And uh, I fixed his bike for him. No big deal. He even brought a spare clutch lever anticipating a few crashes. And uh, we agreed that windshield looked like boomer shit anyway. So uh, off we go. That was a couple hundred miles ago. Wow. That's a what? That's quite a that's quite a crash. <laughs> Bike's cooler now. It has no. Wind. So you so it's, it's off road the whole time. From here on out, it will be the North Carolina and like Virginia sections don't have. They have a lot of pavement in them, and uh, but going forward, it's going to be mostly off road. Yeah, this Dragon's Tail is incredibly popular on their website. That's like a. It's all bikes, Harleys, and people with like supercars who are stoked about driving through. Like, there's Dude. a lot of like, uh, what are the Corvette ZR1, Z, whatever the really nice one is. So, this is what happened after his crash. We reached this bridge and they're stopping traffic there. Well, I mean, obviously, someone crashed badly and the Medevac chopper uses the bridge as a landing pad. Like, that's what's going on. Yeah. And uh, we're like third in line. But when the line started moving, because we're like helmets and armor and like it takes us a while to get dressed, everyone passes us. My God, it was just like leader sport bike after leader sport bike after fancy Corvette at like Miata with a roll cage and one seat in it. Like, like yeah. you know, uh, it, it was <laughs> so many expensive cars. I, a Can-Am? Is that what those three-wheeled sports cars are called? I don't know. Yeah, and there were so many badass vehicles on the snake, and it's just like, yeah, I, I'm not one of you. I just, I just like to take it at my own speed, and, and there were a lot of guys like me there too. You know, just enjoying a curvy road. Um, I'm sure, but it was a good time, man. It, it's, it's been pretty so, awesome. So you, wrote, you called Jack and told her you crashed. What'd she say? She was concerned. Oh, you uh, told her. Oh my God, you fool. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a joke. that was a joke. I don't have any secrets. Uh, yes, you do. Yeah. You didn't tell. Um, I mean, for being fair, you didn't tell her that time that there was that incident with the paramotoring where someone else was, you know, harmed. 
I'm I don't remember that time. The incident we're talking about. You kill someone on a paramotor? I don't know what he's thinking of. Well, there was that guy who got fucking, what do you call it? Gift wrapped. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> oh, <laughs> with, with my, the SIV course that happened not long ago. I don't know, man. I, you don't I, know. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I don't want to say anything that we shouldn't say, but someone got gift wrapped and they didn't make it home that night. And then I was like, maybe don't tell Jack. And you're like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her about my incidents. I don't tell yeah, her every, yeah. every time someone in my universe gets hurt. That's fair. Um, doing the exact same thing you're doing. <laughs> but worse. Yeah. Yeah, but not as talented. As exactly. Ah, yeah. Honey, just less talented guy died today doing the exact same thing I was doing. There's some dummy <laughs> is and, going and, and home in a box. In her head, she's thinking about like every time you stub your toe walking around the corner yeah, of the right, house right. and everything. <laughs> they don't have your ability to avoid She's damage. like, yeah, Ninja Woody, he'll be fine. So, uh, so yeah, we've had three accidents so far in three days, I guess. So right on schedule, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, you're kind of doing that beginning curve where it approaches zero. It never quite gets to zero, but it's <laughs> <laughs> asymptotically approaching zero, whatever it's called. Dude, I'm pretty excited. I'm having a good time so far. Uh, and, and, you know, I wanted a little hardship. I thought it was going to be a flat tire. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's look, cool sailing stories don't come from calm seas. Yeah. And there is plenty of time for you to have a ton more accidents and ruined tires and, you know. Yeah, my tire. Uh, I was looking at the rate at which it was balding, and I'm mm -hmm. like, cool, I'm going to make it in Oklahoma. As a matter of fact, not at the beginning of Oklahoma, the very end of Oklahoma, I have a scheduled tire change. I've sent tires and inner tubes and stuff to a mechanic. I've set it up. Uh, we're all set. I didn't realize how much faster my tires would wear with all the luggage on it. And Chris and I are both it it I don't we might need a plane. We'll see. We'll go another day or two and be like, we might need tires before our tires. Stop. I didn't even realize that the tires wore away that fast. I guess gravel and you know, being all those yeah. harsh turns, probably. Motorcycle tires don't last that long. Um I I've got numbers like six thousand kilometers in my head. How much is that in freedom units? Maybe four thousand ish. <laughs> 4,000 miles? Yeah, not, not a lot. Definitely yeah. not what I saw. So, thought. you know, you put on 2,000 miles before the ride starts and throw some luggage, and then it only becomes like where well, you thought you had 2,000 miles, now you got one, and, you know, it's it's tight. So, What's the bathroom uh, situation? Like, do you have, like, a little communique where you can, like, buzz him and be like, I got to go to the bathroom, or I'm hungry, and you, or is everything pre-planned? Like, hey, I'll talk to you in four hours, and we pull up to the XYZ. So I've just been going to the bathroom when we stop for lunch. You know, it's not hiking Yosemite. We pull off and, and mm -hmm. eat at a restaurant. Um, I did bring one wipe Charlie's from an old sponsorship, but I keep them on the bike in, in case uh, we got to hurry. Nice. We got to get those back. I like those one wipe Charlie's. Dude, they're amazing. From that company that we won't name until you pay us again. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn right we won't. <laughs> but, yeah. do you, Ice, do you have any interest in riding a motorcycle at all because i do not it scares me <laughs> no i i don't like anything that could potentially hurt or kill me man i mean you had a bunch of fans i mean there's that <laughs> but the motorcycle i just don't trust myself i think i would mm -hmm. like be going too fast and like freak out and like fucking the turn and crash and die yeah i mean i we've said it before the, the most the scariest thing about it would be knowing 
all the people on the road aren't prioritizing your safety as much as you would hope. Like all those people in cars, all it takes is them like checking their phone for a text or a kid in the back screaming again. They have to turn around, stop. Yeah. Boom. Like, and you're just done through no fault. of Yeah. 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 The the motorcycle thing. It's just, I don't know. See, I don't even like going fast. I'm just, I'll take a car. I'll chill. Like that's good with me. Smoke some weed. I'll be chilling. I like, (laughs) I like fast stuff on the water though. Like fast jet skis. I've been on a jet ski that goes like 100 miles an hour. That's fun. Oh my Holy goodness. shit. That's, that's so fast. You take off? Or maybe it's like 80, 80 miles an hour. I don't know. If you could hit the water going 80, it's fine. What does happen? I guess if you keep your arms in, you just slide until you can sink. Yeah. If you, you just, fall off the jet ski, you just you hit the water. You like slide. and like, You're like a rock you, when you throw a rock. You yeah. Like you bounce. Skip. skip like a stone. That can't be good what, for it. I, I feel like, like it hurts. Good. It hurts, but it's not. it doesn't kill you. It doesn't break your bones or anything could pull your arm away from where it should be right like yeah. dislocate a socket or i mean at least you're not you hitting concrete <laughs> Fuck it. i mean i don't know true yeah i, I didn't even sure know they made those go that fast yeah they're they're the really good ones not the shitty ones at the beaches what height is or yeah it's height not speed isn't it like if you jump over like 100 feet into the water or maybe it's higher than that that it's like because of surface tension you may as well be hitting solid or is it higher than that? Doesn't that it sound must right? Be higher than a hundred, right? I feel like it must be. Yeah, you're. Well, high divers high do is, that all the time. How high, how high is the Golden Gate Bridge? Do they die because they drown or because they hit so hard? I think, they, I think they. The drown. answer is yes. Probably <laughs> yes. depends on technique. You can't ask them. I think you hit the water going fast. I think falling has a higher velocity than the jet ski. You know what I mean? Yeah, depending on how hard far you fall like, it also right? has a different angle of attack like that's the big thing for me like you, on a jet ski you don't have to penetrate the water you can slide across it for a while on the bridge you oh, got you're to going, penetrate, yeah you're going straight down i guess it's different than going the same way as the jet ski right you know how right. like you'll you'll hear people say like and then the 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 kindly old woman walked up behind me and put her hand on my shoulder and i thought i do want to live you know and i realized i didn't want to jump like <laughs> i do you think that's like a universal, like a human instinct? Like there's, I, I have a hard time believing that a suicidal person, like after they jump and the decision is made that they're like, yes, bring on the death. Like there has to be an animal reptile part of your brain that is like, survive, survive, survive. Like there, you know well, what I mean? I, I've seen interviews of people who jump and they survive. They most like 98% of them say that they regret jumping as they're falling. Oof. Yeah. I, it would be so scary, of course. I think it's like uh, you get some kind of like, I don't know, fucking vision, you know, like when your life flashes before you and you're just like, oh, actually, never mind. I want to live. Yeah, man, that was a terrible life. I should really pump the numbers on that before I check out. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should improve on the second half. Yeah. It was a big mistake. When I, I tried to hang like, myself, I, uh, I, I, so I tried to hang myself. And um, mm. as I was hanging, I felt like I had, I was changing my mind. I was like, you know, it was this, I'm hanging. I'm like, are you sure about this? Are you sure? Is this what you want? And then it, the, it, what, the rope didn't break. It was a dog leash, mm-hmm. but the thing I hung it to broke. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, fucking loser. Can't even do this right. Yeah. Like that's that's, that's that where my sense. head went. That's, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of lucky though, right? Of course. Yeah, turned out that I way. Know. <laughs> I've got a I don't look at him just throwing it all to the wind. I don't, I don't know. Like that's crazy to me. If I was like gonna kill myself, I wouldn't 
like I would do get something instant. I wouldn't jump or, you know, hang or something. How long does it take people do the car thing in their garage? How long does that take for the car? Oh, that doesn't that doesn't work anymore. I think the cars don't really let off enough monoxide it anymore. It works. I oh, don't well, think I, guess, I think you're giving guess, bad just, advice on the show. So some retard sitting in there for nine hours in his Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could be wrong, but uh, oh, that's I just oh, that would be such a good bit in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought that the uh, government made cars not release so much gas anymore, so like the monoxide is not as bad anymore. I mean, no, but if, because it's all trapped. Hey, in that would the... be a great live stream, Ice. How long can I survive in the car? <laughs> no, you put the car out there, turn it on, and, and get a bunch of uh, last person in the garage wins a thousand dollars. Wins the car. Wins the car. Last oh, person still in the garage wins the car. It's like it's like a Mr. Beast challenge, but incredibly macabre. What like, if they all dying. What if they all die? Do they just they're stay all, in the car? They, then they, then you get the car. They're going to die. That's the that's the that's the best part. Like like you don't have to give them the car. But I feel like I don't know how that's what I was asking. I don't know how long it takes for that to happen, but I imagine that like you would be with it enough that, like, once you saw the carbon monoxide, you'd be like, "Oh, fuck, this is real!" Like, I need to get out of the fucking garage. More so than like someone who blows their head off. Like, obviously, that half a second decision, like, just do it. I think there's people off. like that. Yeah, I mean, the I think a lot of people who you know shoot themselves would would probably regret it if they could talk. So. <laughs> oh yeah, and then you know, there's people who do shoot themselves and they're just fucked because and and they survive. Like, oh, that'd be like worse. Go, that'd... go through the side of their jaw and now like they can't talk right and they have to give like uncomfortable speeches to middle schoolers about how they yeah 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 things. there's a guy in my little hometown and that's exactly what happened he um he he did that <laughs> fucking he sh tried to shoot himself over a woman i'm i was told by my mother seems like he did shoot himself just poorly he, right he tried to kill himself yeah i should say mm -hmm. he tried to kill himself he did shoot himself and it ruined his face like like he's just like a ghoul from a movie or he looks like remember the one head orc who's like uh leading the armies against Minas Tirith yeah his name's Gothmog I knew you'd know um <laughs> he looks like Gothmog now yeah he looks like Gothmog and he's always like uh fear the city is rank with it right yeah he could smell the fear that's yeah. so <laughs> fucking scary to like think that it could you could still live after that I would probably if I was in that situation, like I, I like if I was like gonna kill myself, I'd probably do the the helium thing. The helium thing. Well, yeah. How so do you, you, do that? you get you get a bag, you know, you attach a helium tank to the mm -hmm. bag, and uh, then you or nitrogen, and then of course the nitrogen doesn't give you the same effect as carbon uh, dioxide, so you don't feel like you're suffocating, and you just inhale like once, and then you just you pass out, and then you just suffocate. But you can't feel anything, and you don't feel like you're choking. How do you stop yourself from breathing after you passed out? <clears throat> well, because you put the bag over your head, and then you have a tube with nitrogen going in the bag, and I you, see. Know, you, you tie it. So it's uh, pretty. You know, I've used to be very depressed, and I looked into this, and they have like oh, a God. whole sub. They have a whole subreddit that like. When was people this? Talk, people talk about it. This is yeah. I'm a moderator ago. there. This was like yeah, ten the, years ago. It's called oh, "This okay. Is the End." <laughs> uh, well, it's called an exit bag. That's what they call it. Oh, it's, that's it's, great, it's dude! Fucking, the guy that named Adventure Bikes came up with that too. Wait, I so, wait, wait, wait. so you you were so depressed you were looking into like painless uh, methods that you could kill yourself if you thought it got to that point, or were you were you close? Well, I, I was just curious to see, like, okay, how would I do it if I, you know, was gonna do, you know, kill myself? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, that was the method that I 
chose if I were to, you know, really do that. Because if I make a mistake and, it, and I don't die, at least I don't have my, I still have my face, you know? For sure. Yeah. That, that's a forward thinking method of suicide. And it, and it was like a pretty, it's still like, it was a pretty instant thing. Like it takes like one or two inhales and then you're out. Goodness. I didn't even know that's how helium. I've done it at parties as a kid though. I didn't. Well, helium. That. Cause you know, it, it sinks. It's, it's a uh, heavier than oxygen. So it goes to your lungs and it pushes out the oxygen from your lungs immediately. So you would just pass out immediately. And then I you don't feel it like, cause I've done it like, uh, I was, um, it was a it was a boat like uh, show of some sort, you know. Like if you're just in a boat, you can go here. You can see like a hundred different kinds at the same place. Big Philadelphia place was rented, and they had helium balloons. And my brother and I were just like sucking down these giant balloons, you know, changing our voices like you do with helium. Yeah. So I was like, if you the more you suck in, the longer the effect la effect lasts. And these balloons were larger than everyday party balloons. They were like, you know, a kid mm -hmm. couldn't hug them. So I'm get like three breaths deep, <laughs> and then I pass out and I start convulsing on the ground. Oh, yeah, God. dude, the helium balloon thing, like to change your voice, it's so fucking dangerous. People have no idea. It takes just you will immediately pass out if you just do a little too much. It pushes all your oxygen out, and if the helium stays in your lungs, oxygen can't get back into your lungs because you know the helium is taking it up, and you'll just fucking die. People die from sucking helium balloons a lot. I remember it was like an out of body oh. experience. I um, I was it was like I'm convulsing on the ground, and I'm thinking, who is that? Is he going to be okay? Why does my head hurt? Because it's like yeah. I'm hitting my head on the back. And then I waked up, I woke up, and uh, everybody was paying attention to me, which I hated. I was like surrounded by a crowd. They're all leaning over. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I did, all I wanted in the world was for everyone to stop paying attention to me. Yeah. And they would not stop paying attention. They were like following me around. I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just go. Fine. Away. Just let me go in the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you were standing over your body. Nah, I didn't have any vision, but I, I just sort of knew that like a kid was convulsing on the ground and I was worried about him and I didn't put together that it was me. Yikes. That's crazy. I've never had an experience like that. We suffered a lot of brain damage over the years. That's what I'm taking from this. <laughs> a lot of concussions. Yeah. A lot of a lot of adversity to overcome. <laughs> <laughs> These are where the stories come from. I actually I think with that I think with that method though, I think nitrogen is actually the better. Oh. the better like way to do it than the helium. Mm. You don't want to waste a pressure. You hear that, kids? Because <laughs> helium is actually rare. We're running out. We need well, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, of course, I don't want anyone to fucking kill themselves, but right, helium, no shit. <laughs> helium is just Unless... uh, helium has a bigger fail rate. Why is helium running out? Where does it come from? And why can't we get more? It comes from Party City. Is it running out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We need to raid part of the I hear about it from the atmosphere. I have no idea how it works. We're just, we can just use, so much, use yeah, hydrogen. Helium is so much more abundant in space because it's lighter than other gases in the atmosphere, which means that there is nothing stopping it uh, from traveling straight into space. It, uh, it's also produced directly in space, where it's a product of the fusion reaction occurring within stars like the sun. Yeah, but anyway. how do we get that? What do you mean, how do we get that? Like, There's no okay. way to get the helium being created in the sun. No, it's in space. So how do we? Yeah, but there's so little of it in space. There's 
infinite numbers of it in space. It's, yeah, but space is so big. Space is infinite. I'm not saying that you can go into space and get more, Taylor. I'm just saying that's where it is. Oh, I thought you were saying we okay. So then oh, no, there is no I way. I have a proposal for the kids. <laughs> 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 I got a chop. All right, so here's what we do. <laughs> here's they how probably, we solve the helium shortage. No. They probably like split atoms to get helium or something. Uh, I think it's uh, from fusion, right? From um... they'd combine two hydrogen to make the helium, right? I don't fucking know. I'm afraid. I, I think it's I hydrogen fusion at all. Helium. I'll reveal because because helium has is is the second element on the periodic table. Yeah. Nobel gas. Noble. Noble gas. Something like that. <laughs> a, no, a noble gas. Yep. Then you got, you know, oh man, I don't, I know so He's little about this. This can't I, go wrong. I'm sure you'll be so <laughs> the other one? I, I was wondering, like, how could helium, because helium is not, a, is, is less heavy than oxygen. Maybe Isn't I'm oxygen, wrong. Oxygen is, is, is eight, right? Is that I, right? I, yeah, helium is very light. Helium is two. I'm, Oxygen's eight. What's your question? Maybe I'm talking about nitrogen then. I think nitrogen is... Wait, he's saying helium's not a good way to kill yourself. We're circling back to ISIS thing. Yeah. It being oh. heavier than air and sitting in your lungs was paramount yeah. to it being an ideal exit bag gas. And now we're like, wait a minute, helium's well, very light. Because air. what you were saying, Kyle, is like, oh, the helium just floats away. And it's like, well, if it just yeah. floats away, then how would it suffocate the oxygen out if oxygen is so much more dense? Yeah, I, no, I, I'm wrong. I just looked it up. It's actually nitrogen. Helium is, is like another way, but nitrogen is like the way because it, it, it you don't smell it and you don't taste it and it's super heavy i mean look kids there's train tracks everywhere figure it out nitrogen <laughs> train tracks <laughs> well there's no tall buildings where you live like you gotta you, gotta, you don't need chemistry for this tall buildings uh, that's a I, very inconsiderate way to, to off yourself you're you might hurt someone else. You're going to ruin a ton of people's day I'm going out with a blast all right you're gonna i'm gonna try to hit somebody on the way down have you guys seen those videos where the pilots fucking crash planes for suicide? They kill like 200 people with them. Fuck. Shit, no. no, I haven't. Like commercial pilots? Yeah, there's this one pilot. I forgot where, but he fucking crashed into this mountain with like 250 people on the plane. He was so suicidal. One of the, one of the coolest was... stories ever is this commercial airline pilot who had this, this scam where he had this huge uh, life insurance policy. I don't remember what was his motivation. He may have been ill. Or, or something, but he he was the pilot, and he was going to take the plane down so that his wife would get the money. But the, like, the co-pilots like catch on to this like as he's doing it, and they get into a fucking fight. And it is one of the most brutal fucking hand-to-hand -hand battles for life and death you've ever heard of. He is battering these two or maybe it's at least two men he's fighting. It might be three, but he has a hammer. <laughs> And he's he's clubbing these guys with a hammer, and they eventually get him. They eventually like subdue him and get the plane plane landed, mm -hmm. but they can barely land the plane because he's beaten them so severely with the fucking hammer. Like their injuries were were ridiculous. It was like it, it was awful. Jeez. It was crazy. Yeah, it, 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 the, wow. the plane was going up and down because like there's two or three men in the cockpit fighting with a, with a hammer for life and death. It's wild. Well, just, what would uh, you what would you guys do if you're on a plane? That was just like the fucking pilot's gone AWOL and he's trying to crash the plane. There's nothing you can't do anymore. That shit's yeah. locked. Speak for yourself. I have a lot of aviation experience. Woody <laughs> carries a shoot wherever he goes. <laughs> I would I would try and, you know, break through the cabin door. Like and I no one would hold me back. Like all the flight attendants would be like, Who can pull the harness? We gotta get in there. Like everyone would be working together. I mean, and so you try not... to do that, and then you'd all just die 
in abject fear. Do you you don't think if you put like fifty people's weight on that door, it's not going to open? Hell can't happen. no! Can't happen! No can't happen! It's it, like like it's a corridor. You've been you've been on planes. We all have. Yeah. A little corridor, right? Like like you get up there. Has anybody here ever? What been if in you like don't care for the welfare of the people up front? Right. In the same way that like at concerts, fences get pushed over and gates and There's stuff. no leverage. Like, like they, yeah, they have made those <clears throat> after 9-11, they made those doors so that like human people can't get in them. Are you sure about that? Because yeah. they look flimsy to me. And I know that on airplanes. Only one way to find out, Woody. Weight is such a <laughs> huge concern that like everything on an airplane is as flimsy as it can be, but no flimsier. I'm afraid Wait, to Google. They it. made those doors so that people can't get into them. How I to hijack? <laughs> yeah, that I, I like totally. There's zero percent chance you're getting through that door. Zero percent chance. And like, even so, like Kyle said, that narrow corridor. Like, even if it was like, if we could get ten people on it at once, there's no. You, you got what? You three, three you abreast can't. at most. If you're turned sideways, there's no it's way. A, I mean, how many people could you get on your bedroom door in your home? Right, three at best. Exactly. Maybe four if one crouches. Like I just found, I think the story you're talking, or at least one story you're talking about, Ice. It was German Wings Flight 9525 from 2015, and this guy named, uh, what the fuck was his name, Andreas Lubitz, who had been treated for suicidal tendencies and declared unfit to work by his doctor, intentionally steered the plane into a crash, and 100 150 people died, no survivors. Yeah, that's what what a piece of absolute shit. Absolutely. That guy's not, that guy didn't commit suicide. He's a mass murderer. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, why would you need to kill other people along with you? It's some fucked up shit. <laughs> exactly. People like that is why, like, you know, if hell was real, I'd be all right. You know, maybe not for I, eternity because eternity is forever. But like, how about like, I don't know, a billion years. I looked up the cockpit door thing. Kyle was so right. Um, in my head. I thought they were going to be as bad as strong as the lavatory doors. Like, the, I don't know why I thought that, but I, I thought they'd just be shitty air. Dude, everything on airplanes is so shitty. I don't know if you spent time with like GA and stuff, but these doors, they're meant to hold up to gunfire. They're meant to hold up to grenade blasts. They're meant to, um, what was the other thing? Gunfire, small grenades. Maybe mm -hmm. that's all they listed, but yeah, uh, you can't just push it with your shoulder. It appears. I feel yeah. like that's kind of like, I mean, I get it because, you know, 9-11 and everything. But what if one of the pilots go AWOL? They should give like the the flight attendants like a fucking fingerprint access yeah. or something. You just have it have it so the marshal, have it so like the marshal, the guy with the gun. And is that, make is it that so real? Yeah, yeah. A lot of, not every flight. They tell you every flight so that you assume every flight. But a lot of, some flights, I assume, have marshals on there. But, you know, but that if, would be a good thing. If the hostess outside or stewardess or whatever the air flight attendant could get in then all you'd have to do is put a knife on her neck and get in that would be a weak point i mean that that's true but i feel like the it's the flight attendant's duty to n not comply less than one percent of flights have an air marshal hmm. i mean if somebody doing? puts a if somebody puts a knife to my neck and I have access to the door, I'm not going to open it because I'm going to die anyways. If I open the fucking door, I'm going to fight. It's the least I could do. Hopefully, some of these fucks on the plane will help me if I have a knife to my neck, you know? I would oh. hope that, especially now. 
You'd hope they wouldn't help you. Well, if they're saying like, we're going to kill him unless you open the cockpit door and then you let us kill everyone. It's like, well, this isn't a very good, this is the, this is a terrible deal. It's one of the worst deals. I mean, yeah, I think, I think I would rather die than be the one who kills everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel, and like, so you can become an air marshal, but you have to be between 21 and 37. Kyle, you got to get on it, man. Wait, to do what? To be an air marshal. Air marshal. You also need I, to I go get a bachelor degree. Also going to have to get that felony removed. That oh, you know what? That is the. <laughs> that's true. Those, that's that true. seems those uh, that seems like way too easy to become an air marshal. No, I've heard that the marksmanship requirements for air marshals are out of this world. Now Kyle's mm. a really good shot. He might be the guy that can do it, but not many people. Oh, can. I'd be indiscriminate. <laughs> that's a pressure too i think he would kyle would be very he'd be like i'm the air marshal that's me everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i hear there's uh some big dick air marshal on this i'm like spinning the gun <laughs> you got like shoulder tassels could be. <laughs> <laughs> and a captain crunch hat <laughs> 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 Any Terry's come up in here? There's gonna be a little bit of a problem. They make pretty good money. <laughs> it looks like I mean the average one makes sixty five, sixty six thousand dollars a year, and that's the job seems to be going on flights. Yeah, pretty much. That ammo Dude, that's is a fucking terrible cool. job, in my opinion. I've oh. shot that ammo; it's a lot of fun. What it makes just, it special? It disintegrates when it hits something. It, it doesn't mm. pass through things. It's um, they take a uh, really fine copper powder and denim like blue jeans are made out of and then they compress them like crazy fucking hard into a bullet and then is it just called frangible ammo that's the over um overarching description of that type of ammo but that's a very specific kind of frangible ammo that i'm oh, describing okay. like a, is a what really you're a describing brand. kyle would that kill you oh yeah yeah okay. yeah it, it, worse than kill you when it hits things it's just real gross and like dirty Okay, but it would kill you on a plane, and it would also prevent him from like missing and. Oh, know. it, it nothing prevents you from missing. Um, well, I mean, like it, it would prevent him from missing, like shooting through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it won't. It won't go through him. It won't go okay. through him. And if it does go through him, there won't be enough to like pierce the fuselage. Huh. They should just give air marshals like a sword. Ooh. <laughs> because then you'll have to pierce the fuselage, right? You know exactly who the guy is. Every he's just wearing like plain clothes, and he's got a scimitar on his back. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do want the the I, I want the big one on my bag, like fucking Aragorn, though. I want a big boy sword. Like a I, I don't think that'd be a bad idea. Just have him like stand in front of the fucking cockpit door. Samurai sword and um, plate mail. Fuck that! Yeah, I'm a, a, guy, battle a guy in plate armor who just stands there with a <laughs> seven foot tall sword. Right in front of him. <laughs> one of those Gimli style fucking war axes, just a just a giant double bladed axe, heavy as fuck. One swing, oh, fucking six innocent passengers decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> the terrorist keeps ducking, and you keep killing like swaths of people. Is a hammer better at anything than an axe? Nails got armor. I knew nails was coming. As soon as <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't if know. If you're wearing else. armor. You think it's better with armor? Because it's just yeah. weight-based at that point, right? Would an axe hit just as hard if it was the same weight? Yeah, if it was the same weight, but you'd need an enormous axe to make the same weight as a hammer, you know. I think those war hammers were blunt on one side and pointy on the other, and they were meant to, like, pierce Ooh, through. Oh, if they're spiky mm -hmm. on the other side. I think they I like are. that side for hitting people. Yeah, it depends what they're wearing, right? 
or where you're hitting them. You hit them in the head, you use that blunt side because it doesn't matter. You're fucking you hit them with any side. Killing them. You hit them with either side. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna not gonna go well. I would not have if I was in like medieval war or whatever. I don't know like how much of an option you received on like what class of weapon you got. They probably just assigned you bullshit, like a pitchfork if you were poor or a surf. But I would not want to go with a war hammer. That seems I think you like you brought your own weapon. I don't know. I, maybe I meant this up in my own head. Kyle? Well, wait, well, it, it depends what war and what what like age we're talking yeah, about, right? Like sure. we're talking about like the English, for example, like like medieval times or like when they're fighting the Scottish, right? Like they had a professional army at that point when they're fighting the Scots. Yeah. And you had like longbow archers, you had uh cavalry, and you had swordsmen, but mostly archers and cavalry. Because I think maybe the Scots are the side I'm thinking of. Oh, where they yeah. just bring like farm, farm, like I use a torch, I use a pitchfork. <laughs> Why did you choose a oh, pitchfork? It's your... stick off, farm. Rub a dog shit on it. <laughs> That'll scare people. The English hate dog shit. <laughs> Seriously, uh, though, I would hate to have to fight a man with a pointy stick with dog shit on it in medieval times. It's yeah. instant death. It's oh, yeah. instant death. I would um, be Nick Diaz in that situation. I'd be like, ah. I'm insulted that you brought a pointy stick with dog shit Please. to the fight. I, I, I would be done. so terrified by a hairy Scotsman with a pointy stick covered in dog shit. Like that, that sounds so scary. <laughs> you'd be you in this scenario, you're an Englishman on what is probably on what ends up being the winning side of that fight. So you would probably have like chain mail at least, right? Something to keep the, the poo stick away. <laughs> the poo stick. <laughs> I, I think that shit's expensive. I think that shit was real fucking expensive for the Dog time. Poo, it's free. It's Not everywhere. You can just, take it. You can just <laughs> take it. Kyle, if you need some, I gotta hook up. I have three days. Hook you up. Yeah, I don't know. It, it depends on the age you're talking about, the army you're talking about. It was all different. But yeah, there were definitely yeah. some of those armies that were just like, bring whatever you got. We got to go. And then there were those armies that were like, yeah, everybody gets a gladius. They're they're all made to order, like the Romans, for example. You know, they all had those fucking. I don't know how long they were, but they're short. Those swords they used short to swords, Yeah, and they yeah. had like, I have a book about like the, like the kind of the like, tiered organization of the Roman military, like throughout the the ages, and it's like wild how it wasn't until like thousands of years later that humanity got back to like that level of complexity right. and, and warfare where like, you'll read about like fucking battles in like the year 1100. And it's like, Oh, well that's fucking at, you know, being generous, like 700 years, you know, from the fall of Rome ish that obviously wasn't Rome's peak, the fall still not even close. Like just but like that, bullshit tactics, not nearly as advanced. Okay. Counterpoint. Mm -hmm. Are you sure bullshit non-advanced tactics are worse? Like, let's name all the guerrilla warfare that has lost. Well, that's different. That, uh, that that's completely different. Like, 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 the Romans would conquer countries, right? Like, guerrilla mm -hmm. warfare is its own is its is its own animal. Like, like they had that that that's the whole problem they had with Hannibal. You know, like, like coming over the mountains with the fucking Carthaginian, the Carthaginian. Yeah. Um, but. Whenever they would face someone, the Romans, just the way they broke down their army, right, in a very modern mm -hmm. kind of way. We really copy the, like the uh, the way that they broke their army down into segments and smaller uh, groups and everything. Yeah, and the way they equipped their army really was the way you equip a professional army in modern times. Like nobody's going into the Marine Corps and like, hey, what, what kind of gun did you bring? Uh, I got my daddy's thirty out mm -hmm. six. Oh, that's cool. I got a I got a coon shotgun. We. We've been <laughs> like, like nobody's 22. No. It, yeah, it was literally like we all get an M4, uh, like, like we all get the same ammo. Like, and this that's what the army you're did. describing lost in Vietnam, right? And I was listening to a soldier 
tell stories about his Vietnam experience. And you know, he gets to Vietnam and he's really surprised they're not like throwing rose petals at him and stuff. Like he's there to liberate them yeah. from the, the bad guys. And they he was like he was invisible. He didn't get any attention. He didn't get any love. Yeah. And then what happens is like he's like, we would see like two soldiers a month. Meanwhile, we would take like 75, 80 casualties a week. Mm -hmm. And before long, it's just, we don't know who the bad guys even are. They're all of them. All yeah. of them. Everyone who looks Vietnamese is a bad guy because someone's killing my men. Mm -hmm. So like one guy looks at him sideways from a village and they call in an airstrike and burn the whole village. And that that's just the relationship we have with everybody now. But that village won. Right, that we ended up. Well, not that one in particular, but uh, <laughs> but the village, yeah, yeah the, the, the guerrilla yeah. warfare. Uh, they they can't like conquer anything. They can defend, but they can't conquer. Yeah, and that was like kind of the difference. And I think what, what Kyle and I was saying with the Roman arm, like Rome was the first like giant empire that actually had a standing army. Like every about the empire, revolutionary war. Like, well, that was way kind of guerrilla tactics that. Uh, okay, I'm aware. Well, that's that, that's that's defense Boom. again, right? Like, like they're defending yeah. what's essentially their homeland against what's like, essentially the, the reason a Rome did invader. so well was because of organization and because like when Rome sent in legionnaires, that was that guy's job. He was a fighter, and like he'd walk into some Germanic area that they were looking to conquer and. Fuck uh, all the German tribes and they're like, fuck it, that guy had grab an axe. You know, you're, you're a butcher, grab a cleaver. Like, and that's why they got they were so good at conquering. Uh, and also, they were way better than we are at utilizing our military, like just raw force of labor. Because when the Roman army wasn't off conquering and fighting, and they would shift out constantly to keep fresh people in, like they would go build roads. And what did those roads do? They made it so they could transport their army and like all their resources faster than any empire in world history across the fucking Mediterranean so they could respond so quickly. So I'm not sure about the Romans, but like Genghis Khan did very well because being conquered wasn't so bad. Suddenly they went from like uh, some sort of royalty-based family system to a meritocracy. And, and you know, if you got conquered by Genghis Khan, then, you know, you might be better off than you were beforehand. Genghis Khan gave you two options, just like the Hittites would. And one of them was being conquered and the other, one of them was surrendering. And the other was always horrific. It was always just horrific. It was, but it the was thing is, surrendering wasn't bad. Surrendering like wasn't be bad. Better That's off true. if you surrender. He, he could come in there, and now you get free health care. That was that true of the Romans as well. Right. I mean, that I mean, lots of more, lots of Visigoths than their organizational structure. Yeah, pl plenty of Visigoths and Celts. I'm sure were just like, yeah, it sounds like a deal. Uh, you guys have roads, huh? That's cool. What what kind of gods you got? Interesting. But uh, and but they would give them jobs. They'd be like, oh, you wanted, you can, you'll you'll be an auxiliary force in the Roman army, so you'll get like a little bit of little bit of money too. Yeah. And it's and it's our currency, and we're the warfare biggest throughout the ages is really fascinating. There's so many good uh, YouTube channels for that. I I, I watch mm -hmm. hours of that shit. I, I like I like that stuff. Interesting. A lot. Yeah, Genghis Khan was a scary fucker. Just a, just just real brutal stuff. The the boiling of people alive and crushing them with weights and stuff slowly, and just just all sorts of just really all of tactics. All of our execution methods seem pretty pretty you know mag like generous and nice compared to what they did back in the day with like crucifixion and the bronze bull and what was it uh what's the bronze bull that's, that's where, where they, yeah you go ahead so they had this big bronze bull and uh they would put a person inside of it it's hollow 
like it was the one made, in Wall Street, kind of like the, just like that, except they'd make a fire underneath it to slowly cook you alive, <laughs> and your screaming would be projected through the nostrils of the bull, and it would sound like a bull roaring because bulls, uh, like like coming through, like almost like making a wind instrument out of the oven that was cooking you. Good golly! Now. Yeah. A lot of these torches, at least some of these torches, you find out are just kind of rumors and didn't happen. Did this Very happen? True. This happened. Yeah. Th there was some like the Iron Maiden that was like made yeah, that, up. Yeah, that's a that's a like a. That's the one where it's like the, the the scary like oh they put you in this casket and then they closed the spikes on you. That and it was just kind of instant and messy, I guess, like a huge pain in the ass for the <laughs> executioner. Uh, but this other one is called Scafism. It's from. Oh, we've I done think. the boats many times. Oh, we've done that? Okay. Scapism's fucked up. Look that up. Yeah. But anyway, before we bounce past this, to torture and execution, we're going to hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. A couple of wonderful sponsors. This episode of uh, this episode of PKA is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, been a hell of a year. Personally, I feel like I've aged 12 years over the last 12 months. And if you're like me, you're feeling your age more than you used to, especially <laughs> in the bedroom. Time to snap out of it. Spring is here and it's time to get strong with Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction or ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It is all done online, 100% of it. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil are, are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal just for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring the podcast. Just use that code PKA, get your first shipment free. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. Very excellent product. It it's fun as shit. Yeah. So check out Blue Tube. You'll like it. You'll uh you'll be the best version of you. You'll love it. You're but gonna that love ad it. Read is the fucking <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> uh, this episode of PK is brought to you by a company we know and love, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? Eating it. You know what's not great? Going and getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. That's where the Postmates app steps in. The app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track the driver. Forgot the eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100, $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days. My God, what a deal. Are you going to lose money on this, guys? I'm going to make $100 on this, Taylor. Now we're making money. 
Now we're making money, guys. I'm Come a on. Businessman doing business. I'm a hundred dollars of free credit. That's actually fucking good. Yeah, hell? dude. I'm on the road right now. I think I'm genuinely gonna use it. You gotta this. you gotta use it. You gotta use it, man. It's a First great day. deal. Use code PKA. All right. So check it out. All right. Uh, so Ice, what's your content like now? What are you up to? Uh well, I mean, I stream sometimes. I stream less often than I did, but I still stream mm-hmm. like uh, three times a week or something, but um, I do. I mean, it's, I do a lot. I mean, I do uh, sometimes go to haunted places. Sometimes I do crypto streams. I do stock market streams. I do gambling. I just I sit and talk. I do cooking. I mean, I do a lot. But usually, mm-hmm. right now, at the moment, there's like a big gambling kick. So I'm like gambling and doing crypto stuff. So are, are you is, are you figuring out crypto, crypto and gambling the same thing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're similar. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of I, I don't. I don't. I I invest in a lot of the like shit coins, right? Like a lot of the you, you you put money in and then you sell in like 20 minutes when it pumps are you making money oh yeah make tons huh hmm. is it hard to do do you need to be smart to make money no it's you got to be you can just be a fucking dumbass you got you have to be kind of a dumbass to do it because you could because <laughs> you put your money in right. and it, it could you could you could just lose it immediately but for me i pay, i you know it seems like you can tell which ones are like going to scam you and which ones aren't so you just get the ones that aren't going to scam you, and then you know it's going to pump. So basically, you get in. There's like this bunch of groups out there, and Reddit's and bullshit, and they post this coin is about to launch, and then you buy it, and then it pumps up, and then you fucking sell it before it goes back down. Huh. So when you say you're making tons of money, how much is a ton of money? I mean, right before this started, I made like twelve hundred on a three hundred dollar investment. I put three hundred dollars. Yeah, typical. I put three hundred dollars in, and then I mean, it only took me like four minutes to make twelve hundred. <laughs> it took me four minutes. What yeah, are we dude. doing, guys? We're we're moving all of these boats, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It's, in, it's uh, in, in the Discord, Ava was the other day was trying to get uh, get some um, Bitcoin for for PayPal because she wanted to invest in something called what was it? Jizz coin. Oh, I think I it's called. Yeah, that's, see, that's a shit coin. That's a jizz coin. We got I think it's called jizz coin. We got a lot of shit. Anything with like Elon Musk or like cum on it, you want to buy that shit. Wait, it's called cum coin? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's called jizz, jizz coin. coin? And, and like the individual coins are called cummies. <laughs> oh, yeah, cummies. She's I actually like, had some she's cummies. Like, she's like, I, I actually have some cummies. I've only got, I've already got like a hundred cummies, but I want 500 more cummies. And if I could just get some more cummies today, it's going to pop off. <laughs> See, that, that, that's where... That's where these people lose money, though, because you don't want to. These are shit coins. They're not fucking worth anything. It's just you just they're strictly made to make money. And you don't want to buy something that's already it's launched already. Right. It's already yeah. like, you know, pumped. You want to buy. Well, that's where these like people get it wrong. You want to look for something that's going to get released soon, which you can find on Reddit or like whatever. And uh, you know, you, twice, like maybe it pops as a refractory period. Then it could pop again. Yeah. Just I mean, it, it, it could be. It could pop multiple times, or it could just keep going way high, and you can get like hundred times your investment. But for me, how I do it, because I don't, I'm pretty impatient. I don't like holding shit, especially stuff that's worth no value. <laughs> so I, I buy something on launch, or I try to get into like a pre-sale, which is you know you could buy it before it launches if you're willing to trust the developer to not steal your money, mm-hmm. and uh, then mm-hmm. it launches, and then you buy it, and then it pumps for like twenty minutes, and then you sell before everyone starts selling and you could, I mean, it's an easy five, 10 X your money in like huh. two minutes. And there's like six of these a day, six of these a day. And you just track it on Twitter and Reddit and 
Well, yeah, yeah, I'm on. I'm in. I'm in. I'm on Reddit. It's called Crypto Moonshots, and I just try to look for a, a coin that's just about to launch that has a good community. So they have their Telegram groups, and you want to join the Telegram, and you see, okay, they have a thousand people ready to pump this shit. So you know, you just get in on the pump, but you know, don't hold it because you don't want to get dumped on. That shit's annoying. I've been dumped on what, a lot. What app do you use to do your trades in crypto? Because I hear from people so many different recommendations well i uh i use bnb i buy bnb from binance and then i go on poocoin.app <laughs> which is a it's it's a it's a website that has charts and then i trade using poocoin and uh poocoin.app yeah <laughs> oh, yeah i'm sold <laughs> where do i, I mean, explain bro, my next income source to Jack? you have no idea how there are so many people Jackie, this, you know you won't believe how many cummies I bought today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of cummies. cummies, Jackie. It's just about making money off memes. There are so many people in this scene that make so much money. You have no idea. I'm talking like a hundred thousand a day. Wait, so you're so the explain to me the process again. You're getting BNB. What is what is that? So there's this crypto called BNB, which is oh. buy. You know, have you heard of Binance? Yeah. Buy it's it's Binance's coin, like their okay. crypto, and you can use the BNB to buy the shit coins because all the shit coins most of the shit coins run on the binance blockchain smart chain right okay. so uh you know that's just like where the community is and i mean there's no regulations behind this shit whatsoever i have no idea if it's nice. fucking legal i don't give a fuck i mean <laughs> i'm sure you know, you're paying taxes on these products. yeah i mean yes. obviously when you when you cash it in to us dollar then you pay taxes on it so huh so PooCoin dot this isn't inspiring confidence, but I guess it's it's a really no, exactly. good site. You want to buy something that's a meme. You want to buy the stupidest thing you can find because those are the things that make you the most money. We should make you our own shitty crypto for the show. I mean, you could, bro. You make like a million dollars. I'm not lying, bro. You can like, dude. These people who make these coins, they are multimillionaires in like two weeks. Hmm. NFT for PKA. First, did someone find out what NFT stands for? Non-fungible token. Uh, Done. Dude, I have like 20 grand in NFT real estate. I don't understand what the NFT thing means. It's uh I mean you it's like you bu you're buying something that only you can have. But it's a it's a you know it's a digital instead. Non-fungible means you can't turn it into money, right? Uh just I don't really know. I think it means you can't uh copy it. Like there's no copies of it. He wrote, can edit it. Maybe he, oh, I yeah, it means you can't, it means you can't edit it, right? Am I wrong? Maybe he's. Yeah, you, it certifies that a digital asset to be unique and therefore not interchangeable. So I, I'm really big into the NFT stuff too, because I think that's going to have, that's going to be a good future behind it. I did this stream where I showed off some like augmented reality NFTs that I have. So I have this real estate that I, you know, that, so there's this digital layer on this platform mm -hmm. and it has, it's a digital layer over the entire planet. And, um, you can buy sections of the planet. It's like, you, you know, you're buying real estate, but it's digital and you know, mm -hmm. it's an NFT and you can place augmented reality NFTs on top of that. And the, the vision behind it is you can sell your real estate in a hot spot with a lot of foot traffic when it gets big enough because you make money when people engage with your property or engage I, with your content in augmented reality. You're buying real estate in a virtual world, hoping that you've bought real estate in Manhattan. And once it becomes obvious that you've got a hot location, you sell it. 
Well, I mean, it's not really that simple, but yeah, <laughs> to keep it simple, sure, it's like that. But there's going to be a lot of like, you don't want to really sell the real estate. You can make more money off renting the real estate using a smart contract or putting content on your real estate that will give you a passive income, you know, such as I had this one idea people can come and like interact with like a tree, they water a tree and they get paid $5 every time they water the tree. And then I make money from advertisements and from views on that real estate. So it's kind of like YouTube video views, but it's in this platform and it's very oh, small bizarre. right now. It's called OVR. You should look into it. It's a very, OVR. it's very, very small, just came out in January and I have, I'm hugely invested into it. They have an app on the phone you can download and you can take a look and it's just amazing. You're, you're placing shared augmented reality experiences that other people can view. I can put a fucking dick on the street and other people can open that app on their phone, go to that specific street and see my dick. So do I go to buy OVR or buy OVR land? Well, you can buy the OVR token and that's, the, that's their crypto. So if you just want to make money, just hold the token. If you want to make big money, but a way riskier investment, you buy the land. The land, um, somebody sold the Eiffel Tower on OVR for 106000 He got it for $10. Oof. God damn it. I wish I were smart enough to do all this stuff. Oh, it's very easy. You don't have to be smart. It's just, you know, I mean, do you, where do you see technology in five years? I think I'm everyone doing shit like this, man. Augmented reality is the next step in the internet. And, you know, people have headsets, glasses, whatever. Just take advantage. This is early, bro. This is a future $5 billion industry. And right now it's only worth $10 million. So I can buy. Oh, there's just a bullshit patch of nowhere. I don't want that. <laughs> oh, no, get that <laughs> Outside of, what is it? Juanita Avenue, Taylorville, and King Cole Highway. Nobody's... Oh, it's a sign. It's a sign. I'm right by the Big South Wildlife Management Area. Oh, don't do that. You should buy a rich person's house. You know, I'm gonna get a lot of online until it's like ransom. A lot of ad. Well, I, I do Virginia. own. I do own a lot of headquarters for tech companies because I, I I bought what I thought who's gonna use this shit right? Like mm -hmm. normal people at their house, they don't need to open it up at their house. You know, you want to buy tourist locations, you want to buy tech headquarters, you want to. This buy guy bought a square right on the Bristol Motor Speedway track. <laughs> and so he'll be able to put ads on that section of the speedway. Well, that's actually a pretty dumb spot to put it because you have to actually physically walk into that 300 square meter square that he owns to see the content. What oh. you want to buy is actually the where the people sit. That's what you want to buy. Then that must be, it, it looks like a pretty big area because the road itself is very thin and I don't, I don't know how. It's like, it's 300 square meters. Okay. I don't know this what so really interesting. goes to, but it's really yeah. cool. It's uh, this, so this is the shit I've been like streaming and like into, and it's super, super fucking interesting. And you're gonna pick up viewers from this explanation because you sure. have me interested. I want to see your stream now. Yeah, I, I want to learn more about this. This is really cool. Well, I can. Uh, I mean, I wish I could put files in here. I could show you a video. But you can click share. No, you don't have a share button. Well, actually, what I could do is I could. I have something in streamable. So check this. Right there. There we go. It's just like an example that I made, and I, I coded the uh, these avatars. I'm watching it, and that.
So this is just like an example that I made. I just put a couple avatars, a CX, YouTube logo on the road there. And, uh, you know, one of my sponsors as well, Gamersups, I put it there. And, uh, you know, if you were to go to that specific street that I put it there, you could see it too. So it has huge advertising potential. And it would show up for who? Everyone or people right. who just have this app? Well, yeah, for if you go on the app on your phone, it would show up for you. So you have to have the app open. Okay, that's really cool. See it. Now you're kind of just looking at this woman, this avatar's pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny. But it's it's bro. I'm gonna I really I'm gonna cool. make I'm gonna make a fucking store. This uh, a fucking like a whole store like in a field, mm -hmm. and then people can buy my merch or like certain specific like collectible NFTs that I make only at that specific location. So then I get a passive income for people visiting my virtual store in real life. And then, uh, you know, it's just, it's just like a really cool concept that I think could blow up. Yeah, it is. I'm going to do more research on this. This is really cool. I also, I'm, I need to make a, a poop coin account apparently. Yeah. You have to make a, make a MetaMask wallet. You should get into it, bro. You can make, it's just a MetaMask wallet. What? Yeah. It's a digital wallet. It's, it's called MetaMask. It's a Chrome extension and you, it's amazing. I mean, you could, I love the shit coins, bro. You make, you could, I mean, it's just fun. You make money, you lose money, whatever, but you know, I try to make money, but you guys should look into making your own crypto. They make a fucking killing. That's a cool but idea. But of course you have to, you have to keep, you have to make sure your crypto is done well. So you're, viewers aren't going to get like you know uh scammed essentially we don't want that yeah you don't want to <laughs> well I, I don't even how do you use i don't even know how you make one good with better blockchain you don't well no you use the blockchain but you, your tokenomics know. you need to have your token so the way the coins are distributed is called tokenomics and you're going to want to make sure your tokenomics are pleasurable to the people buying because there's two types of people two types of developers people who make the tokenomics so the developer makes money and everyone else gets fucked or people who make the tokenomics. So everyone who buys the coin can make money and the developer doesn't have any advantage over other people. Hmm. And that one, that approach seems like you're going to get more people involved. So you'll, you yeah. might end up making more money as the developer there anyway. You would. So there's this thing called rug pulling and these developers, they could like stay basically, they steal the money. People buy the coin and then they just fucking steal the money. And then, uh, you know, that's it. They close the project and they just run off of the money. But that's stupid because, okay, you could rug pull and you could make like 100000 in like one day. Or you could invest into your coin and hope people buy it and it grows and then you could be a multimillionaire. I'll take that chance instead of rug pulling people. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, that makes sense. Trying to build yourself for the future. Get a retirement account. Are you guys... Have you guys like heard of crypto or like any like interested in that kind of stuff? Yeah, we I'm talked interested about in it, it, but just, none of us have much expertise. Yeah, I've like fucked around in it a little bit, but nothing, nothing major. Like I, I don't know, and I need to spend more time. This is one of those fucking things that's like passing us by right now. That we're, <laughs> you know, we're gonna look back and be like, God, fuck it, damn it. No, bro, I'm telling you, this is some new technology, and this shit is the Bitcoin. Bitcoin in 2009. This is exactly where this is at right now. This NFT shit. Like in 10 years, I think NFTs are going to be a way like more normalized, bro. Like instead of when you buy a house, you get like a, a deed to the house, right? Mm -hmm. It's physical and you have to go through like a bunch of bullshit to get it, sign papers, whatever. But if that, if it was an NFT, the house deed, it, there's no middleman. It's just you and the buyer or you and the seller and that's it. And it's you have this like certificate online 
that you the only you can have access to because it has a hash code and uh it's just the future of owning stuff in my opinion yeah it's really fucking cool damn I can't get over how like this whole like multi multi billion dollar thing of crypto and now nfts is like it's it started by the kind of people who would make an app called PooCoin now. <laughs> so like now it's I don't know. It's like it's not a boomer thing. It's not a Meritrade. Like it's PooCoin. Get a PooCoin account recharge. No, bro, <laughs> bro pe people are, who are into crypto like they want to make it stupid on purpose because they yeah. you know it's like you're sticking it to the man. You know you're making it stupid as fuck and you're making you're making a ton of money and then you got these fucking bankers that do you know Wall Street and they're just their fucking minds are just they have, they can't comprehend it you know and you're just we're, you're just sticking it to them yeah seems like it's totally changed like financial advice like like if someone who's like let's say let's say a boomer who's 68 years old is giving you financial advice like they're, they're speaking from somewhere where like this isn't even like they they don't even know i mean like, this is more changed it it's added to it like, like this, this know, is these are obviously risky investments, you know, like a fucking boomer will tell you to, you know, invest in the S and P or some shit, you know, for a 401k. But this is like just the new age of the financial system. Like this, not the poo coin thing. That's just like, yeah, meme. Yeah. That, that's just memes. And like, make quick money. Over. <laughs> the, the, the poo coin is like gambling. You just maybe you're like, it's like pump and dumps. Maybe you make money, maybe you don't, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like crypto, like normal cryptos, like the NFT stuff I showed you or the like Bitcoin, mm -hmm. Ethereum, this is like the future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bitcoin is outrageous. And now it's pretty much accepted in a ton of places now, right? Like they're starting to make the transition where you can use it as a currency instead of just like what people have, people have criticized it as just like a speculation device for a long time, right? It, it's still speculative because you got someone like Elon Musk. He can make a fucking tweet and Bitcoin drops like 20%. That's fucking bullshit. I don't get how so, that's allowed. Or I it, guess because it's a crypto and it's not even regulated. So it is allowed, right? Yeah, it's not a, it's not class. Crypto is not classified as a security. So the SEC doesn't regulate it. Could he do that with like a regular stock? Because people on CNBC do that with regular stocks where they're like, you know, fucking this blah, 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 you know, AMC tanking, going to go down. Don't lose money on this, folks. Don't be a fool. Like, so like, I mean, I, I I'm not really sure. I would assume that the people on the news have some kind of like, I don't know, like they have what's the fucking word where you're like a professional in something. So they're um, like actually financial advisors. So I think they're allowed to say that. But yeah. Someone like me, I can't tell people to go buy something because. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't have the degree for it. I don't have the certifications, qualifications. So yeah, I, that's something. I'm, Woody, could you clarify that? Like, I don't understand the rule of like when you're allowed to talk about stocks or when you're not, because it doesn't seem like Elon Musk has to play by it, at least with crypto. <laughs> I mean, Elon Musk isn't sweet about stocks, just crypto, because yeah. you know it's not regulated. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I can say whatever I want. I just can't tell my viewers to go pump a something myself. Yeah. obviously i mean i can be in on the pumps i just can't i'm not gonna be like go pump this guys because then i'll get into some fucking you know hot water i don't know exactly. how that works exactly i know you're typically supposed to disclose if you own something like if i'm on cnbc and i'm saying you know what i think ge is the coolest thing it's about to explode i need to disclose if i have a position uh -huh. if i you know, benefit from this advice um there's also people who have inside information right and that's business makers yeah. business leaders or in mm -hmm. my case i had inside information in some of my companies because i had I was in IT mm -hmm. and obviously as an IT person, you have access to the systems like broad access and you could yeah. perhaps look shit up that 
a normal person would be secured out of. So I had trading windows around around me. But uh, but yeah, this kind of thing, like what ICE is allowed to say and isn't, I don't have any background in it. Yeah, I mean, it's just... If it's about crypto, seems like you can do whatever right now. It's crazy, bro. There's going to be two types of people in 50 years. There's going to be people who went broke on crypto who don't have a 401k and are fucked. And then you have the people who got rich off it. That's it. There's not going to be like a retire at 60, 401k. I don't think that like people, like kids nowadays, they just want to get them quick money, bro. They're not fucking with 401ks and shit, you know? Which I don't think that's great advice. I think if you want to like retire, yeah. you should maybe make a 401k. But I think also on the side as like a side hustle, maybe try to get into some crypto. Maybe you make you, you only need to hit it big once and you make like a hundred thousand. Yeah, well with like two hundred dollars. And you just betting when you're ahead is a big part of it too, I would imagine, right? I'm outside my area of expertise, but oh yeah. You don't you want know, to get greedy. You want to it, I, I I typically will sell something if I get like a double my money type of deal. I don't really hold stuff to a hundred times my money because that's extremely risky and not likely. But you were saying you make like, I think six and 12 times all the time, right? Maybe not. Maybe no, double. I mean, I've, I've made, you know, 10 times my money, but that's not typical. I usually make like two or three X on these fucking poo coins. So, but okay. I do have Ethereum and I do have fucking 20 K in OVR. So that I'm holding for the long run to make the hundred X. Cause these are actually, legitimate things these aren't memes you know what i mean mm-hmm. what is the fuck? Yeah, it, what it's, is the, it's the the oh that's the real estate one the, the real estate real thing estate yeah oh, okay yeah ah it's fascinating to me it's i think um people might guess that i have a negative opinion of like how people make their money no bro if it's working for you if it makes money it makes sense exactly yeah. i mean Fuck it. I I think everyone should try to just give it a shot at least once. People, you know, people have made a ton of money on Dogecoin, and that's fucking bullshit. It's like a meme yeah. coin. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's if it makes dollars, it makes sense. That's the expression mm-hmm. people use. I just want to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, do you think you're going to be criticized idiot. for getting that wrong? <laughs> I wouldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really cool. There's this uh, app called Vive, and they sell NFT collectibles. And my friend, uh, Hyphonics, he uh, actually, every Thursday, they drop NFT collectibles. And he buys, you know, a couple when they drop. And then he resells them same day for like, he buys them for like 60 bucks, resells them for two grand later that day. Because once they, you know, once they're sold out, they're sold out. Now they're collectible and scarce. People buy it. Hmm. It's fucking insane. It's fucking. It, it, it's so hard to like make money, you know. Like, like if you're a normal person and you mm-hmm. like want to get a job, how much does a job pay? Twenty bucks an hour is a good job, right? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good job. You have to do that job for like a hundred hours to make two grand, or you can like fuck around with poo coins for ninety seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's true though, bro. You, I, I said this to my friend the other day. I said people who who have no idea, like I like it sucks because they are they are working nine to five and they're working their ass off to make two hundred dollars. Where you that you could invest in a pretty safe, I mean safe, but if you have some you know logical a thinking, safe coin like jack off bits. Or I mean, something. if you have enough experience, you can figure out what's like a safer investment versus like other things. Like I can consistently make 
two X my money on these fucking poo coins. If, if the, if all the uh, stipulations are met for that coin on launch, it's, it's almost certain you make money. So I, so it's, it's crazy that people like don't know about it, you know? Yeah. It's fucking insane. But I will, I will say that you can lose money too. Like you lose, if you lose on the poo coin shit, you lose everything. So don't put more than like a hundred bucks in. Ever. <laughs> you lose everything. I, I don't ever put this more than five. Yeah, I don't ever put more than five hundred dollars in one of these fucking things because if it goes down, you lose everything. It's not like a stock where it's going to rebound. It's done. You know, <laughs> it's just gone forever. <laughs> high risk, high reward. I mean, yeah, basically. Uh, That's right. This is insane. We've been talking about it for a while, and I'm just blown away. And it, it, I don't know. Ice has built a real expertise around this. I've been doing it for a few months now, and it it blew like it blew my mind as well. Right. Well, I mean, you sound like a subject matter expert to me, and and I think that's kind of neat. Like I'm talking to a guy who knows what's up. It's it would seem. You just started a few months ago, getting into it. Yeah, so like back in February or March, I got back like I got into crypto, and then uh, yeah, I mean it's it's done. It's been pretty okay recent, like so far. So other nice. so it's kind of going down right now, but it's fine. Does the stream make much money? Like in addition to the poo coin making money too? You just yeah, I mean, left I, and right. I make money on stream too, uh, obviously, but sometimes the poo coins make me four times the money that my stream would that day. Okay, and with no effort too, like literally. 60 seconds of, is all I need. <laughs> 60 seconds. That's all I need. <laughs> 60 seconds is all I've ever needed. It's it's fucking crazy, <laughs> but it is it is extremely risky, though. I have lost thousands of dollars on this shit. When I first started, I didn't really know how to invest in this shit, so I was holding it like I would a fucking stock because that's just what people mm-hmm. do. And then I realized, oh, you don't want to hold this shit. You want to fucking sell it when it's up like three times your money because then if you don't, you're going to... I went... I invested a uh, thousand bucks into this one fucking coin called Cybertruck, and uh, I, <laughs> within twenty minutes it was. Uh, this was one of the first things I bought. Within twenty minutes it was up to twenty five hundred, so that's a fifteen hundred dollar gain. And I'm like, oh cool, I'm just gonna let it ride. I'm gonna go to bed. And I went to bed. I woke up the next morning. It was worth ninety dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost everything. And I thought I just was like, it's gonna just keep going up. <laughs> it's worth ninety dollars. What a volatile. Bullshit <laughs> ride that was. <laughs> twenty minutes later, twenty five hundred. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait to wake up in the morning. <laughs> I wonder how rich I'll be. <laughs> you wake up excited. Oh boy, I can't wait to check my Pucoin account. <laughs> yeah, I bet Cybertruck went to the moon. Oh, ninety bucks. Although you, it could be the other way around. My one of my moderators put a hundred dollars into this coin called Yummy before Jake Paul started shouting it out. And he got a hundred dollars in a week. It turns into ten grand. Jesus Christ! So that's a amazing. Like you know, and if you he would have put a thousand in there, we would have made a hundred grand in a week. So we're at the point in time here that like anyone on the internet who's an influencer can just straight up recommend buying crypto that they have huge holdings in. That's what people do. Like you know, yeah, I mean, so Jake Jake Paul, you know, probably got paid by Yummy to shout it out. Uh, so, I mean, you just have to be careful as a viewer. If your favorite content creator is shouting out a coin, you should do some research and like, okay, 
is it already pumped? Is it too late? Like you don't want to just buy random shit. You know what I mean? It's very mm-hmm. extremely volatile. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> like, it's insane. Seems like it. That's why I just buy this stuff on launch because it's then I know what to expect. It's always almost gonna. It's almost always gonna pump at launch. And, and the Reddit for what's the Reddit forum that follows? It's all called this? Uh, Crypto Moonshots. It's this Reddit, and they only invest in these pump and dump bullshit coins. And so you just find a post that's brand new, you get in on it, and then you sell before it dumps. I'm going to rewatch this part of the show and make trillions. <laughs> I'm sure everything I need to know has been said. You'd be surprised, bro. I talked to this one guy, and I don't know if he was lying or not, but I'll just take his word for it. He said he <laughs> he started with $1,000, and he said he made a million dollars in under a month. I'd love to have it. Yeah, if, if he had, if he was in Doge when it was worth point oh 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 one cents, like that's pretty possible. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, bro. There's going to be a huge, like I think, gap, like wealth gap in the future of like rich people from crypto, and then the people who didn't succeed in crypto, and now they don't have a retirement. <laughs> Which one will you be? Uh, well, Hopefully. unless I get moving, <laughs> I know which one I'm gonna be. I need to get some crypto holdings, or I guess not holdings, just mm-hmm. briefly gra- grabbings. <laughs> you gra- <laughs> I, it's not a holding, it's a groping. You just it gotta, is- you grab it for a moment. What is it called in volleyball when you just hit it for a second? Oh, yeah, you like uh, you set, <laughs> you that set it so that that the other person can spike it. I don't know, you, you're testing me there. I, that was the only volleyball word I know. <laughs> set, spike. Uh, short shorts. I don't know. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, well, it sounds like you're doing pretty well, Ice. It sounds like you're happier than than before. You've got a little less stress in your life. You're making money. You're things are going. Are you still dating the same girl, the one the fans fussed at? Mm. Which one? I don't know how to describe her without saying fan stuff, which is mean. Right. Uh, the fans well, didn't like her. Uh, no, I mean the current girlfriend I have. I've dated for three years, and oh, they, it must be. It must, it's, it's. I think I'm, it's not the one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you moved on from you guys didn't fit at, in the long run. Yeah, I mean the. I mean just. You had a secret relationship with her. Our it, our relationship was just it was tainted from all the drama and you know stuff. It's, you know, getting hate and stuff. It was just unfortunate. Dude, that can happen. That I um I once got Casey Neistat to answer my question, and uh, he said the internet was like having a really like nosy kind of interfering aunt, you know, who always has an opinion on what you're doing and and just like inserting themselves in your relationship, and the internet can do that. Yeah, just I so yeah, I I just try to be like uh, more. Uh, you just gotta be careful, yeah with uh, with that stuff like now you know i mean i don't care like if any of my if any viewer of mine wants to like talk shit about my girlfriend i just ban them like you know i don't give a fuck yeah like that that's the right way to be but whereas before i did it that was the mistake there if you hear it ten thousand times then maybe it starts to creep into your head like you know how that works yeah uh you know it's a they, they, if they try hard enough, sometimes they can find a way. It happens. Uh, people who true. have never had like the level of attention you do think 
they'd respond differently. Like, oh, I'd be immune to it. Oh man, you know, if I had a five thousand dollars stream, there's nothing that would impact me. I'd be so armored uh, and bulletproof. There, there's wet, like, bro. I mean, money's good. Don't get me wrong, but there, when you're going through a lot of stress with from other things, the money, it's not even relevant. At, at a certain point, you're just like, is it worth it? You think it's worth it, but like from an outsider's point, but when you're in the moment, it, it's it start it stops being worth it when you're getting extremely stressed. I hear you. Yeah, I get there. I've been there. So, <sighs> yeah, you managed to reset your audience. It sounds like that's amazing. I think like the negativity I, I have in my audience, I just kind of took responsibility for. Like, you know what? You make a show like PKA, you're going to get people who like fucking with you, you know, because mm -hmm. how many years of prank calls did we do? How many times have we like, you know, laughed at someone who's in an unfortunate spot? Well, sometimes that gun gets pointed on you. You've cultivated an audience of people who like that kind of shit. What, yeah. you think they're going to never do it to you? That's what's up. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, so now I try to not cultivate that kind of stuff. Mm. So and it's it's been very very uh well received so that's good still wish i get on ban on twitch but maybe one day who yeah. knows yeah because you, youtube streaming fucking sucks why uh i mean there's a lot of reasons the algorithm mm -hmm. fucking blows if you mm -hmm. stream your fucking channel does worse than when you just post videos uh the chat has no emotes to it it's fucking bland plain there's no fucking gifted subs you know there's no other streamers that i can fucking host there's no community. It's just you're on a you're by yourself on like a fucking island, as Doctor Disrespect said. Whereas <laughs> on Twitch, you know, on, on Twitch you're within this community and people host each other, and you know, it's your viewers have other places to go when you're not online, and it's different. Those are good reasons. Yeah, no one's ever explained it like that before. <sighs> Do you think you have any advantage of being on YouTube? Like, yeah, I mean, competition. I, yeah, the island. No, clickbait. That is the only advantage that I have seen. If I clickbait something, like yesterday, I did a reaction to the Logan Paul fight. And mm -hmm. I got more I got more viewers than I typically do, you know, because these are just like people from the algorithm that search Logan Paul Mayweather fight. And that's but that's not I mean, it's an mm -hmm. advantage to get more viewers and views. But in the long run, that shit doesn't really matter because those viewers don't stay. They don't subscribe. They're just there for that one stream. And that's it. Hmm. Yeah, I hear you. You know, hopefully some percentage of them get hooked, but you know, like you said, most of them are not there for your typical content. That's the that's probably even on YouTube. If you make like one kind of video and then you throw in, you know, some other interest of yours, they're like, no, bro. I like you for giant rubber balls. That's I'm here for the giant rubber ball walking down the street <laughs> content. All of a sudden you're out there doing something else for pretending to be a doctor in, in Africa. And that's not the kind of content I like. Yeah. It's, and it sucks because, you know, on Twitch, the viewers watch pretty much whatever the fuck you do. But viewers on YouTube, you have that about the streamer. I don't know. Actually, some viewers are about the game. You know, if, uh, I don't want to name names, but right. If this guy's famous for a particular game and then he bounces to something else, his viewers drop by 75%. I mean that. Yeah, that's true. If you're a gaming streamer, then of course. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that hot tub category is going to take off. No, Which I mean, it? it's already got, I think it's at its peak right now because like, oh, yeah? I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of 
people, girls that will take advantage of that for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If girls want to go in a fucking hot tub, that's all on them. It's it's mainly like Twitch is the one who people should be mad at if because Twitch, if they you know, they should ban that content if the people fucking don't like it. I don't I, even blame the girls. I would do the same shit. I can see how Twitch got in this situation. It's like, all right, we don't want bathing suits. And then someone streams themselves like at the beach or at a pool. Well, that's appropriate content. What what are we against swimwear in swimwear situations? Or you like like I don't want you wearing a um a sports bra on your stream. But if you're at the gym doing a gym stream, then it becomes okay. Then it's a different thing. You're not allowed to stream your feet, but you can stream your feet if you're in the midst of no women. You would do that's barefoot, the rule. Right, right. So so the Twitch is like, all right. None of the okay. Well, you can do it in this appropriate thing. All right, all right, fine. There's their own category. We're gonna take all the hot tub and swimming pool shit, stick it in this category to the side. If that's what you want, it's there. If that's not what you want, you know, you won't bump into it and just chatting. We're gonna take you guys and isolate you. And then, you know, people like me are like, ooh, Twitch is making a porn category. Let's check this out. I mean, that's. <laughs> and, a- not a bad uh, fix to it, honestly, because yeah, then you know, only the people who want to see that stuff will be will go there. So, that I'm sure that's where their head was. Twitch and, and, does it, an adult category. It is it is fucking hilarious though. I go to the hot tub section, bro. You scroll down, you got like these chicks with like ten viewers in a fucking blow up fucking like hot tub, but that doesn't even have any water in it. They're just like sitting there. It's fucking hilarious. I, I saw a girl make a um. A ball pit out of an inflatable kiddie pool with like a bunch of cheap balls in it, and she just lay in there. And it's like, yeah, that's not a swim. That's not a hot tub. That's not a hot right. tub. You dumb bitch. <laughs> you dumb bitch. It's not a hot tub. No, they should make a porn category because I think that it would, it would, it would cut out all the girls who aren't willing to get naked. All of a sudden, their traffic would be diminished because fuck them. And then there'd be. Then it would just really make all the chicks who are willing to be naked go over there and get naked, and and who doesn't want that? That's what we need. I like that a lot. An adult category for a, you know eighteen and older. For I'm gonna uh, be people. honest. If Twitch made an adult category, it would be the number one thing on their site. So I can see why they don't want that. Like Chatterbait's fucking huge. Yeah, make is it, it? I guess it is. Those OnlyFans. Yeah, make it make it like OnlyFans. It'd be like it, yeah, it'd be perfect. Uh, they're, they're all they're painting their titties anyway. Like, 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 I'll never understand the body painting. I'll never, un- you can't, you cannot tell me that this is about your love of anime. <laughs> this, this is, that is not what this is about. You do not love Cortana and Master and, and Halo so much that you thought it would be funsies to paint your titties purple. That is not why you are here. You're here because teenage boys want to see you paint your titties purple and pay you money to do it. Not I mean, just yeah. teenage boys. Not just teenage boys. I got a boy broke. I'm going broke. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to see it. Right? Is anyone painting their titties right now? I, I can guarantee somebody's painting their titties right now. Just chatting, it would be, I guess. I don't know. It's probably a titty painting category at this point, man. It's. <laughs> I hey guys, could... I got a, I got a reservation. I, I'm like a little yeah, bit you're late good. now, actually. So I got to head out. Yeah, you um, stayed longer than I thought you would. Yeah, we talked about it beforehand. That's cool, man. It's, Where can everybody uh, go to check out your shit? Plug your, uh, plug your uh, stream. Uh, youtube.com slash ice Poseidon. check it out and uh yeah that's basically it um thanks for having me on guys it's been a pleasure it's yeah, nice talking to you guys again always yeah man appreciate you uh all right i guess i just exit the browser yeah. <laughs> all right cool later guys later thank you
All Look right. how slick that is. Just dude. It was pretty slick at by the end, but yeah, this is nicer. We can go from three to five to seven to two. Super I think fat. we can do like ten. I think we do ten if we want. Yeah. We could do. We were talking about doing a thing where uh, you know you've got the Patreon level where they get to ask us questions, right? So we could do a thing where uh, Hot Load Zach over there could pre-screen people and, <laughs> and like have them in a in a side room and be like, "All right, you got your question ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah." And then he, and then he slides them in. And like, "All right, I'm God. in. I'm in." They get and they ask us a question, you know, whatever their like Patreon question is, and then we answer it to their face. You know, I feel like that adds a little value to that uh, that, that tier level. Just Hot Load Zach is our incredibly fertile producer. He's our young Jamie, you might say. Yes. And, uh, um, Hot Load yeah. Zach is over there running the show right now with at least one child in his arms. <laughs> yeah. He has three total, right? They're his kids. Uh, allegedly. His... Yeah, they're, they're all his. <laughs> Just want to oh. make sure. Nobody... We were talking about clickbait <laughs> he earlier. He didn't steal them or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw um, a Sailing La Vagabond channel and or video and the title was this is the end or something close to that and i was like the end of what i'm thinking their relationship their time on the seas getting those nipples uh, fixed they're getting a new boat they're getting a new boat misleading this is uh, misleading this is the they didn't say we're getting a new boat would have been pretty interesting to me i would have clicked on that video too yeah. But this is the end. Oh, and I, I want to say she looked pretty. She didn't look happy in the thumbnail. It was like a close-up of Elena. like ooh, Puppy oh, yeah. eyed. And uh, yeah, anyway, but they're getting a new boat. Uh, they have this um, boat triangle. It's like performance, economy, and comfort. And, you know, you can imagine a triangle and you just place yourself somewhere near that. Are you right next to performance where you give up economy and comfort? You're somewhere right in the middle. You know, where are your priorities? And they're going more towards performance. Foolish. And they did a hand motion that was like, like we're going from a catamaran to more of a performance, which implied to me back to a monohull. But I don't know. She, she looks like she's she's pregnant again right now. I think so. Maybe yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. Those nipples are in full disgusting means, mode. Is that the time to go for performance when you're pregnant? I thought that. For someone who makes content and lives on the boat full time with like really no other place to go. And um, they, they talked a lot in the video about how she gets sick. And, and it would happen to me too. Looking mm -hmm. at a screen below deck moving around, that would wreck me. And it wrecks her too. Um, so when they went from the monohull to the catamaran, it was a giant um, standard of living improvement for her. But uh, now they're getting a more performance-oriented boat. We'll see what's up. The Rapido. Oh. I like that name. Looks expensive. Wait, wait. Do you know what they're getting? Oh, I just clicked on the video, and it said uh, the Rapido 60, reliable, fast, powerful, stable, safe. A lot of descriptors in this. Uh, they must, yeah. Rap, hey, yeah. I'm sure. Get? I just went to their uh, page and it says, can't believe we pulled this off. Our new boat revealed. And uh, oh, so they've got some photos. It's a there. trimaran. That, it doesn't look like it has a bunch of space to like walk around. Like to kind of pace. <coughs> Is this their smaller website, than their old boat? A Rapido 60, you say? Their website cannot keep up with all the traffic they're driving to it. That's oh, crazy. Sure. 
the a lot of wealthy viewers getting their own Rapido 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Rapido 60 Trimaran. Price. What'd you say, Kyle? I said you got attacked. Oh, by a mic. I watched the uh, the new uh, Conjuring movie on HBO Max. Thoughts? I, I really dig the uh, the whole, like, I was going to go watch it in theaters, and then I was like, wait, it's on HBO Max? Well, you, you can't. Oh, the spoilers tag is out. I, oh, like, I like it. it. I like it, yeah. Um, oh, that's great. Thank you, yeah. Hot Load Zach. There's a tech improvement we've never had before. Look at that. So, so what is, I mean, it's a horror movie, so I'm not that concerned with spoilers. Like, you you're not going to tell me all the scary parts, you know, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I'll experience yeah. that. But yeah, I really, the conjuring sinister insidious, like those are th the three horror movie, like series in the last 10 years or so that have been genuinely scary. Very good. I like conjuring's those. great. Um, but you know, the, it's one of those things where they've made a whole, like, I don't know how many conjuring movies there are at this point. Cause they did the whole Annabelle thing and the whole, uh, the nun thing. Um, and they're all like connected to that universe. They made a they made a universe out of the Conjuring. Um, I like the first one a lot. The second one is not great. It's just okay. I don't like any of the Annabelle shit. I, the Nun movie is fucking garbage. But uh, but this was actually okay. Um, this is based on a uh, a true story. And the true part. I, I know you're rolling your eyes now, but the true part is that a guy stabbed someone to death and was put on trial for it. And his defense was demonic possession. Mm -hmm. And it worked, and uh, and so this is sort of the, uh, the 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 backstory of that and how um, that real life couple was connected to it, loosely speaking. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Did it was scary. No, there wasn't anything scary in it at all. No, uh, I, but but I was okay with that. It was more of a. Uh, I just kind of liked. I don't know. I guess I just like those characters now. I like I like the Lorraine, whatever her name is, and the and her husband. I like watching them run around, do their like sleuth thing, and try to figure out what's going on. Oh, is it a demon? Is it a witch? Is it both? And uh, and so that was pretty fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but uh, it was free on HBO Max, so I'd recommend it. I guess I'll give it a go. I haven't watched a horror movie in forever. And that's rare for me. Like I watch horror constantly. That's my go-to genre. And ever since this, that uh, a couple of the patrons recommended this Stormlight Archive series, all of my time has been like all my free time at night has been reading this book. Yeah, you go into it tonight, right? Like after yeah. this, you're going back to the well. That's what I'm doing. Gonna get blasted on Delta Eight and read fantasy. <laughs> I still I haven't got like... an email back. He still hasn't emailed me back. Like, oh, do I send him another one? Like, in case he missed the first one? No, you can send him a follow up. Actually, you know what? What do you have to lose? Are you saying that... no meanly? I don't. I don't want to go into too much detail, but you had that email situation a while back for like you didn't get a response, <laughs> yeah. so you were just like, ah. I'm glad that you're okay with what I sent before. And it worked I'm out. I'm going to go ahead and move forward with this now. You just you just took their non-response as a, as an affirmative. Yeah. So, but, but that. Ah, I'm glad you have no no problem with me doing Delta Eight, getting blasted as we speak. Thank you for your permission. This is all because of you. Thank you. And, like, like include a picture of me, like with two vapes. Like, 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 like I'm playing like one of those double harps from Three Hundred. <laughs> like a pipe that's hilarious well yeah just just send a follow-up and you know what? i bet i bet if you send one like that you'll get a response no 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 <laughs> see is that how i have to talk to you to get a response <laughs> what do i have to lose i'm sending a follow-up tomorrow yeah you may as well you may as well hey, oh, heard back. huh 
This is last week. Tuesday. Last Tuesday. It's been six Uh, days. Okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. I was thinking that sometimes I forget the rest of the world just experienced a weekend. And, you know, I've been waiting for three days, but for them, it's just been like. I think I'm going to say something like, hey, uh, never heard back from you. I did speak to my lawyer a little bit. He says it's a gray area. Really would love to hear something from you. You're the only opinion that seems to matter in all this. Yeah. It's federally yeah. legal, so it seems like it would be okay. That's but the then, thing, right? Then again, alcohol is federally legal. But I, it's feel like, I feel like rules, he's afraid. Right? I feel like he doesn't want to give me permission because he knows I can, but it complicates his job. Like I feel like that maybe that's where we are, but I don't know. I just want to. I just get high. I'm not gonna do anything nefarious. I'm gonna fucking do some Delta Eight and watch a watch fucking Trailer Park Boys and like. Eat a taco yeah. or something. You could pl- you could play your Magic the Gathering arena. Oh, that would be so fun! I dress as a wizard. Dress as a wizard, just popping yeah. edibles. Yeah, that'd be funny. That would be good. Hopefully, he says yes. That would be nice. Uh, Woody, I'm in. I'm on book. I'm in the middle of book okay. three. Uh, for, oh, for. Storm. Now, is it the Taylor unique way of counting books? Or I'm just the doing the, the regular way now. To, to just <laughs> okay. I'm in the middle of the third. Taylor book. doubled the number of books for some reason. <laughs> it's because of the physical books that come in multiple. But uh, for this, <laughs> oh, oh, well, then I guess I'm in the, the last quarter then because I'm in the second half. physical. So, yeah, I'm in like the last third of the third book. I've been tearing through it. I love this book. Series. I really need to know the last quarter of the last book. Let me go get the pages. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this series. I haven't been this sucked into a fantasy series in a long time. I'm really, really enjoying it. I talked to it uh, about it to a buddy of mine, maybe two weeks ago when we were hanging out, just telling and he like, he likes this kind of stuff too. And just like three days ago, he texted me and is like, I'm all about Kaladin, man. He's my favorite. And he's, now he's all into it. And I'm peer pressuring another friend of mine who's into fantasy stuff. Like, dude, you want to talk about this with us? You know, come on, talk about the book with us. Read it, read it, read it. Listen to it, Aiden. So I am, I don't know how far deep I am into the second book, but every time a Parshindi section comes up, I'm like, who are these people again? Oh my God. I had three people I gave a fuck about. Four, if you count the ones teacher or something. And yeah maybe five or six but the parshini come along and i'm like is there a test on this and that's what i'm asking you do i have to figure out what these parshini fucks are talking about and who's who in this power structure i it will help but like something i was fearful of is exactly what you said is i was so into like kaladin and shalon with her jasna story like all that stuff was going on in dalinar and i'm like Turn the page. Oh, a Dalinar chapter. This is gonna be a good one. He's good. Mm-hmm. And then it would like Eshonai or Venli or whatever the names of the Parshendi are would show up and I'd be like, it's one of those chapters that I would like take my finger and I would look to see how many pages I had in store. And at one point it was like 19, 20, no, 21, 22. <laughs> but then, but, and, like, and I thought that that was going to be like a new focus. Thank God there were only a couple sizable chapters from them. And then, and they get way less boring. The, the first chapters with the Parshendi are so goddamn agonizing because it, it just like you said, you're already invested in all these characters and they introduce people who are literally on the bad guy side in a conflict where you've already decided, I, I'm assuming where you are. Uh, but yeah, the Parshendi hopefully aren't going to continue to be a big thing in book two and three or end of two and three. They, they don't get any chapters. And if they do, it's like one of those like interlude, like four pages. Mm-hmm. And that's nice because I just don't care about them. At all. I don't yeah. think I understand them. 
You know, like I, I figured out that they have the different forms and like I get that. I get oh, mm-hmm. for people who don't know the Parshindi can morph from one form to another. And this form is really significant. There might be a soldier form where they have natural armor growing out of their skin and they're good at soldier shit. Mm-hmm. They have a mating form where like their sex organs come and their uh, libido comes into play and stuff like that. They have a dull form where I guess humans don't feel the need to kill them. They just enslave them. They can mm-hmm. barely think or speak in sentences. Okay. So they're basically changed from like dogs to cats to monkeys along the way. Like that's how significant the change is. Mm-hmm. And um, like I'm, I'm hearing all this and I'm like, yeah, when do we get back to Dalinar? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same uh, boat with it. I mean, I don't, I won't spoil anything obviously, but they do get more interesting. There's, there's some more of the form stuff that gets interesting with them. But even then, even at their most interesting, it's like, oh, wow. How many more pages is in this chapter? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't care about these characters. They they suck. Now, the Stormlight Archives, they're not done yet, right? There's a dude Mm -hmm. writing book four as we speak. I think he's on book five now. Yeah. Uh, Because I I bought, I ordered book four and it came in a giant 1200 page tome. And so (laughs) now now he's working on book five. Can you get it? I want to see a 1,200-page book. Yeah. I'll, wait, I'll wait for Kyle to get back. So oh, you know, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah, thank you. I didn't even think of that. I was going to be like, well, that was a mistake, Show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, what's up, Zach? Yes, <laughs> How are yeah. you? You want to jump? Hot load, Zach. Don't, don't shortchange the man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an annoying. Like, after receiving this version of his book, I was like, oh, now I get why he breaks them apart. Because, like... You probably couldn't bring this on an airplane in a carry-on. <laughs> like it's such a giant fucking book. I want to see it. A twelve hundred page book. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I I bought audiobooks more. two and three, which nice. is probably about ninety hours of content, maybe something like that. Um, but I listen to it while I ride the bike, so I got some time. Does it come through okay? I was going to ask you that. Like you're getting through some stormlight on the ride, I'm sure, but like mm-hmm. what? You're not hearing a, a grumble or a rumble, like it's pretty, pretty solid. Uh, it could be better. Yeah. The um, so you've got wind noise and you've got the motorcycle itself making noise. I'm wearing a helmet that protects me from a lot of that and mm-hmm. hearing protection that just it's in my ears, so it stops okay. everything. But you grab I, that giant book, <laughs> I crank it up. Yeah, I don't get every word to answer his question for people who want to know. We're talking about the Stormlight Archives, and Taylor bought book four, which is 1,200 pages. And I was just curious what a freaking 1200 page fantasy book even yeah. looks like. I hope the pages are gilded on the edges and it's leather bound or something. Yeah. We'll see. I've been trying to eat my dinner like during quick breaks during this thing. I haven't eaten today. Yeah, how did you, you how did you get that pizza down? Here's the I just what do you mean? How did you I, eat I, it? I didn't even see you eat it. Oh yeah. I, I would like lean over, take a bite. No, and I didn't even notice it on PKN. Yeah, he oh. ate the whole thing on I never yeah. noticed. This is the, a little book. This is half of book three. It's okay. 700 pages. <laughs> and this is all of book four. Ooh. The size of my like torso. 12, 1200 pages or so. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm taking this with me. I'm going to be going to be reading it. I'm excited. And I still have a good bit to get through here. It's so it's so nice to have a good book. It'd been so long since I was really, really into a series. So like every night, like, like it's not even like, oh, I guess I should read instead of watching TV. It's like, oh boy, I can't wait to read my book. <laughs> like, 
just sitting there with uh right now the background show is Futurama. I've got that on low as it's I going. I can't believe you read with background shows. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that makes no sense. I wonder where the viewers fall on this. Are I'm they not like digesting you? it. It's just there. I just kind of tune it out, but I like having the voices. I would want like complete silence. That'd be my preference. If I could have full <clears throat> full silence would be amazing. It was so ADHD annoying to the max. Yeah, I think I do have ADHD to the max. What was that, Kyle? It was just so annoying to read in prison with like the constant cacophony of just droning voices. That would be annoying. To, for some reason, like reading in like a <clears throat> library with someone occasionally coughing or sniffling would distract me a lot more like in college than having a full on show. That's weird. Because it's it's easier yeah, to tune out me. a TV show than to like avoid people watching. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. if you're reading on the beach or something, like you get into it, but then you're like, what the fuck is that guy thinking? Like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Or like, oh, nice tits or whatever thoughts you're having on the beach. Do you guys read on the beach? Are you beach readers? No, it's too bright for me. Like I, yeah, I, I have brought books to the beach before. And it's just like, oh, good God. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, get, I get The page is like, ref, like a mirror reflecting sunlight back at me. I don't like it. If I never see the beach again, I'll be happy. I don't remember the last time I was there. Oh, the beach itself. We're not saying go in the ocean. I know you don't like the ocean. I, I, the beach I, itself is fun. It's nice. The sand is half the problem. Oh, that's funny because I'm the opposite. I have no use for the beach. I would oh. like it to be shorter. <laughs> if, if, if we could get from the street to the beach more easily, <laughs> that's fine. I have no All the years I've lived by the beach, I it's really not my bag. Uh, the water is. Oh. No, I hate the water. I probably hate the sand equally, though. I, I can't decide which one I hate more. <laughs> I mean, I, it's relaxing. You got your toes in the sand. You're reading your book. You're having a drink. You're maybe eating a snack you brought with you. It's a good time. No. Beach. no. It's it's insanely no. boring. I go to the beach <laughs> with people who have Taylor's preference, and I am like insta-bored by the time we've unfolded the chairs. Yeah. It's like... Uh, all right, got to get up. Got to do something. My fiance is like that. And so many people I've went to the beach are like that, where they're like, I'm pick an activity. Or she'll be like, let's go to, let's go swim with the manatees. And it's like, I'd rather just read a book. She's like, you read a book yesterday for seven hours. And it's like, yeah, I'm on vacation. I want <laughs> seven more hours of just that. Just so the, my travel partner, his name is Chris. He was like, he's noticed a um, a difference in our styles, right? I mean, he described me as performance oriented. Every second of the day is about how to get further down the road. Every turn is maximized. Every minute is maximized. Uh, the time in the restaurant, like when the last bite is finished, kickstands up, bitch. Let's go, right? He is monthly. He's like, I would have liked to have stopped at every scenic overlook. Uh, scenic overlooks are wasted on me, mostly. Now, I expect that my attitude to change mm -hmm. as we go to areas that are new to me. But like the Appalachian Mountains and such, like, bro, I've seen that before, you know, and mm -hmm. all that like forest and stuff. I, that's what I fly over. And I'm, I, I've seen it so many times. But when we get to the Rocky Mountains or even like the plains, the Great Plains, like I, I'm looking forward to that just being different. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, he wants to stop where I crashed. There was a lovely scenic overlook. So I told him, you're welcome. <laughs> and <laughs> we moved on. It could have crashed by an Exxon Mobil, but no, we crashed. Nice, <laughs> yeah, it was you know, beautiful there. So he took a picture of uh, the skid mark. That's that's really the only evidence I have of it, but it happened. Hmm. So <sighs> if I wasn't going beach vacation, 
It's the only kind of vacations I really want to do other than like going out of the country to Europe would, is like God, going to the beach I would or rather going to Denver or not Denver, somewhere in Colorado or Utah to ski. That's about I would it. rather not go on vacation than go to the beach. You have listed <laughs> Kyle's least favorite thing. You're like, man, if I, uh, I want to go to the beach, I'd probably go skiing. Yeah, <laughs> skiing, that's skiing. That or prison? I can't decide. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never read on ski trips because like I'm there. Like you, you gotta, you just gotta do the activity. You gotta get every ounce. Like when I go on a ski trip, even when I've gone with friends who are like, yeah, we'll like do a couple runs and then we'll like have a few beers and like smoke a joint. It's like, bitch, come on, like <laughs> we we gotta capitalize. Like like eight hours straight, just up and down, up and down. We should be exhausted by the end. We should leave. Being like, I don't, I don't want to ski for so long because then we'll mm -hmm. know that we skied enough to, to get our, our fill. You don't want to get on the plane and be like, ah, damn it. Should, should have skied more. I haven't hmm. skied in so long. I'd love to go. Dude. Peer pressure Kyle into it. No, no, no. Don't We're do it. What you do is peer pressure me into coming with you. Yeah, <laughs> you'll go. I will ski. Yeah. I mean, we'll go to Colorado and Kyle will have his own mission and we can have more than one. Yeah. And I'll be the middle of the Venn diagram. I'll be high and skiing. <laughs> <laughs> can I do both at the same time? Oh, can you yeah, absolutely. Both at the same time? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Have, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been, I mean, like what you do is like, because my cousin used to live, you like, go to the top of the mountain when you're high. And then you like hit a, a weed pen or you like smoke a joint up there and then you start going down. And it's, it's just fun. It's just neat. Uh, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> probably, Name probably, one thing that's not better when you're high. Take that challenge, Taylor. No. Oh, uh, trying to do a show like this. <laughs> that would be harder. <laughs> Kyle, said this, Kyle said for many years, like, oh, I was high every time. It's, yeah. It is way easier to just chit-chat and talk and, and you know keep going for me if I'm not. like. No. Some people get extra talkative when they're high, right? Some people do. I, I don't. I'd be having a lot more fun if I was high right now. It's come up with some cool topics, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It'd just be better for me. I mean, you're one, e <laughs> you're one email away, my friend. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Um, no, I, I can't think of anything that's what, like doing your taxes might not be as good when you're high. <laughs> Actually, it'd be more fun, just not, not a good idea. But Kitty and, does and, your taxes. That was not, yeah, Kitty sends my taxes to an account. I, I never see anything. But, but if I did do my taxes, then doing them high would not be a good idea. But it would be fun. It would be more mm. fun than just doing my taxes. <laughs> Did you just order food, Kyle? Uh, hours ago. I ordered food before PKN. Via like a delivery service, like Postmates yeah. type thing? Postmates using What'd code PKA. What'd you get? I got Thai food. So I got these uh, grilled chicken skewers. Did you eat it? Ooh. I've been like eating a skewer every time I walked away. Ah, okay. Okay. Is that the chicken satay? Yeah, it is the chicken satay. Mm. With the it's peanut really sauce? It came with peanut sauce and some sort of weird, like, uh, sweet and sour, like, clear sauce. It's like, I don't know, it's like vinegar with little chili peppers floating around in it. But I've been, I've been using that. I like that better than the peanut butter stuff. Not I'm nearly hungry. enough Thai restaurants. I love Thai food. Love Thai I'm food. hungry with no promise of food till tomorrow. Wow. Vending machine outside? Yeah, actually, there's a... There's trail mix in there. Oh. There's always trail mix in there. <laughs> You're not a they, good person. They take, they take debit cards now too. That's <laughs> you, you, you can go there, swipe that thing, and just keep pressing C four and just boop 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 boop. I could buy this place out of Trail Mix. I you bet. can clear that machine right out. Uh, Get that machine, your bitch. And then you'll I have saddlebags full of it. M and M's in there. <laughs> fucking peanuts. Probably some little pretzel bites. These are maybe not peanut, the 
Maybe snacks for people who want abs. I'm going to lose my abs on this trip. Sun chips are healthy. There's a picture of grain. (laughs) 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 Wheat thins. Uh, You remember when sun chips were like new? Like, and it was like, oh, it's like the healthy chip. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in my head, I I was like in high school or something when it came out. and, And then, no, that's not reality. I'm going to have a sun chip, and maybe on the down low, no one will see me eating chips. It's the loudest bag known to man. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being like in high school and trying to go like eat late at night after everyone was asleep and just being like, (laughs) (laughs) and even reaching your hand in. Those were the worst. And they'd be like, what's better for the environment? And it's like, I'd rather it not be. (laughs) <laughs> I'd rather it not me. Give it to me. Give it to me in something made of fucking I don't know seal skin. If it's quieter, <laughs> baby seal that, skin. Yeah, baby seal skin. I don't want a family size bag. Just a baby seal size bag. That was always a thing in prison when I would like my sleep schedule was like crazy because I tried to sleep all day and I'd want like a snack late at night. So I'd be like uncurling a bag of chips or something. <laughs> but there's prisoners asleep around me and I don't want to wake them. So I'm just like reaching in super carefully. <laughs> like looking around that bag's I feel like that's not the normal level of courtesy in the prison. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's the level that I show though. It's like opening up ba- a bag in a in a theater where you don't want to be rude and so you have to like but then you stretch it out too long and you end up being a bigger rude person if you just rip That's the band-aid challenge. off. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes like I should have just made a lot of noise in two seconds. Yeah. But now you're you're in too deep. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm six seconds into a failed bag open. <laughs> I can't, can't go for the big pull now. I'm just gonna have to see a later showing. I gotta leave. <laughs> this is a cut bait on the whole situation. I'm gonna get a water. I'll be right back. I was I was at a this doesn't mean make any sense, but I was me and my buddies were at uh, a restaurant the other day, and we were talking about like Yelp reviews and things, and how funny it would be if, if someone left like someone left a review and it was like this food's too good, I I don't deserve this, take it back, <laughs> <laughs> or like leaving one star, food delicious, service impeccable, burned my mouth, one star, <laughs> something like that, leaving mean spirited Yelp reviews based on lies i wouldn't do that i wouldn't i wouldn't sabotage someone's business i never leave reviews i, never do I don't that. either i don't i had I'll, guy... I'll write some mean shit on like uh like for my delivery services though like if they fuck up oh uh, what was it she did the other day oh i was ordering groceries from this like fancy grocery store and i wanted taco seasoning and i uh i ordered they, they have it in bulk like they have like a scoop of it and you like get it in plastic baggies yeah yeah and um and I wrote, yeah, I wrote like five scoops of taco seasoning, not really knowing how much that would even be. And I didn't care if it was five ounces or five pounds. Like maybe yeah. I'll have taco seasoning forever now. I don't care. But she replies back, they're all out of taco seasoning. Would you like black peppercorns? No, that's totally different. And I didn't know how to reply to that because the answer is no, that's a completely different fucking thing, you idiot. These are going to be the most disgusting tacos in the world. Like, like what? Why would I want five bags of peppercorns? What, what? Do you not know what peppercorns are, or do you not know what taco seasoning is? Like, which is it? Because it's got to be one or the other. That, or are you just fucking with me? Yeah, it says it on the on the thing. You can get those little pouches in the Mexican aisle. Taco seasoning. I, what a I, dummy! What'd you leave on her her review? Fucking idiot! Don't ask her for seasoning. I think she did something else stupid, so I, I took her tip away. You can, you take can do that. Away. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. On, huh? On uh, Instacart, Instacart. Well, you can do it on any of the services, any service at all. You know, they 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 fuck you up. They're not getting tipped. I'm not I'm not doing that. You're not getting a tip if you if you if you do a bad job. That's what tips are for. So far, everyone's delivered to my room, which I like. Yeah. As opposed to the desk downstairs, I want them to come upstairs and put it in front of the door. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, you're in a real hotel this time. Because of the show, I, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I um, I scoped out uh, like a week ago what I thought would be the best internet connection mm -hmm. in the area. Well, then they they probably have like a bar down there with like food you can order or something, like little mm -hmm. finger food. It's the best know. Western. Yeah, all that. Uh, never mind. They have um a breakfast, you know, with eggs and waffles and stuff like that. Oh, you just go. I mean, that means there's food down there somewhere. Just just. <laughs> you know, go go see what you can do. Like I, I'm a, I'm staying here. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a guest. I think, I think it'll be okay. time we rented that lodge up in Vermont and we just went into the kitchen and started cooking shit. And made that horrific mess. <laughs> the chef was like, "Fuck my life." <laughs> <laughs> Just go. I mean, what are they gonna do? Kick you out? <laughs> They'll yeah. just and the, like if you, I feel like that's something that like if you just played like oh am I? I'm so sorry. Like like you could play that you didn't get. What? You put on a Borat accent or something. <laughs> People don't think you're. No, actually, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> They'll be like, this isn't working. And I, even I'm noticing a lot of inconsistencies in his vowel placement. <laughs> They'll be like, this guy's retarded. Let's cut him some slack. <laughs> yeah, give him an extra egg. <laughs> Uh, oh, have you guys seen this uh this Amazon they call it like a mental health booth, but it's like one of those suicide machines from Futurama. Sick. No, uh, show me. Sure. Oh, no, they're calling it the Amazon Despair Closet. The despair no, closet. No, they're not calling it that. No one No, no, no. Amazon is not calling it like people as a way to <laughs> share your screen. Okay. I want to see it. Oh, you win. no a no way to it. calling it that. And it is like basically, you know, all the problems with Amazon, right? Like, like their their employees saying that they're abused and they're overworked and that nobody gives a fuck or whatever. And so Amazon, they introduced a mental health booth called Amazon, and it is the size of a telephone booth, and it has like a plastic ficus in there and a fake Zen garden, and it's just a screen that has a bunch of options for like mental health resources. But like, just like a bathroom at a ballpark, you can see if someone's feet are in there. You're not getting to relax or anything. Like, look at it. How dystopian is this? Like, are you stressed at your job as a? Are you stressed at your slave job? Well, <laughs> hop into the despair closet. And now, and now they have to be like, like someone at Amazon. Oh, Zach, can you like, play that a little wait. farther? It shows the inside with the ficus and everything. Yes, yes. I want to see the inside. Everyone wants to see the inside. It's uh. It's just fucking absurd that this is what they thought would be. First of all, there's no way this is going to help anyone. It's all a PR move. And my God, what a terrible PR move. Like at least your Amazon, give them a whole room, like put, put some beanbags in there, something like that. Or let them stay home if they're like having mental health problems. Don't. Yeah. The mindful practice room, mindfully practicing to not waste any more of my fucking time. You slave. <laughs> <laughs> Cisco had sleep pods and uh, they were just, I don't know how to describe them. They look like, I guess, sort of 
horizontally oriented lima beans that you could lay in and uh provided you i guess some level of privacy what like your feet were still exposed you could like look at the dude sleeping i never slept in one and i, I didn't understand what the point was like it yeah it's inconceivable to me that they provided sleep pods so that you could like be more rested like that's not it it had to be something else. It had to be keep you at work longer, give you a reason not to go home. That's what the game room is for. The cafeteria is on campus, not because they want yeah. you to eat well or provide you know value meals or whatever. Cafeteria is on campus so you can take 15-minute lunches. That's why that's there. The, yeah. the sleep pods, same sort of deal. The game room, the game room is there so you don't go home. It's not yeah. so that you have fun all day long. No, it's so that your whole life exists at the, at work. Exactly. Yeah. Like so this. you like the despair. <laughs> that. that sounds so awful. It does. That's the name so itself is, is 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 upsetting. Uh, yeah. You get your like tip of your pinky clipped off by some like malfunctioning robot in a warehouse. I gotta go spend my daily allotted three and a half minutes in the in the, the wholesome <laughs> booth, dude. I. I like working from home. I I, I guess uh, I was reading a New York Times article, I think, and um, they were talking about how we're watching the power shift right now from employers to employees. And uh, it was basically saying that employees are valuing working from home, a little mental health, stuff mm -hmm. other than like we want cash and that other thing. That other sure. thing being like work-life balance is like a, a just a bullshit thing employers say. Yeah. Like, Work-life balance is, well, you know, we've observed that you burn out and get worse if you don't have a little life. So yeah. we're giving you two weeks a year to vacation and that's your work-life balance, you know? It, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's the way the, the same like bullshit, like mealy mouth, we care stuff is like, we're not so much a company, we're a family. And it's like, really? You're going to, if my, if my aunt gets cancer, are you going to chip in for the chemo? Dad, like what? What, 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 what are we calling you, fucking asshole? Like, yeah, you know you're lying. I know you're lying. I'm gonna show up at your house at Easter. How do you like that? How do you? <laughs> Every like, once in a while, like, Cisco like did. Yeah. Every once in a while. So our CEO was John Chambers, and while he's not a perfect person, I, I he would try sometimes. And and I, John Chambers probably doesn't mean much to you, but if you were like not far from the dot com days, he was one of the very mm. tall biggest darlings of the world and uh so like dude's dad got cancer but prostate cancer and prostate cancer a while back the way that they dealt with it was like chemo and radiation and it, like it really sucked and it was mm -hmm. it was bad for you it, the outcome wasn't great and they figured out that they could put like radioactive seeds up your ass and heal your cancer without like making the rest of you sick like that uh -huh. the, the, it was just a much better way to deal with prostate cancer but it wasn't available to everybody so john chambers made some phone calls and got the dude or dude's family fixed i was like ah that's a nice move now i don't know how you get on that list of you know john chambers personal yeah. attention <laughs> but uh he, he made a thing happen but i think by and large what we're saying is still right yeah yeah, yeah for sure john like chambers same guy 
laid off a bunch of people. Now, this is a guy who claimed he would never lay people off. Never, never, ever. I got any but laying people off. Our company has, I forget what it had at the time, called $47 billion in the bank. Employees, don't look for another job. Never, don't look for another job. No, you've got job security here. Mm -hmm. I laid people off two jobs ago. It was the hardest experience of my life. I'm never doing it again. Okay. Starts laying people off. And he goes, like, he gives us the speech of how he thought he would never have to do it, but it's unavoidable. $47 billion in the bank, but can't be avoided for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, he gives the speech, and there's a point in it where he gets, like, a little broken up, you know, where, like, he almost cries. And I'm like, oh, man, like, I guess it makes me feel a little good knowing that this is hard on him. So then I read an article where a journalist was interviewing him and they mentioned that he almost cries at the same point in that speech. And then I see a third performance of this fucking thing <laughs> on CNBC where he almost cries at the same point of the speech again. And it's like, how many showings of this is like a Broadway play he's putting on all over the place. I saw it a fourth time somewhere else. And it's like, this is the most insincere thing. You fooled me the first yeah. time. Yeah, the first act was a little shaky, but he really pulled it together. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh and i was like all right now i get it now now i see this is just a, this is performance art about laying off whatever 20 percent of your company a haircut yeah that's absurd what an asshole he couldn't have even <laughs> cried at different points how lazy <laughs> yeah different points to cry <sighs> get all like sn- that's what they need to do like make themselves like ugly cry where they're like snotting all over them. I have to let you all go. Snot bubbles are blowing up and popping on the mic. He starts flagellating himself. Yeah. Now Cisco does layoffs all the time. It's interesting. So your your product has to be number one or two in its category. And if it's not, then they just sort of close that part of the company. And that's how Cisco it's like the, the ruthless execution is there. Like they pride themselves on their ruthless execution. Now you can, um, you can finesse that a little bit to be one and two, like, you know, Oh, our office chairs don't even compete with, uh, Herman Miller. No, no, no. We sell office chairs with five wheels on the bottom and theirs have four. We're, we're, we're number one in our category. That's yeah. a different category. Oh. <laughs> but, totally different consumers. <laughs> but, but by and large, that's what they try to be number one or two, or they're just out. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So. <sighs> Fucking Montreal Canadiens might sweep the Jets tonight. Everybody cares. I do. That would be neat. Because that would mean that the Jets who fucked up that Canadians guy with that ridiculous hit that we watched a few days ago. Oh, yeah. That would mean if they win tonight, that means that the Canadians just straight up swept them. And the Jets are the way favored team in this. So that would be neat. Almost like a little like, yeah, we're going to beat you where it counts. We're going to fucking sweep you and be the underdogs again. So I, for the story, I hope that happens. That's really neat. Good for them. Hmm. Hopefully Boston gets knocked out. So the, how big is isn't Winnipeg a tiny city? It's a teeny tiny little city. I think it's the smallest city that has a team, but it's Canada. And so like every single game is sold out and everybody there watches. So that's what yeah. I like about Canadian teams. Like, it's something, mm-hmm. I don't know, even if it's Winnipeg, 
mm-hmm. matters. It matters. Yeah. There. It's, it matters like New York does or something. You see metrics like for like the international fucking hockey or this is it. There are only 5.5 million Finns in the world, and 3 million of them watch the international hockey fucking youth championship between Finland and Canada. So, like, that's fucking absurd. That's like 150, 100, no, like 180 million people here watching the same thing. Like, over half the population. I didn't know Finland's or Finns cared that much about it. Probably not a lot going on over there. Well, guess not. It seems, <laughs> like, a nice, it seems like a nice country. They're always, them and Norway are always winning that ranking. We were we were trying happiest to, people or something yeah uh, like H, human development index or yeah happiest people I think it is we're losing in that we're not even in the top ten which is trash but what does it take to get in and how do they like manipulate the results to win that shit I don't know it's probably a bunch of Swedes on the <laughs> <laughs> oh and all of the results come in again uh, <laughs> oh Sven what did you get well uh, well Igor <laughs> I got a, a Sweden again because it, it like it, it's about your priorities right. You know, they, there are plenty of people who take a higher paying job, even though the commute's longer. Mm-hmm. Is that job worse? You know, maybe in Sweden they say it is. Oh, my God. This guy's quality of life is terrible. He drives 20 minutes to work. Whereas he's like, yeah, but I have a boat. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but I live in Finland. If I fucking murder a bunch of people, they give me an Xbox and, <laughs> and a fucking shower with pulsating multi settings. Like, <laughs> like if anything, like you look at American prisons and you're like, Oh my God, like this is, this is horrible. Like we need to make this better. Like, please, like make this a little better for the prisoners. My God. And then you look at like a Finnish or Finn prison or whatever. And you're like, let's see that this should be a little about punishment. Come on. Like this, <laughs> right? I, know, I know rehabilitation, blah, blah, blah. But he killed, you know, he killed a bunch I have of people. My friends have that life voluntarily. If they could stay <laughs> home and play Xbox all the time, they'd be. Yeah. yeah. I bet Andres Breivik can get Delta What's Eight. Wi-Fi like in there. <laughs> okay, oh, guarantee it. That guy who killed all those kids on that island, he has Delta Eight right now. Yeah. He's high as a kite right now on Delta Eight. Playing Xbox 360. He's and he's like, you know, riding oh, he's got his a PlayStation Five. He's not. He's not playing some old console. No way. You're right. He's probably got like multiple <laughs> PS5. That dude's got a 3080 Ti. I guarantee it. He's he, hmm. that's where they went. The Finns bought them off for their prisoners. No 3090. Oh, is that the, the 3090 Ti come out? That's the new one. I came out at the same time as uh, before the 80 actually. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but the 3080 Ti one? just came out, right? And then the immediately. Oh, Ti. I I didn't fully notice. Okay, you're yeah. Probably yeah, I think those came out the other day and then immediately sold out. That's what I want. I wouldn't doubt it. That's the next card. That's your next card? I'm going to skip. Then we go 4K. Ooh. Huh. So you know the RNA vaccines? Like they For the last 10 years, they've been designing this RNA technology for the RNA vaccine technology. And one of the things that's cool about it is you can rapidly solve the next thing that comes along. So that's what happened with COVID. That in like two days, they're like, all right, this is the cure to COVID. Let's start the testing and whatever. But it took like two days to figure out what the vaccine needed to be. After Mm -hmm. that, it was just the rest. So they thought, huh, okay, let's do HIV. And they did. And now Moderna has an HIV, not cure. uh, Vaccine? Yeah, that will prevent people from getting that. And it's going through all the regulatory phases. uh, Is that what, uh, that's different than PrEP. Yeah, that's a vaccine. Prep you have to take every day. Ah, okay. Well, then that's way better. Yeah. Yeah. 
than taking a pill every day that you probably that's probably I bet, uh -huh. I bet prep is expensive as shit. No, I don't think so. I think it's super oh, cheap. it's not. Oh, well, we'll go to show what I know. Mm. But yeah, so cool. they're like, I don't know. The cure for AIDS is probably here by 2024 or something like Sick. that. Sick. Well, yeah. not the cure, but the vaccine for it. You're gonna you know, get one, we'll know. You get your AIDS vaccine, Taylor, just in case some uh, like homeless man comes at you in, uh, in the streets. Sure. You know, just, just to be careful. I'll get like if they have one for lock. This is like quicksand. I remember being so afraid of lockjaw as a kid. Was anybody else afraid of that? I remember it was yes. some teacher or a parent that told me that it was a they were like, if you step on a rusty nail, you're going to get lockjaw. They didn't say. It's a rare possibility that this might develop. It was I my whole childhood. I, I, I hated running around with bare feet outside because I was like, if I step on any amount of rust, my jaw's gonna lock shut, and I'm gonna like I won't be able. I didn't know Sounds, what the next step was. No I, was like, <laughs> I didn't know what the next step was. But I was I, I remember being genuinely scared of lockjaw. So I would just go get tetanus shots. I, I didn't know that. lots of rusty things. I, I'm talking about like five six years old. Like I didn't know. I was just told your your jaw will lock and you won't be able to open your mouth again. Did you think lock jaw was a permanent condition? Yes. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I was like five or six. I didn't know. You what were you? so dumb. <laughs> Believing the adults in my life. That's <laughs> yeah, your problem right there. Yeah, dude. I, do you remember things that like teachers told you that were totally incorrect? Yeah, that, that like, I wouldn't have a calculator with me all all the time. Did that I say is, it wrong? Calculator? You always do. You got it that next and time. I don't always do. I sometimes Just most of the right. time. Yeah. Only 50% of the time in the last two sentences. <laughs> you, got, you got one of them, right? But I remember uh, like it was maybe first grade and I still remember this. My teacher came over and was like, I wrote a sentence like Joe stared at Susie's bike or something like, and she came over and was like, oh, you misspelled stared. And I was like, no, I, did I? She's like, yeah, you need to put a T there. And it's she made it say started. And I and she told me that the T was silent in the word stared. And so, like, for a while, I would have to like re-go into my brain when I would write the word stared, because I would want to put started, and I would be like, that's there's no silent T and stare that's start like and it, like I I realized like she was and like looking back, like you look at your teacher, like that's an adult. But it was like that was a 21 year old girl or something right out of college, like who made a stupid mistake, a very stupid mistake. Yeah, I, I, 21 I, year old I, girls are morons and they let those people educate their children. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm a you wouldn't believe the things you get them to do. <laughs> I'm in Hope's class, it's like third grade or something. And I would like volunteer to help out every now and then. And uh, they're doing this thing with the solar system where one kid stands in the center and then all the other kids orbit the sun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was like, just stringent, strict on this idea that all the planets had to be in a straight line. So the outermost person was, you know, faster than the innermost person. And she's really stressing how every planet needs to be a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's... That's not how, how it works. This <laughs> is just, just, just Jim. They just put the fat yeah. kid on the outside. Come on, Pluto. Excuse me, keep up. Excuse me, Mrs. Dumb Bitch. Do you believe that all the planets swing in perfect single file line in outer space? Well, three months ago, I was getting deep dicked while drunk off my ass on jungle juice at a frat party. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and you know, that was like, uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's something that a teacher should have bright. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think that. And that's people, such an easy one. Who thinks that the planets? Oh, a lot of people. A lot of align that. that way. Oh, a lot I of thought you were gonna that. be like she was organizing like a geocentric model of the, where she's like like one oh, of those. Oh yeah, like she's oh, like, exactly all those, right. and it's like and Roger because it's a geocentric model, you actually have to run in weird zigzags to, 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 <laughs> to make it make sense. And Saturn, you run way a hundred yards away and come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all they all go in the same direction. And they are not in sync. Although they do believe that that uh, the last planet that uh, they only have theorized exists because of the gravitational effect that it's having on other planets, they think that it's going in the other direction. Wait, what? What last planet? What are you talking about? Uh, they think there's a, another planet out far beyond Pluto and the Kuiper Belt. And it's Why do they say that? Because of the gravitational effect that it's having on the other planets. Couldn't we see that one? Like we see stars and stuff that's so far away. <laughs> I feel like we would catch another planet. Well. Stars are gigantic burning balls of gas, and planets are cold. We found we found Pluto. Um, Pluto's a lot closer, and we only found Pluto like a hundred years ago. We really could be missing a whole planet. How embarrassing would that be? I think it's big too. Really? Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson rolling in his grave. You know what? He's I don't understand. I don't understand why oh. big planets are gas. <laughs> <laughs> Orbiting in his grave. Oh, just, a, just, just a lot of it. Why, why, do, why doesn't it get pulled in more? Like, why doesn't the like you know how a black hole uh, mm. it's small because it's like it's heavy, so then it pulls in, it gets denser. It's it's dense because it's dense almost. Why doesn't like why are gases floating out so wide in Jupiter? Uh, what do you mean? You mean, do you mean why is like Jupiter Jupiter's... so far away? Why hasn't it come closer? No. Why is Jupiter so large in diameter? It's heavy. It should be pulling those gases in tighter. Uh, I think it's pulling why them in as tight dense? as they can go. I, I, I think they're they're pulling as tight as they can. I think they're very dense at the like, like as you get closer to the planet and less dense as you go out because of you know the gravitation. I think it's not trying hard enough. Like you couldn't stand on Jupiter. You wouldn't want to stand on Jupiter. Well, I mean, there is a solid core in there. Yeah, but you would die way is before there? you. How far yeah. would you sink into Jupiter, do you think? They like know. all the way, <laughs> all the way. I don't like know, eighty thousand kilometers or something. How far do you sink into the sun? All the way. <laughs> it's like standing on like a ocean made of methane or something. Maybe that's uh, Uranus. Maybe that's the one made of methane. Or perhaps Neptune. I, I, Neptune. I don't know. I, I always forget. But uh, but no, I, I found that interesting. They were talking about the they were theorizing about another planet that you know. Have they named it? Ah, it's lame. They call it. They always call it Planet X because the person who finds it, who discovers it, names it right, and nobody's found it yet. Theoretical Planet Nine. Mm. It's a hypothetical planet in the outer region of the solar system. Uh, not reading all that. They have a they have a picture of a fake There's planet. There's a lot of fucking information to take in. I, uh, ah, come on, Taylor. I want to hear more. I'm, I'm trying to find uh, with me. I'm trying to find better details on it right now. I watched a YouTube video. I it was uh, I, I watched those infographic show uh, videos, and I watch a ton of space shit. By Wendell, he does a lot of aircraft stuff. Wendell, I don't. Am I, I don't, wrong on his name? I, I, I don't. Be. I'm 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 saying it so I can type it. I probably have it wrong. Now I'm thinking it's something else. Ah, uh, Wendell B. He's a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this guy. <laughs> He's probably thinking uh, about uh, his his hit si his hit single. Um, what is this song? Wendell? Just don't understand you. <laughs> I'm uh, not bad. 
I don't know where I got that name from, but I'm hunting for it. This is actually R&B. It's kind of nice. Who's, who's uh, YouTube hmm. space channels are you watching? Let me uh, let me go to like my uh, my like homepage or whatever. That's so a, I never watch space shit. I should. It's oh, interesting. I love that though. stuff. If um, I'm gonna watch like nature, I usually go with like the deep of the ocean documentaries or like jungle, like Planet Earth style stuff. Lately, it's recommended. So I listen to these um, these videos that are like thunder and lightning storms with a black screen. I put them on my TV in my bedroom and I go to sleep with that as like a sound machine. Mm -hmm. But the stupid algorithm thinks that I'm just obsessed with those videos now and I want lots of them. You like I just need them. the one. I just need the one. And now my whole homepage is like rain and thunder dark screen. It's a live stream. They're live like what? Black black screen thunder and ASMR rain. I've got I've got like half a dozen of these on every page. Uh, but I'm looking for my uh, my space shit that I watch. Here's the some stuff space about shit. Yeah, um, I watch history under under uh, history uncovered. That's got a lot of medieval uh, combat and like stuff like that. I watch in deep geek. That's got tons of Lord of the Rings uh, nonsense where they're like, how powerful was the Witch King of Angmar? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a channel like that in Nerd of the Rings. Um, I watch Natural World Facts. Um, they've got like tons of like, I don't know, underwater creatures and all sorts of like Discovery Channel, what Discovery Channel used to be type shit. Uh, I'm still scrolling. I can't find my space shit. I haven't watched any in a little bit. But you, you, you stop watching something for a week and you're like, oh, he's done with that now. Now he's on. Now he wants to see people getting hit in the head with baseballs. <laughs> I've got thirty videos of people getting like beamed with baseballs now. When I just watch one, <laughs> yeah, that, that's all it takes. I watch like one big hockey hit, and then that's all that's suggested. I watch a, well animal fights. I'm glad they get suggested because some of those are good. But YouTube removes a lot of them now. There used to be a glut of good quality animal fight videos, both against people and fellow animals, and now harder and harder to find. You have to go to like. Live leak. Disappointing. I don't like. I don't like this kind of online censorship. This is America. I should be able to watch any sort of this stuff that I want for free. You know what we should do? Oh, here's the, oh. So there's a really good channel. Um, they've got tons of like interesting little animated videos. I don't know how to pronounce the name, but it's uh, it's Kurzgesagt. Kurzgesagt. Yeah. I think that's the one I was thinking of. That there's somehow also Wendell. Like they have, I'm sure. Whatever. That's the one. Oh, you, you think there's some big YouTuber controlling this channel or something? Uh, no. I think when you open it, they describe themselves as Wendell or something close to that. What is it? Kurgisak? Uh, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's this. Kurgisak. I probably should just link the channel. Kurgisak. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> they animate these videos and. Um, they're really educational and it's tons of topics. Like I'm looking at like their last few uploads, uh, the ultimate guide to black holes, nuclear energy versus the climate, the gold apocalypse, nuclear death, the final border, true limits of humanity. Uh, what are you doing with your life? The tail end, um, optimistic nihilism, the great filter, wormholes, loneliness, vaccines, bacteriophage, um, like all things that I'm really interested in. Um, the great filter is super interesting to me. Totally, yeah. What is that about? Kyle, do you, you want to take filter. this on? The great filter is all of the things that um, that get in the way of a uh, an intelligent species um, getting to the point where they could contact us. Essentially, like like there, there's the the is it the the Fermi paradox? Is that is that what it is? Sounds it's, right. There's there's the there's the question of why haven't we uh, contacted intelligent yeah, life? Why is why hasn't Science. it contacted us? 
And the idea is that the great filter stops um, life from reaching the point of technological advancement uh, at which they would be able to do such a thing. And there's lots of things that get in the way. And, and I mean, there's plenty of things between us and that right now, right? Like, like uh, we might kill ourselves. We might kill ourselves. Yeah. Asteroid hit us. Sun flares. Advanced ever, right? You know, like could it be. could be that we're somehow first. We're the first person ever to get this far. Uh, it could someone be, has to be someone. It's odd seem against it. It's mm -hmm. a great big universe, but you know, we could be first. It could be that we're not interesting. It could be, I don't know. But there's a bunch of things they list that could be the great filter. Kyle mentioned solar flares. That's a good one. Just something that prevents a society from living for the, what, what even is it? 40,000 years that it takes to get. Oh, there's there's no advanced. way of knowing how long it would take. Right. Because like, yeah. What if this species is way smarter than us? Uh, or, or, or do they just advance more quickly? You know, there's no, right. there's no way of knowing how, how quickly it would take how, something to evolve. How long from, have we advanced? Like, like from bacteria or from, Monkey no, how, neither. How long have we had been basically biologically what we are now? About like two hundred fifty thousand like quarter million years. years. Yeah, quarter million years. So, did, if, if someone born a quarter million years ago adopted to today would live basically a normal life? I don't know if they were like they wouldn't do well on Tinder, but uh, you could get them a job at the grocery store, no problem. They could. They could. Yeah, I don't know what their capabilities would be. Yeah, because that's so long ago. Like, how long if ago? The infant, I think it's the real question. Like, like if you if you take the infant from from a quarter million years ago and you just you put him in a fucking preschool, does he does he? And I, I think the answer does he is look yeah. the same? Does he? I don't think he looks the same. same. Does he speak exactly? The but but I, I think he would have the same um, intelligence. Is the idea. So let's do this. Like, how long have we really been moving forward? You know, like, like, okay, let's agree that like the wheel and tools like that came a long time ago, but that wasn't a period of rapid advancement. Rapid advancement came with like maybe metalworking, and what's that? Four thousand years ago, we stutter stepped, right? You know, we were talking about mm -hmm. medieval times earlier. You know, we we had we the kind Romans of plateaued over the, and over. Yeah, well, we we plat. I mean, the Black Plague killed how many? It was like, like a, a third of Europe. Percentage. It was like a third of Europeans were killed by the Black Plague, and and that coincided with the Middle Ages and the and the Dark Ages. It, it was just, it's it's hard to say how, how long it would take any. You know, if that hadn't happened, maybe we're three thousand years ahead of where we are right now, right? Like, like oh, maybe was that farther back than I think it was? The bubonic was plague it? was in the thirteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a huge amount of our population got killed mm -hmm. off, and like, 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 culture, culture sort of came to a standpoint in Europe uh, or a stop still in Europe for a long time. I don't know. I don't know either. But but in uh, any case, that YouTube channel makes some really good fucking videos. Uh, about like a, a wide array of topics, not just like space shit. So I highly rec recommend it. Hmm. Yeah, I want to watch some more space stuff. I like the videos on like all the ways that we could go extinct and uh, uh, the ones on like faster than light travel, black holes, pulsars, like all um, the asteroid mining shit is really cool. Um, all of that stuff really is really fascinating. I wish we'd do a thing like like I hate to agree agree with Woody on this, but like I just feel like our space programs never do a thing, like like a real thing. Like like I, I grew up watching Star Trek. God damn it, you know I'm, I'm 35 years old. And we haven't done a thing yet. We've been talking about Mars since I was in high school. Do a thing. Put a human being on another planet. Put a human being on an asteroid. That'd be cool enough, right? Oh no, Kyle. Rockets are more economical now. 
Can we Aren't go to you? Would have you I not to... tickled your fantasy? Look, rock tickling my fantasy. No, look, I appreciate everything Elon Musk has done, and it's been a rapid advancement. My problem is not with him and what he's doing; it's with NASA and their slow ass pace. And and it's not even their fault; it's the administrations who have cut their funding over the last yeah, like thirty decades, three yeah. decades. Like like, oh, one one space shuttle blew up and a school teacher died. Better cut the funding back. Like get out! You know that was supposed to be Big Bird. You know that was supposed to be Big Bird on that flight, not a school teacher. And that the reason it wasn't Big Bird is because he wouldn't fit. They were like, you know, Big Bird's seven feet tall, right? And they were like, shit. Well, let's get a school teacher. The kids will love that. And that shit blew up. Man, you know, <laughs> it would have been difficult to explain to a whole generation of kids why Big Bird was on that week on Sesame Street, <laughs> and they'd have to like, like for kids' sakes, like do the news, like there was one survivor. They show Big Bird fucking flying out of the wreckage. Photoshop. He comes down. He's all singed. He has like a. He's in front of the cameras. He's just like, wow, wow. It was horrible. Whatever Big Bird sounds like. Big Bird sounds. I have no memory of what Big Bird sounds like. Back on the thing, like I, I don't mean to hate on Elon Musk, you know, it, without pointing fingers, whether it be Elon or Jeff Bezos or NASA or whatever, just not doing cool shit with the space program in a while. I also mm -hmm. recognize more economical rockets are a stepping stone to cool shit. Like I, I get that too. If you want to actually, if you want to go to space, you know, maybe you're like, you know what? It's worth twenty five grand to me to take a trip to space. Economical rockets are important in making that happen. I get it. I get it. I get it. But or maybe space planes, whatever it is they use. But eh, still, in terms of what we've delivered, wake me up when something cool happens. I oh, did Star you put a car in space? Fuck you. Look, you don't have to fly to another solar system. All right. I'm not expecting that in my lifetime. I know I'll never see that. But fuck, could we just step foot on something again? Could we? Just, I'd love to see that. That happened. Before I well, long before I was born, when in the were you 60s. born in the 60s, Woody? When were you? No. Are, how old are you? God, my dad saw like like the Neil Armstrong like thing, like, like, like he mm -hmm. saw that happen. Um, I don't think my mom did. My dad was born in 53, so my mom was born in 63, so she'd only been like six or seven or some shit. So, no, um, in my childhood, the space shuttle started happening. Yeah, and they looked like planes. They were space planes. You know, they launched like rockets, but they landed like planes. And that was pretty cool. And they were built with the I same idea Elon had that they were reusable and less expensive. But it didn't work out very well. I think they were too expensive to run. Um, yeah. But like, like and uh, and then we lost two. I think we only lost the two. One on uh, takeoff, the Challenger, I think. And then one on our reentry when the tiles uh, had been knocked off or whatever. They all burned alive. We lost one right after 9-11, right? I think that's the one I'm referring to where the tile had been knocked oh, okay. off. And so it That must have got off. overshadowed. I don't even remember that one. It did get overshadowed by 9-11. Like, like it happened like the next year or something like that. It was so close that people were like, was it Al-Qaeda? Did they take down the <laughs> space shuttle? And it's like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we've, we've seen the, the, the height of their technological um, <laughs> doings when they came at us with <laughs> yeah, but the, the box cutter and the AK-47 is the, the height of their technocracy. I don't think we have to worry about their space uh, warfare capabilities. But yeah, I want to see us do a thing. 
and, and I watch these fucking maybe these uh fucking space YouTube channels are just getting me hyped up about some shit that's impossible. But they 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 make it seem like it's practical. They say it's practical to like do this like a not a space elevator, but this like a loop de loop thing where it's like um where where space escalator yeah I'm space gonna escalator. So so they they explain this thing where um you've got like um. You've got like one thing orbiting the planet, and then you've got a long like uh, cable connecting it to another thing. Okay. And as it orbits the planet, it's swinging, and and the swing thing would, would dip down into the top of our atmosphere, and it could pick up vessels. Like you'd only have to get to the top of the atmosphere for it to pick you up, and the the centrifugal motion would like sling you all the way to the moon, and then you could have another one at the moon that could sling you all the way to Mars. How do you grab another... onto it if it's always moving? Well, you do the math right, and you 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 remember in Interstellar when when he's like, it's not it's not possible, and he's like, and Matthew McConaughey's like, it's necessary, <laughs> and he just fucking does it. You need a Matthew McConaughey uh, up there uh, you know, doing the math. Okay, okay, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Jesus, <laughs> I don't. So it, it's, you literally do the math, so you got there at the perfect time. Like that, that's the sort of thing NASA's good at. It seems like math. Yeah. Well, then they need yeah. to buckle down and get to it because it is they've lost the plot. Nobody's excited about space exploration a, anymore. Do you care about that rover they've got on Mars right now? I don't give a fucking, fuck. You, do, are you aware they've got a drone they're flying around Mars right now? I don't care. I want to see somebody Did bounce you care? around. Yeah, I don't care. I want to see a dude up there. Yeah, or 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 a girl. I don't care. And like they, we said, I, if they're gonna if they're gonna if they're gonna blow the we found life horn, it better have legs. Like it better be a formal okay with, that has legs. What about fins? Anything but bacteria. Anything, Anything but bacteria, and I'm, I'm pretty, no, no. But for real though, if we found some bacteria, that would be a really big. I think they deal. found like frozen dead bacteria. Right? No, they, that'd have been a big deal if if that had happened. Oh, I thought that was many years ago they did that. No, it would have been like epically world changing information if we found like actual life that had evolved outside of this planet because we have no proof that that's even possible. And it would be nice to if bacteria can can happen, then anything can happen. That's so funny. I had it in my head this whole time that we did like find bacteria or something on Mars. No. Well, then this is even less exciting than I thought. I think I watched a YouTube video recently about why it makes more sense to send women to Mars. Something about oh. um, it's more, it's more economical. Something about um, being lighter, being lighter, and a, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, I think they also work better in groups, and uh, and also I think maybe um, there was why do they get their ass kicked on every episode of The Apprentice then? Um, because Donald Trump is picking hotties to to compete against uh, against the men instead of some chicks with degrees. Hmm. Yeah, against businessmen. He's he's like, all right, we have uh, Rebecca, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, and uh, Tammy from Dana Hooters. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I see you again. I see you again in here. And uh, Becky from the Pink Rhino. All right, you're going against Bill. He's from uh, he's Yale. from Schwab and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yale, Princeton, and Harvard. It's a trifecta, a trifecta mm. of savvy. Oh, we love it, Bill. It's, yeah, that 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 might be why, or it's probably just the case that men are better at everything. Um, you know that that's measurable anyway. Mm -hmm. Not space related, but here's a link I found. So apparently, there's a a fad with some people called dry scooping, where you oh, I know. you take a scoop of pre workout. Scooping. And then you take it without anything. And this uh, OnlyFans stripper who works on OnlyFans and is like a physical stripper did that with like a dry scoop. And then was like, there, I was watching the video and she's like, and I was felt like I was going to fall apart. I felt like I was like everything. And then I got to work and I was about to go dance. And 
my chest gets tight and my left side of my body goes numb. And it's then that I realized that I was having a heart. And she's like, like, in her, like 22 years old. And she just, I guess, dry dosed 350 milligrams of caffeine, which I guess hits you differently than if you drink. Only I don't, 250. I don't under, no, it says 350 here. On, They're uh, lying. Well, uh, do you want, I looked up the product. It's 350. I'm looking at the product too. Redcon Total War. Yeah. Now go down to the bottom. Don't just look at the top ingredient of caffeine. There's anhydride. There's two different kinds. There's one that's 250 milligrams and one that's 100 milligrams. So it's a total of 350 milligrams. Well, shit. Bispinga. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Was that Bispinga? Yes. <laughs> what is that from? It's like an ancient meme of people who used to make fun of uh, Bazinga, I think it was. It was. It's a meme from a show I've never watched, and it's so old. Shouldn't have done it. Yeah, Big Bang Theory. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah, 350 Hot milligrams load, of caffeine. Don't disrespect his name. And she's only 20 years old. 20 years old and had a heart attack. And she doesn't look like the kind of person that would just have a heart attack. Can I like, say, yes. there's no fucking way that three, four, 500 milligrams of caffeine were the only factor that came into place with her heart attack. Definitely not. She must have some kind of pre-existing condition or she's into something that causes... You know, what, you know what a lot of strippers that I know like? Adderall. Cocaine. Phetamine and cocaine. Methamphetamine and cocaine. cocaine, yes. Yeah, they, you know what? This probably wasn't the only upper she took that day. This was probably the weakest upper she took that day. Yeah. Zach Hot load Zach's had 600... 600, 600 this show alone. Dude, it's I nighttime. I coffee or two during the show. <laughs> uh, I'd love I'd a be, coffee. You'd love a coffee. It's 11 yeah, o'clock for you guys. Right, we're, we're, all, we're almost there. This is I'm been, in uh, the central time zone, Taylor. Are you already? Oh, welcome, welcome. This is an exotic land for what's me. tomorrow's plan? What do you got? What, what's the what's the what's the uh schedule for tomorrow like? I wake up in the morning, uh, uh okay, feeling like GD. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go 160 miles from Lawrenceburg, Tennessee to Savannah, Tennessee, and then the next day, about the same distance to Mississippi. Nice. All right. If you drive through Paris, Tennessee, just keep on going because there's nothing fucking there except. Well, some scary people. I wonder where Paris, hmm. Tennessee is in relation to me. Paris, I'm curious. I've been to Paris a bunch of times. Paris, Paris Texas? Paris, what, Tennessee. What is, what is, oh, Paris, Tennessee. What is there? Uh, a, a whole bunch of weaponry and some scary people. What yeah, Paris, Tennessee would be northwest from me. Mm. Yeah, you can hit it on the way. Fun little sightseeing tour. No, I'm headed down. We're going to Mississippi. So nice. I'm going they south. have a. They had smoking. In, they had smoking restaurants in Paris, Tennessee. We were at this little. <laughs> we're at this That's little. A thing? Yeah, I I was shocked. We were at this little diner. I don't even. I don't. I think it's against like state law. They just didn't give a fuck or something like that. Oh no, it's Tennessee. I don't know Tennessee's state laws. Um, but um, but I just remember we were in this little diner, like eating steak, like it. You know, it's like a. I don't know, little mm -hmm. diner, whatever, mm -hmm. and. uh we're in the we're in the uh, thing, and there's like a little dividing wall, like here, and just over that is another booth, right? And there's a lady over there smoking a cigarette, and she's being all nonchalant, and it's coming over onto us, and we all smoke. Everybody at my table smokes cigarettes, and but, but we're eating, we're eating right, like, like like they don't the two don't mix, the two don't mix, and like uh, I don't remember who said it, but someone was like, "Excuse me, ma'am, would you mind moving that to your other hand?" You know, like, like I felt like that uh -huh. was a real like easy thing to do. And she's Very like, reasonable. she's like, if you don't like it, move. And I was just like, oh. well, all right then. 
light them up, boys. And we all, <laughs> we all light a cigarette, and we're just. <laughs> we all four of us with cigarettes just blowing smoke into this old lady's face for the next five minutes until she's green move she was, whore she was she was very upset but she knew she couldn't say anything because it would be hip she'd be a hypocrite dude there are, i love that that is the perfect response yeah there, there's places around here i've been to in the last she thought she well, was years. non-smokers i'm sorry to interrupt taylor i'm excited about this topic <laughs> <laughs> she she didn't know who she was fucking with, Kyle. She, she didn't four. know. She didn't realize we were professional smoke. I have Jeremy with me. You know, <laughs> he lost his teeth and at, at, at the age of fourteen to cigarettes and 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 I don't to know what Nick else. Nick and Nick and I don't know what. God, that boy's. He got. I, I've told you before, but man, you got to see that guy's false teeth. They are a shit show. They're not good. Oh, I thought they were. Maybe I missed them. No, he, he's, he's got um, dentures. Dentures. Better than his natural teeth, though. His natural teeth were rotted out. It's that weird thing, you know. It's 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 like those facelift. It's like um, who's that country? Kenny Rogers facelift, right? Me and my dad were talking about this mm. the other day. Because I told my because my dad's losing a lot of weight, and he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm worried about. I don't want to lose too much weight. I feel like my face is gonna look weird. And I was like, Hey, you could always get that Kenny Rogers facelift. He's like, You know, I know somebody who got one. He does look good. I don't know what they did. He, you can't even tell. He just looks 20 years younger. He's 78 years old. And I'm like, do it. Do it. And he's over there like, I'm going to ask him where he went. <laughs> 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 My dad gets a facelift. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that Kenny Rogers facelift, you don't know if they would look, if Kenny would look better or worse with or without it, you know, because he does look odd. He does look odd. But who knows what he'd look like without it. Maybe he'd look. I don't know, sickly or, or just gross. I don't know. He looks weird though. See, I'd rather look weird than super old. To yeah. me, he doesn't look weird. He he just looks good, different. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. look like Kenny Rogers. But if I didn't know his previous look, I wouldn't think that this one was weird. Sometimes when women get them, that, like I feel like when men get them, it's you you're usually like, yeah, of course, that's so and so. But but like um who is the blonde lady who was like in all those movies, Hunt, Helen Hunt. Look at look what Helen Hunt looks like. Really? Oh, Kenny Rogers oh is dead. Oh my god. Helen Hunt. Let's see. She looks great. Well, this face well, this Wikipedia picture. Let's see. Let's go 2021. Let's see what we got going here. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I saw you a picture. Wonderful. What do you think? Type in add 2020 or 2021. Are you because she does look great in all those photos? Well, shit. I, I saw her on the cover of a movie, and they did not do her. They did her dirty on the cover of that movie. Mm -hmm. She looked like a fucking Martian or something. It, it did not look good. Uh, Angelina Jolie's in a new movie. I think it's on HBO Max or something, where she's like, it doesn't even make. All right. When you look at Angelina Jolie, you know she should be cast in a movie as, I don't Grandmother. know. Grandmother? Dude. I'm so sick of like 60 year old women being action stars, but carry on. Okay. I, I have to know how old she is, real quick. I exaggerated, but a Crypt Keeper. I see hot loads on my side. She's 46 years old, first of all. Gonna um, be dead soon. What I was gonna say is that she is so attractive. She doesn't look like she would be working in like an oil field, right? Like, like okay. no, no sure. woman who looks like Angelina Jolie works in an oil field. We know this. There are no welders who look like Angelina Jolie. There are no plumbers who look like Angelina Jolie. She's in a movie and she's one of those fire watchers. 
she's like the lady in the big tall tower of the forestry service who's like looking for fires or whatever and she like makes a bad call that gets a bunch of firemen killed <laughs> and then and then uh now the premise of the movie is like there's like some mobsters after some kid who saw too much and she's like trying to get him to safety and she's like fighting mobsters or something like that but she didn't she does not look good she has had some work done recently and uh it she looks like a different human being angelina jolie does yes I just linked one, a terrible one, Simon Cowell. You have to scroll down oh. a little bit. Simon Cowell, like all his filler and his Botox like deflated his face. Yeah. And so now he looks like droopy dog. <laughs> he's so sad that he can't judge people anymore because now he's the freak. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he look so bad? You have to scroll down on that link I put in there. Right, the one with AGT next to his face. AGT, do you not see like it looks like people have clicked and dragged like that old Mario Party? Oh, game. by his eyes, he looks bad. Yeah, his eyes on his oh, cheeks. Oh, yeah, I see where he looks bad like above his neck, that area. The, the, the what do you call it? The face, yeah, the face. <laughs> He's got weird face. Yeah, Dude. that one. He's got fucking you guys are harsh on weird face. I, Dude, I, look at him. You can tell something's up there. Like, his what are you are much like more related. attractive than Simon Cow? Like, 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 Simon Cow looks so fucking weird. You look mm -hmm. like a human being. He looks so fucking weird. You're what Simon Cow was hoping he would look like when they <laughs> were done with him. 10 years younger than him. You are. And that, that's what I'm saying. You're what he wanted to look like <laughs> when they were done. I just it, it's like you were saying earlier you, you have to you can't compare them to what they look like 15 years ago which is what they're going for yeah. you have to compare them to what they would hypothetically have looked like with no surgery and that's hard to do but yeah kenny rogers for example people call that a botched plastic surgery but no i, I thought he looked pretty good just not like yeah. kenny rogers there's another one the chick from dirty dancing got a nose job right something like that oh the pretty and pink chick Mm -mm. Was she in Pretty in Pink? Oh, You're not thinking of Molly Ringwald. I am thinking of Molly Ringwald. She also mm -hmm. got surgery and, and then couldn't get cast anymore because she had that quirky look and it, she didn't have it anymore. Molly oh. Ringwald did? Really? Huh. I'm, yeah, I'm the, 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 the girl from Dirty Dancing got, I think, plastic surgery and she does. she's like not even famous anymore. She, you wouldn't never recognize her from the movie. I don't think... You're not too big on Angelina Jolie, right? Like You don't think she's hot? Or she was. I think hot. she was. She was hot. She was like in Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie. You know, conversation for sexiest woman on the planet. Hackers, Angelina. I, Jolie. I know it. You go, oh, that's even further back. That's when she's top. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. She. I just. You know what? I think I'm picky about female action stars. They need to be athletic. You know, and she was more like a model to me. Oh, uh, yeah. You like. I mean, we, we've said it a million times, you know, it's it's it, 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 and it's not just female. It's male action stars, too. Like, like, like um, who's the old guy from Taken? Um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson has less business being an action star than Angelina Jolie does. I can see that. I don't know who'd win in a fight. Liam Neeson. Have you, I mean, I know he, who'd win in he, the fight, but it'd be, cl it'd be closer than he'd, well, he'd like. <laughs> you remember? That's the well, she'd, she'd, she'd fight dirty and he wouldn't be prepared for it. Dude, Do you remember you, all the pictures we looked up of Liam Neeson where he just in public just pisses himself? Pissing himself. I, I stand true? by that. I That's stand by it a thousand percent. Yeah. I would bet money on it. Le I would you bet against You it. have an Irishman with a clear drinking problem who is always in public with piss in his pants. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's, it's put, 
Put one and one together, Woody. <laughs> you know when where you I say could two, don't act like it's a conspiracy. The internet ran with Donald Trump wearing his pants backwards this week. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. I want to so badly. Uh, I saw that, it and I was disappointed because immediately it's like, it's fake. And it's like, well, come on, let everybody believe it for a while. <laughs> can, can you uh, show a link? Yeah, they, they have taken his pants and I guess photoshopped it. I think oh, he had it. ear, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, he had oddly fitting pants on. That much sure. is true. Yeah. Um, and they had a lot of creases in the front. They, Lots they of made pleats, them, yeah. Uh, not pleats. They were horizontal creases, like maybe you get from sitting as a oh, fat okay, person okay. or something. I'm not sure. As a fat person. <laughs> no, like some rolls grabbed the fabric and pulled it in. Yeah. Uh, it's not a great picture we have linked, but it is It is the outfit. But um, yeah, so anyway, the internet just went nuts with this idea that Donald Trump wore his pants back okay, so Yeah, he's got some slacks on and, and he's been sitting. They photoshopped the zipper to just be like the sewn line that would be in the back of the pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this doesn't, these pants are mostly obscured in this particular picture by the um, jacket he's wearing, the, the shadow and the jacket. But in other ones, it was out and he has like a fupa going on. And, and um, yeah, down there. <laughs> Click on that close-up one. Oh, I got a little moose knuckle the there, Don. <laughs> yeah. The president and- is packing and nobody can deny. <laughs> um, he must be or he has four ass cheeks <laughs> <laughs> so that one on the right if it's the one I'm thinking of is photoshopped and I don't know how much of the moose knuckle is a photoshop but they definitely photoshopped the zipper out and made him they ran with this idea that he was so senile that he wore his pants on backwards to this event it's a that's North absurd. Carolina GOP yeah, event that's absurd um, he'd have to look He'd have to piss at some point, and it just wouldn't work. And he'd figure it out, right? What like, the fuck? Is I, oh my god, I can't believe it! <laughs> I've done it again. Seventy-five Millennia. years, I've never made this mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. To me, I, I saw it. And I was like, this is kind of fair play. They've been at, they, they've been taking Biden, his competitor, two years ago or whatever, and uh, saying he's senile for his stutter for years yeah. now. So if they're doing it to Trump, like fuck it. You I would. This who do you think player? would win a game like Biden versus Trump in a game mm-hmm. in, in some sort of like um, Settlers of Catan, like 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 some sort of like little uh, like like strategy like trivia game like like where like quick thinking <laughs> and uh, it, it is is really the name of the game. Trump, Trump I think for sure. Right, Trump, yeah. I think yeah. Now, if yeah. it was it, then what if it was world history or something like that? Biden also he's quick. I'd lean toward Biden, but yeah, no, Biden's but I don't think, much I don't, deeper depth of knowledge and something you would like think so. But but I wonder if he can like pull from it on a moment's notice when like pressure is on. Yeah, at and, this like, age, like, I wouldn't guess the like his I, I would guess his recall is I'm not big. even joking right now when I say like that's what debates should be. So yeah, well, yeah, we're still experimenting with uh with StreamYard here. Let us know what you guys thought of this. The, the new format hot load uh zach over there and all that stuff we got cut off a little bit i think i was talking about how like the presidential debate should be like some sort of trivia thing between uh between the presidential candidates to actually see who can think on their feet and who's actually like smart and not who can just read a fucking uh mm-hmm. platform or or speech or whatever prepared but, 90 second speeches yeah it's bullshit it has nothing to do with being the leader of a country um whereas like like maybe playing a couple games of civilization five they should have that? to, they should have to play five attorney yeah Play a game of risk, game of sim, and a game of magic. Whoever whoever wins the uh, the best three, that's your president. 
I'm down with that. This is a good Taylor. Season. What are your odds of taking Trump and Biden in these games? You own I, magic. It would be a. Bl- I would destroy both of them. There would be no. There would be no chance. I've risk. never played Risk. Oh, I've only. I have played Risk. I hated it. Trash them in Risk. Magic <laughs> wouldn't. Need, I could beat them. I talk about beating them in a board game. One hand tied behind my back. <laughs> 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 Still fucking board game. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, yeah, yeah, I thought man. I could be Taylor in chess. Uh, got cocky, played left-handed. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm a right-handed player. <laughs> ah. Well, it has been a nice, a nice long stretch today, gentlemen. Nice five hours. You guys want to call it a show? I think yeah. so. I think so. Thank you very much to uh, Hot Load Zach over there for running the uh, running the show. I think that's going to be the uh, uh, thing in the future. Appreciate yep. him and. Uh, yeah, you guys let us know. What do you think about the overlay where everything's positioned? We're open to a little bit of uh, constructive criticism. You know, if you think something didn't look good, did look good. You know, like the yeah. gray. I like it. I like all of it. Me too. I like this site a lot. Yeah, and it's just our first time using it. I mean, we're gonna. Yeah, yeah, we'll get better as we go. We'll get more familiarized with um, with all the little quirks and all the things it can do. And uh, it's it's not it shouldn't have cut us off as uh, as Zach was telling us. He's he's got the paid version. Um, but it, it limited us to four hours at a time, which is mm-hmm. weird, which is why we had yeah, the free version does that, but he's on the paid version. So it's a surprise that it did it. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I enjoyed it boys. Um, yep. Go check out ice Poseidon in the links below. Check out our sponsors in the links below. Uh, check out our Patreon. If you want to ask us a question, no promises, but we might try to do that video thing where you guys get to ask a video question. It'll we'll change it on Patreon if that does become a thing. So, mm-hmm. No promises there. I'm just saying that's that's a thought we're having right now. And uh, yeah, if you want to be part of our little Magic the Gathering tournament, that's also the ticket. Very cool. All right, PKA 547.